Painkiller Already, episode 444, with our guest Steve Hofstetter. Kyle? Couple of advertisements tonight. Robin Hood, smartmouth.com, and Tudor. We'll be talking about those sponsors later on the show. Of course, there are links in the description if you just cannot wait. But yes, the man himself is here, Steve Hofstetter. What's up, everybody? Hey, man. Not much. I heard uh, that you... Not much. <laughs> All right, we got some stuff to talk about. I think we're right. a big paramotoring day. Taylor, very <laughs> pumped about about some sort of hockey franchise that Ooh. he's a fan of. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I, can, I heard. I think I heard they were a, a game, game or something. Yeah, and, uh, and Kyle, nothing new. Hey, well, nothing we beat new. the Bruins. You should be happy about that as a New York guy. I was uh, I was straight up rooting for the Blues. Uh, I first of all, Boston's f- fucking had enough. Yeah, like if you're and if you're watching this in Boston and you take insult to that, fuck you and your Patriots and Red Sox. All right. You've had enough, so uh, I was rooting for the Blues, and I knew it would make you really happy. I knew you were into it, and so I was like, "Oh, that'd be fun to see Taylor get one." Oh, I was so st- the like. Do you ever did you ever like have good friends in grade school, and you didn't know how rich they were, and then you went to their house and you saw all of the stuff they had, and you uh, thought about them, and you're like, "Man, actually, kind of fuck this guy. Like th- this is this isn't fair." That's how other sports fans feel looking at Boston. Where they just they get, got all the hardware, everything lined up and shiny, and you're like, oh, I just, I, I could, I could deal with one shiny thing. You I get that, the idea, uh, but no, I did not have rich friends growing up. So you remember that scene from I, Sopranos? But I, the, but I get the concept. I'm like, yeah. I know what rich people are, and I would. I babysat for a family once, and like the guy was a doctor. Oh, really? And yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty. Like all their, all their kitchen cabinets matched each other, and I was like, wow. this is, this is impressive stuff here. Like yeah, there was no no paint was peeling from anything. I was like wow. these guys. I had the opposite it. experience once. I we were um, we were going on a ski trip, which involved like an eight hour bus drive and stuff. So anyway, I went to my friend's house and I was sort of getting him in the morning, and I didn't. We weren't that close, you know. But he, but he was close enough to go skiing with us, and I went to his house to get him. And the adult me realizes they were probably remodeling or something. But I went to their house, and there were, like, exposed studs, holes in the wall. You wouldn't want to walk on their floors without shoes. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, Woody, they were literally going on a ski trip. These weren't poor right? people. Right? <laughs> I, I, love, I love how first world this is. You wouldn't believe this one poor friend I had. I went to his house. They were mid remodel. They didn't even go uh, to their second. So home. I was, t- I was, yeah. I <laughs> and was a ski trip of all things. They weren't going on a ski trip. They sent their one son on a nine hour, $35 bus ride, right? This isn't like the, the ski vacation at to the chalet fair, that you're thinking of. You were also on that bus ride. Oh, well, I paid myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I had a job, <laughs> of course Kyle. You did. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a nine-hour bus ride on your own dime. Your dad may as well have hurry his finger back. at you as you were driving away. <laughs> yeah, I had, hurry I, back. I had a very, had a very similar thing. Like, yeah, me and my friend uh, were going on a, a trip walking somewhere because that's all we could afford. And then, uh, and then I went to his house, and uh, they were remodeling in that, like a car had crashed into the side of their house. And it was they were forced to remodel. It was very is we had very similar story? lives. No, I'm just making fun of your story. That's oh. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I still don't know. I know you guys are. <laughs> You're so poor. I'm still not sure oh. they're remodeling. There's they, no they, granite countertops. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. off. What is Micah? <laughs> yeah, I want to go back and view it with my adult eyes and see what the scoop is because I have a feeling that they didn't finish the remodeling and this was almost a permanent state. Honey, that look, is- that tile's not even imported. 
actually that is actually a thing though that like there are so many things you remember as a kid that if you saw as an adult i bet would completely change like where you understand you understand context a whole lot more than you used to like the just the idea of like i i had a i had a buddy growing up and his mother's friend always came over and like now i know oh that guy was fucking his mom yeah but like as a kid i was like oh she has such a good friend that she has over all the time this is so nice yeah, They're always like, so sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come over and work out. I remember, yeah. do you ever like remember seeing inappropriate things that your eyes didn't register as inappropriate? Because I remember in like middle school, like some Bible camp or some shit. And it was, it was like a bootleg Bible camp. It sucked. Fucking sucked. Hated going there. They just and, only had one of the Testaments. Yeah, only one. And <laughs> it would be like, like there's this one like teacher who wasn't even like really a teacher. He's kind of like walk around and talk to you like one-on-one. And he would, he would go around and I would always notice like, man, he must be a lot more concerned with the, the girl's faith than he is with the boy's faith at this camp because he's spending a lot of time like shoulder touching and getting close, whispering things about God to him. I assume. Well, well, that's odd. And then like five years ago, I'm like, Oh fuck, that was not appropriate at all to be given shoulder massages to 12 year olds, you know, as, as some other, like also a clearly oblivious adults are singing about Jesus. That man's name, Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Here we have future vice president. (laughs) Taylor, I have a question for you because I went to a few Bible camps too and stuff. Did the leaders of your thing, whatever they were called, I don't know if they're priests or ministers, did they make a, over-the-top effort to be cool and to relate in a really failing way the the ones that all the kids thought were the coolest uh-huh. did not do that like they would get out there it'd be like oh because there was like one camp i went to and it was like every it felt like every five hours like once in the morning and once in the afternoon prime playtime. you'd have to go in there and they just soak up time singing about jesus and you're mm-hmm. just like God, i just want to play frisbee or basketball or go play racquetball or something and it was always the guys like I'd be like, oh, thank God, like Pastor fucking Mike is coming up. He'd be like, all right. Jesus said this. This is why he said it. This is why you should care. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Get out there and have fun, kids. And then you'd have other ones where it'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Pastor Adam's coming up. And he'd be like, ha What's up, cool cats? Here, we're, we're here to talk about the Lord. And it was in that time period where I was like maybe 11 years old. And so sync was really popular. He'd have his like spiked bleached tips and everything. Oh, no. Got his like open shirt wearing his board shorts. And even at 11, I'm like, this is fucking lame. Oh, like you're trying you know, to make God too cool. We know it's not cool. <laughs> we're just here because we're scared. Dude, I've been, <laughs> I've been made fun of for being Jewish on this podcast a lot. And I'm feeling pretty happy about it right now. We, we had got, this guy didn't have spike tips or anything, but he could play the guitar and he could sing. And he would start off with like hip songs at the time. And he had talent, right? I'm not saying he was great, but it's like he can really play and he can really sing. And he could really do them at the same time. So he'd kick off into your like favorite top 40 song of the moment. And you'd be like, you know what? This Bible camp stuff, it's not that bad. And then he'd start making up his own lyrics. All about God, of course. All oh, about no. treating each other well. And he'd just start riffing, making up <sighs> lyrics on the fly. And it's like, no! No, you're ruining it. I like this song. Straight up now, tell me, do you want to have God to be with you forever? (laughs) (laughs) That's 
not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm imagining that's about the time, right? <laughs> yeah, you're doing good. Sense. It was lean on me, like, if you remember. Scat cat comes in. <laughs> when I first realized one of those pastors was not cool, uh -huh. it was also like one of the first times I dropped a, a, a nice curse in front of an adult because I was feeling confident. The story was it was post like pastor shit and I'm maybe 12 or whatever. I don't, I don't remember my exact age. And we're like outside of the, the little uh, worship area where we would eat. You know, there's a giant field where you can play. And then there was a multi-purpose kind of building that had racquetball and stuff that was like probably three quarters of a mile away. And so all the counselors or like the, the pastors hop in their, uh, their golf cart. And then I was, I, I got out of there quick because I didn't want to hear about God anymore. And so I was trying to run because it was a thing that the kids would try and run and jump on the, the cart and then hitch a ride all the way there. Because then bada bing, bada boom, <laughs> I got racquetball rights. All you fuckers are in line. I'm up first, you know, just like all the things I was learning <laughs> about <laughs> me, 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 you know? And then I remember I, I was really close and I was like a young kid. And so I thought you're, you're, you're genuinely speedier than a golf cart. You're going to catch it. And I got up to like, you know, here's the post and just like, I barely missed it. And then he like slowed down again to tease me. And this was like the cool backwards hat wear and open Hawaiian shirt just previously. Like, ha ha, you know me, boys and girls. I'm all about, I'm all about cool stuff. But also I know when it's time to get serious about God. And he was that guy. He like put himself out there as this cool motherfucker. And I got really close horrible. and he drove and he started, and then he just, gunned it and started speeding away and i was like oh kiss my ass oh. and i thought it was funny and <laughs> uh but he like stopped the golf cart and was like whoa what's your name again and i was like taylor he's like first mistake we like to have we like to have fun here but that's not cool you know <clears throat> definitely we can't be using language like that what do you think the lord and then he like went into this really dumb spiel about it and it's like i don't even want to play racquetball anymore like I, now, now the other kids are passing me on the way there because you've stopped and you're holding me hostage talking about the word ass. And so I, I hated that. Which is also in out. the Bible. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Probably. I said, eat my, uh, <laughs> funny here. I said, eat my ass. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> eat my, a 12 year old saying, eat my yeah ass. luke uh 24 7 right is that yeah and the lord spake unto them eat my ass <laughs> if you are can, not can we go back to something that woody said for a second because oh, no. the idea of no 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 it, it's the idea of someone who can sing kind of holding people hostage to their music there is there's very little in the world that bothers me more like i had a i had a tour guide I went on this food tour in Seattle because it was like, oh, you get to go to Pike Place Market. You get to try all the different stands. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that sounds fun. And she was this out of work actress who like sang at us. Like she stopped at one of the stands oh. and just started singing. And I was like, this isn't this isn't what I signed up. I went, give me give me give me a free give me a free sandwich. Like, fuck off. I don't want I don't want to hear you yeah. sing. And I had a I had a, a pilot do that once. Like who was singing on the fucking intercom mm. to the to the people on the plane? Like we're a captive audience, and that sucks. I hate that. <laughs> oh, it is. It's so rude. You know what else? Like maybe you guys haven't experienced this, but jokes from homeless people. Yeah. Have you ever had to deal with that? No. Like, they're selling you the joke. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so, like, I like when I lived well, in the Taylor city. Well, lives I'd in have, St. Louis, so yeah, I, I'm not in the city anymore, you so know, I don't have this of... problem. But there's yeah. a ton of homeless there, and it's also a weird thing in St. Louis where like. You have to tell a joke to every house on Halloween to get your candy. 
What? I, what I, the I fuck thought, is wrong I with know. you? I thought like, that was you a and thing your everywhere. Bagel sliced bread. <laughs> and like, we would threaten them. We would say trick or treat, meaning give us a treat or we will play a trick on you. That's well, the most. Most people were cool about it, where you'd be like, trick or treat, and they'd be like, ah, here you go, kids. But then every like one in every five houses, you'd get some fucking stickler boomer who's like, no candy till you tell a joke. And you're like, that's the worst thing. Well, what's, I... uh, what's black and white and red all over? You on your kitchen floor with your a knife in your chest if you don't give me a fucking sticker right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but like... Um, be like, wow, this so joke's like, kind of dark. The, the Where's the black thing, come from? The, the, the homeless, I don't know. <laughs> he was wearing a black shirt. <laughs> okay. What's red and dead and blood all over? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, uh, and so like, like, it would happen all the time, like downtown, or not all the time, probably over the couple of years I was there, like five times, where a homeless guy, you know, usually they're just asking for something and you tell them no and they'll kind of fuck off. But every once in a while, you'd like be standing with friends outside of a bar and they'd come up and they'd be like, hey, can I get like $5? I'll tell you a joke. And then before you can say anything, they launch into like, what's you, you pray it's a quick joke. You pray it's quick. But then other times, like I remember one specifically, I was walking home and it was, it was really late. And so there weren't a ton of people on the street. And a, a homeless guy came up and was started to like ask me for money and said, here, I'll tell you a joke. You know, you got five dollars. And I was like, he kind of stopped me. So I had to stop. And he started telling like a Norm McDonald. <laughs> 10 minute style <laughs> joke <laughs> to the point that like that literally like uh, my, my thought process after we got into like 30 seconds in it was going nowhere this guy's cracked out no, th none of this joke makes sense <laughs> and he's just ranting about things there's no punchline there's the, and uh, I just I like keep looking around because I'm like I'm gonna get fucking mugged by this guy's buddy like that's what he's doing he's distracting me yeah. so someone can can come steal yeah. from me and no, it turns out he's even crazier than that. He just wanted to tell a seven-minute-long joke <laughs> with no punchline. No punchline. And, and I was close enough to home that, like, I overwalked where I lived by a block and then, like, turned around to see where he was, see if he was, like, scoping out where I was going, and then went back and, and went I, to my apartment. Wait, wait, I, I remember two questions. the punchline. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> One, is it really $5? It was some of that. He probably just asked for money. Well, I was even, just thinking even if $5. It is, oh. Even if it is and, five, like, if it's $5, one thing that depresses me as a comedian is that like when I think about the time it takes to tell a joke and do the math on that, I think these homeless guys are making more per joke than I am. <laughs> Absolutely. But they're, they're not real laughs. They're fear laughs. Yeah. It's like, you probably my, have you a mean, my, You mean hammer. mine? Hmm. No. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. Knock, uh, knock. <laughs> but yeah, that, oh, I do not miss being around so many homeless Dollar people. amounts are warped in my head now. I don't get it. I, I've lived too long and I've seen too many dollars. I... I $5 for me is what used to represent two hours of work. Now people act like $5 isn't a lot of money, but it still is between my ears. And well, I've that's what happens when you grow. Mm. So uh, I, I actually, but no, I really, I thought of, I've thought about that recently. The idea of like, I understand how old people are like, well, the bus used to cost a nickel because to me, the, the first year of my life that I could actually buy a slice of pizza the pizza place by me, it was like a dollar ten, and they went up to like a dollar fifteen. And look, this gradually happened over the years, so you don't really notice it. And suddenly, I'm like, "What do you mean a piece of pizza is four dollars? That's fucking insane! Pizza costs a yeah. dollar." And so, and it's very easy to do that as you grow up. I remember when canned drinks were a fucking quarter, like when when the and then now they that just you doubled. It, I, yeah, they just fucking doubled, and it was like <laughs> it happened while I was in like the sixth grade, and it was like, "Holy shit!" 
soda just got twice as expensive as it once was. And it's pretty much the only thing I purchased as a young man. When and soda hit a dollar, I thought there was a gotcha in there. I'm like, no way they're going to ask for $2 bills. This is the maximum price a soda will be in my lifetime. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's 14 a year old Woody standing there. It's got it all figured out. <laughs> exactly. yeah, now, you're swiping, now you're swiping your goddamn debit card yeah. on a Coca-Cola machine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, I overdrafted on a slice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's now it's a $39. Dollar. Where's what is is Rot? No, it's not right. It's a different one from last week. You know, if you want if you want a cheap slice now, there's only one place to go. Costco. Dollar fifty, you get a big ass slice of pizza and a drink. That's like not that. pizza though. Come on. Oh, that, that's, that's not the hot pizza. dog thing. Oh, it's it's pretty good. You that's better be able pizza. to speak clearly though while you're there. There is you might end there... up in a world of trouble. At I don't understand. Oh, nobody that gets joke. this reference. No, help no. me. The speech impaired man that was gunned down in, in, in Sacramento the other day at Costco. Oh, oh wow. what'd he do? Uh, it's kind of a sad story now. It's the end of the laughs. <laughs> what did he so do? I see you're carrying samples outside of the premises. Uh, <laughs> what he did was die. Be oh, so I guess he wasn't able to follow police instructions. Yeah. Is that the scoop? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. I really didn't look too deep into it. I just thought it was funny. What was he <laughs> doing there to make him pissed off? Uh... Uh, I don't know. I think he was uh, mentally impaired in some way and uh, not able to explain himself clearly. And uh, and then he was gunned down. Sucks. Yeah, that, suck. And at Costco of all places. It of reminds all me. Places. Who, who, That's remember my there was safe a, space. There was it's a drunk space. guy <laughs> who may have had an airsoft gun or airsoft. Yeah, I think an airsoft gun in his room earlier in the night. And the cops made him play this like ridiculous game of Simon Says for his life. Like, hands yep. up, crawl. Crawl, hands up, crawl. Pop he's, it. He's like, it. He doesn't Pull know what it. to do. He's Shoot crawling it. on all fours. Shoot he's putting it. his hands up. I, I guess they wanted them to kneel walk or something. Yeah, and, I uh, and they that shot him for it. Such a piece of shit. They're they're just like, lean such back. a piece of shit. Crab walk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slide to the left. Cha-cha, <laughs> 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 real smooth. <laughs> Uh, humiliating. That would actually be better because people are more likely to know those moves. <laughs> you so right? Like, you totally, cops should totally make people electric slide. <laughs> if they've ever been to like a lame party, then, and then they would, it, it would be like a reverse sobriety test. Would be like, yeah, this guy's killing it on the electric slide at two thirty in the morning. Book him. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> he's good at it. Hasn't, hasn't missed a step. You know? <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. You know they got those like free food or free sample lines at Costco. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Big fan samples. of that. Well, this guy died for samples. Yeah, he was apparently very hyped for I don't know some fucking nachos or something, and he was in line for them, and he pushed the police officer who was also in line. This is the mentally impaired gentleman, and the police officer. Drew his gun as you do, <laughs> as you do, and the kid's father tried to intervene, and so the cop shot him too. <laughs> oh my god, god. god. those How, there aren't enough pig in the blankets on that tray for the two of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we, oh, here's a new pig. Do we, yeah. <laughs> what's the status on the I assume off duty cop right now? Are they uh, there's a civil rights attorney involved now, there's no criminal attorney involved. Seems like there um, should be. Seems like he should be facing murder charges. Cops yeah. can get away with yeah. so much shit. Uh, that's the, no, that's the craziest so. shit, though. And and by the way, like you say, California like that. California is known for being too progressive, which would mean they would prosecute the cop, not the other way around. Not in L.A. 
Oh, well, in, in yeah, in L.A., <laughs> I mean, L.A. cops do whatever the fuck they want. I actually had a situation where I was uh, I had a bunch of online like actual credible death threats. And so I talked to a friend of mine who's a prosecutor and she's like a federal prosecutor. And I was like, who do I talk to about this? And she goes, well, you can go to your local police or you can go to the FBI. And I was like, I live in Los Angeles. I'm going to call the FBI. <laughs> like there was no hesitation at all. I was like, no fucking way am I calling the LAPD. I had and you them, know uh, you're getting patched through to like the loser of the FBI where they're like, what's this regarding? Terrorism? No, active shooting? Uh, child porn ring? No, a uh, lot of mean DMs. No, I actually... <laughs> like, right, you go to that guy. <laughs> I actually purposefully reached out to that guy. I figured it out. So I called... I was up in Oregon when this happened. And so uh, my friend was like, if you contact the FBI in LA, they're not going to do shit. So contact the local one where you are. Because, you know, Portland, they're probably a little bit more bored. And so I called uh, the one in Portland, yeah. and they were, like, kind of interested, not sure. And they were like, okay, well, you know, you can come in. And I was like, well, I'm actually in Salem right now. They're like, oh, we have a beer in Salem. You should call them. So then I called Salem, and when they picked up, they were like, ooh, crime. Like, they were so <laughs> excited. <laughs> I, I was like, a... nothing could happen there. <laughs> I went to the police once about... So here's the story. The guy that lived under me, I, had, I just yeah. sort of moved out on my own. It was my first apartment, and it was a low-income housing apartment. And what that means is that if you qualify, you get help with your rent. I didn't qualify. I made 14 grand a year. I mean, with my kind of money, they didn't, they didn't uh, help me. But um, Yeah, but this was when soda cost a quarter. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So uh, the guy that lived underneath me was awful. He was a drug dealer, and he beat his wife quite a bit. And you would hear her screaming and stuff like that. And, and like, what she... Did she deserve it? Like, what'd she do? Probably. No, I, it, it, she seemed really nice. Um, Kyle, you're on probation. <laughs> he seemed like a real <laughs> dirtball. I'm anti this guy. And he would also play his music loud. And you have to understand. Oh, now, now I'm anti him too. I'm no, on board. But okay. I, I, it sounds like a minor offense, but it was like super crazy loud, doors open, parties going on, like, like almost... Like a dare to come do something. No, Woody, about it. Woody, that's not a minor offense. A neighbor playing their music loud to me is one of the worst things of the story already. Like I really, I was kidding around, but also I'm on board. Right, Incredibly but like nice I, I'm, I'm trying to differentiate between like played his TV loud, where maybe you hear it, and yeah, playing a, a, a concert for the neighborhood, you know, which is what he was yeah. doing. And uh, you know, once or twice I would come down there and knock on his door if I heard him beating his wife. She'd be screaming for help. And uh, Jesus Christ, yeah, and yeah. and um, and or if he even played his music loud, I would, but then other times I was pretty intimidated because when he I thought one on I was pretty fit at the time, I was probably like 22 or something, and, and young Woody was fit, I liked my chances, but other times he'd roll like five deep and I didn't, and he'd be outside threatening my car and shit, like how he was gonna smash it and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. I, can I? Can this I? This is PKA's cool guy. <laughs> can I please picture this as the guy threatening your car while you weren't around? No. Like going up to your car, I'm and be like, shit. I'm not knowing what to do. I'm like, I'll there's take five of, of them down out. there. Yeah. Let that kind of thing. Like, you know, I'll smash your yeah. taillights. I'll smash your headlights. Come out here. I'll smash your hood. I'll do this. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't go out there, you know, because there's a lot of them, right? I, I don't like my odds at all. <clears throat> and um, also, I like that he needed you to be out there for him to destroy your car. Like he could have destroyed your car, right? Anyway. He wanted right. him to watch. I had a roommate yeah. too, who was who was all <laughs> he I, likes when they watch. He was at yeah. least my equal. So when he was around, I felt even better still. But uh, he, 
he had a, a girlfriend and a kid and stuff and stayed not with me a lot. Anyway, so I went to the police about it. And I'm like, I got this guy and he's threatening me because I thought I was doing the right thing, you know, instead of just like wrestling him in the parking lot. That's how I handle problems now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the police were like, 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 they were like, what is it? Is he a big guy? Is he, is he bigger than you? And I'm like, no, nah, I, I think I got him. I think I got him, but I feel like I shouldn't. And uh, they're like, I don't know. Maybe you should, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Like they made me feel emasculated for coming to the police for help. And I'm like, he beats his wife all the time. I hear her down there screaming for hey, help. Hey boys, get a load of this fairy. Yeah, that, it, it, was, it was like one step away from that. And in the end, like they didn't take a report. They didn't do anything. They said that like, you know, I, I guess if maybe they offered to come, if I caught him in the act, like if he's outside threatening your car, give us a call again or, or something along those lines. Jesus Christ. But he was evicted shortly. Actually, I don't think he was evicted. I think the police pulled him out because he, he sold drugs to kids. His customers were all under 12. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. What a terrible person. He's, he's also, a, hey, hey, that's the cool Woody, guy of the week, Taylor. Woody, <laughs> you could also lead with that part. <laughs> I did. I said like, he sold drugs were, to kids. You said you sold, he sold drugs. You weren't like to 10 year olds oh they were he so young after his dog bites. yeah and by the way yeah. i'm like 20 at the time <laughs> you know? yeah so i uh yeah he was he was really bad that that, that was my first apartment i came home <laughs> once and uh like i'm walking up to my place and i see a couple of cops on the street and they're like pointing a giant gun at my place and laughing and i was what? like what the, what the fuck is this, this? is a big rifle like a big, it, it like artillery. Some, it, it, yeah, it, it looked I'm like a, a Mickey Mouse handgun that weighs like thirty five pounds. Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, looked, it looked like a cross between like a shotgun and a rifle. It was a I hadn't seen something like that before. Okay, and so uh, like I just walked up. I go, but they're laughing and they're like pointing it and like pointing it away and pointing it back up. So I'm like, there's not a situation going on. So I as go, uh, excuse me, guys, but uh, what? Like, what's happening right now? Like, I, I live mm. there. And uh, they go, oh, oh. And they're like, they're laughing about it. And they're like, yeah, there was some call a couple blocks down. And, you know, they thought they saw some guy with a gun. And it was a movie set. And, yeah, it turned out to be nothing. And I go, oh, okay. Uh, so how does that relate to you aiming a gun at my place right now? Like, I don't <laughs> see the – you want to you wanna not skip those dots? Because they're not connected <laughs> right now. Yeah. And uh, And they were like, oh, well, you know, I had a – we had to disarm the weapon, you know, because we had we had armed it and we had a I was like, you had to walk a couple of blocks to disarm with an armed weapon after you knew a situation wasn't going on. Like, like I, and I said I was And like, it's armed again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about what you're oh, doing you here. Don't so. like it? Call the <laughs> yeah. cops. Yeah, exactly. And they, that's what they pretty much said. They're like, We're the police, we know what we're doing. And I'm like, You're the LAPD. No, you don't. So I I uh I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, all right, maybe I'm overreacting. I don't know, because I'm like, my dog's home. Like, what the fuck if if it goes off, if it's something, you know? So I uh I called a buddy of mine who's a who's a state trooper, and I was like, hey man, here's the situation. Am I in the wrong? And he goes, No, the first thing we're taught when we're when we're given our firearms, even before we're given them, is never aim it at something you don't intend to shoot. Yeah. Like that's the first rule. So I called, I was like, okay, I'm gonna call the local precinct. I'm now armed with information. 
Oh. And so I'm like, I'm gonna call him. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me understand. I was like correctly. the Bible camp counselor. <laughs> you decided <laughs> to cool. rat out. Backwards head away. <laughs> so yeah. you've now decided to rat out a member of the LAPD. I have decided. I did not really think it through. You're correct. To the other to LAPD. LAPD. This will work no, out. Yeah. Steve is edging towards school guy of the week. Hi, this <laughs> <is the> LAPD. <laughs> I really well, thought I my guy had it locked up. <laughs> I was really hoping. I was really hoping that like I get someone being like, oh, those dumb rookies. Let me talk to them. You know, like that kind yeah. of thing. Okay. But no. So I, ba- I basically the guy answered and he he pretty much gave me. It was a very similar response to like when the TSA fucks up if you ask for a supervisor. Like, it's a very similar response where they're like, this is a very hard job, okay? You don't know how hard this job is. Like, that's pretty much what they said Detective to Mark Furman here. How can I help you, Mr. Hofstadter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was utterly ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, so I just got to live with the fact that the cops think it's okay to just aim their guns and find at, at me and find it hilarious. Now, the gun son. they aimed, it wasn't the fake movie gun, was it? Because you mentioned no, you no, never no. seen it was, like it. It was like this tactical assault fucking thing. Like, okay. And I, look, I don't know a lot about guns. You've known that ever since you started talking to me. <laughs> uh, but this was something where, like, this was some... The reason they were so excited about it, it was some sort of new thing, like some new toy that they had just gotten. I, I thought that maybe because you didn't destroyer. recognize it, it was a movie gun. You know, something yeah. like like a Star Wars gun. Or, no, yeah. no, 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 no. This, this thing was, like, it, it seemed like a very advanced... It, it was like a shotgun with a scope, is what it looked like. Uh, okay, it was, it, it was have those in fairly cloud. impressive looking. Yeah. Fairly impressive looking. Uh, well, uh... Next topic, but I didn't get beaten, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a Taylor, man. you said you wanted to ask me about something. Oh yeah. So uh, another friend of the show, <coughs> Ben Glebe, Glebe, yes, is Glebe, uh, Glebe, trying to run for president, and I know yeah. that you are a big part in getting him the requisite sixty-five thousand donations. How close are you now? And if he makes it, he has my vote. So, uh, so he didn't make the sixty-five and time for the first debate so now he's going for the second which i think is 70 um but then but they actually have started changing the requirements because that's of course what they're gonna do uh in order to keep it the candidates that they want two percent polling is that the second debate's requirement yeah so originally it was one percent polling and now they made it up to two percent polling and by the way they're the ones who decide who they ask like who they put on the ballot for polling Ah, so your friend is a write-in candidate, hoping to get two percent of people to. That's a hard. Well, I mean, he's getting he's getting more press than he was at first, but mm. it was amazing because so many people. It was crazy. the The response from the press was basically like, "Look, we only talk to serious candidates, so hold on while I go interview our president, that is the former host of The Apprentice." Like that's mm-hmm. it's it it is ridiculous. Or they're like, hold on, only serious candidates. Let me go interview the mayor of Myanmar or Mir- Miramar, Florida, who is yeah. one of the candidates. Or let me go interview Marion Williamson. You know, a spiritual healer. <laughs> just serious <laughs> candidates only. It was uh, it's just because it's because he's a comedian and they don't take him seriously, which is ridiculous because the the fucking of leader of the Ukraine is a comedian. Yeah. 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 I mean, so it happens. I I, I think. The funniest outcome is just allow as many people at the debates as possible. Like, I want to see the intro, no, they, like the Fox CNN debate, where they like are zooming out slowly from the middle guy, which is probably Biden, and you get to like seven people wide, still going. You get to fourteen people wide, and you've just got so much that everybody just gets like one sentence throughout. Like on the end of it, you got fringe mayors or like a, a fucking Anderson dog, Cooper dog walkers. <laughs> Andrew, Anderson, you're you're on the wrong stage. No, 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 I'm running. I'm running. Yeah. Fuck it. The funniest <laughs> outcome. <laughs> 
<laughs> is supposed to be moderating. Is Benson yeah. Glebe, is that his name? Glebe? Glebe. Uh, Glebe makes it to the end, and we straight up get 1v1 Democrat versus Republican, apprentice host versus comedian. That's where this nation should be. I just love, I I just love the, the comedian. Idea. That's funnier. Yeah, <laughs> I just love the idea of having a comedian on the debate stage. Like, look, I'm not stupid. I don't think he has a real shot of winning. You know, I think it's a huge long shot. Now, long shots can happen, but at the same time, like, how much would it change the conversation to have someone who doesn't give a fuck about their future political career on the stage to talk shit to people? That yeah, is what that is inspiring hilarious. me. Yeah, I would love I to get like Bill exactly Burr or why. somebody up there. Just in yeah. that horrible, annoying Boston accent, <laughs> screaming at people. So, uh, like, what are you guys even doing? Yeah, what are you doing here? <laughs> you, you flew a fucking, you, you took a yacht here, and you're getting rid of my straws? Are you shitting yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus, fuck pretty, people. Are you, are, you, are, are you people out there looking at this the same way I am? That's a little bit, a little bit like Bill Burr, a little bit Bernie Sanders. I feel. Yeah, but then they, but then they just have someone being like, "Uh, Mr. Burr, uh, we are live." He's like, "Yeah, I know we're fucking live. All right." <laughs> I know. Yeah. Do you have any uh, fucking Twitter followers I'm getting right now? <laughs> <laughs> I got it up. I'm tweeting. This is fucking bullshit. And yeah. <laughs> that's a really good. Uh, that's a really good burr. That would be that would be so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, but the, but that's point, the uh, that's the idea. Like to be able to not be scared of of because look, we're past. We're we're obviously beyond the whole like respect the office. And uh, and that bullshit. It's it's kind of it's kind of disappeared the last couple of years. So to have uh, to have Glee be able to actually confront people to their face about the dumb shit that they're saying would be awesome. Does he have funny policy positions that he's put out there? I mean, he has real policy, mm-hmm. but he has funny explanations for them. The- like, uh, yeah, like he he has one where he talks about uh, automation and like his. I think the title of it is something like "Don't let the like don't let the robots win." And so, like, act- actually addressing it in kind of a funny way about, and you know, the actual policy is about uh, job training and making sure people, and making sure people actually do have jobs in a world of automation, and how not to just turn everything over to the robots. Uh, so it is a, it is an actual good policy, but at the same time, it's funny to talk about robots. He and should mating. do, he should do other shit like North Korea style shit, where he has like a page of approved hairstyles. <laughs> 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 that's a good bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just come out yeah other North Korea just shit. whatever he's rocking that's it. yeah like like murdering your opponents you know like that kind of shit the yeah yeah exactly. the robot Hilarious thing is interesting stuff. to me because like, yeah it, it's it's been a political issue this year people don't know uh, yang talks about it probably more than anyone else the universal basic income and basically the idea is a lot of people are going to be displaced by robots and yeah. driving is the most obvious one. Something like 40% of American jobs are basically driving, which is a, a lot of jobs. I think some of that is flying, some of that's semis, which everyone thinks of forklifts, et cetera. And uh, I'm like, I think what's actually going to happen is it's not that those people will be unemployed, will always want more. It's that they are going to be the servants of the people that own the robots. That's their next job. You know, learn to code doesn't work. They can't actually be engineers. You know, no one thinks that who's who's serious about it. But people that own the robots can get more and more servants and gardeners and landscapers and cooks. And that's what happens. Well, but, the, but there's also any time. But think about it this way. OK, so you got an automated fleet of trucks. You got an automated fleet of forklifts. You got an automated, you know, Uber has self-driving cars, et cetera. Roger that. Uh, by the way, if Uber goes to self-driving cars, that would put a lot of comedians out of work. <laughs> um, so if 
if you so if you have all that, you go, okay, well, now suddenly we need more mechanics. You know, now suddenly we need more uh, people who work at gas stations. Now we need more like there are other jobs that are created by getting rid of those jobs. And so I'm not I'm not for holding back technology at all. I'm for focusing on, okay, what's the next step after this technology comes? Where will we need people? And that's what people need to train for right now. I think if we like over the course of like a year or something transitioned all of that to robots, it would start like literal civil war level riots. Like you'd have tens of millions of men who can't support their families anymore. Many of them so old that they, and they can't afford to go to school for things because they just lost their job and they couldn't afford prior. That's why they're driving a truck. Like you'd have real deal riots, like way worse than what Vancouver did after they lost the cup eight years ago. Real deal riots. I think (laughs) people got fucked at that riot. People yeah, got that's laid a really at cool that picture. riot. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that was like that's a that's a much friendlier riot than. Oh, we is have that in the, the one where there's that picture of them like kissing in the street? Yeah, kissing yeah. in the street. They were a little more than kissing. They barely knew yeah, each they, other. I don't think they. Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. They were like half naked, lying on top of each other. Well, I'm thinking. Like, I don't a know if they picture, were actually fucking, but they looked pretty. Are you thinking of the sailor after World War II? <laughs> actually, that no, might be a different one. but it was like more <laughs> comparable to that. It seemed kind of sweet. I don't remember it being like that. I think there was like a procession of photos of like it getting more and more sexual. And the one they ran with in the media, obviously, is the sweet, you know, Vancouver's burning because they just lost. And, you know, they're like, well, you know, the, I'd say there's like, always next you know year what else Vancouver, is so probably not. Yeah. My loins are burning, baby. <laughs> My pee hole from my uti <laughs> that's <laughs> burning too i found the picture i'm about to show it to everybody yeah the... but yeah i think you'd have like real deal riots if you tried to replace that many jobs like people would not stand whole communities would be destroyed in instantly. well one of the things that i've you know that i i have said before and i will stick to is that it is in the it is in the one percent's best interest to not make the income gap huge do they because do that though i've never seen disagree. them think that far ahead no no what what i'm saying is it is in their best interest mm-hmm. i'm not saying they do that i'm okay, saying that okay. they act they act in short-term interest which is money money i want all the money i want all the money right. my boat doesn't have a boat yet like that kind of thing <laughs> and then no offense paramotor but the <laughs> like the, the uh the idea of creating a lower class with nothing to lose that's some dangerous shit like that that's is what you'd absolutely create absolutely dangerous yeah. shit yeah, and so if you Taylor, I absolutely agree with you. If suddenly you knock out, even if it's ten percent of the workforce, if you if that happens within a year, like th- that, that's a riot right yeah. there. That's, it, that could here's be what actually country. happens, though. Here's my yeah. prediction: like I know the future. Most truck drivers <laughs> yeah. are over fifty, so they'll get phased out as they retire. You know, it, it only takes sixteen years, and they're all retirement age. So in the next or fifteen years, I don't know where I got sixteen. Between fifty and sixty-five they'll all kind of just leave the workforce and they'll get backfilled with robots. Who's refueling yes. these semi-trucks? If More other robots. <laughs> it's a great question, Kyle. But I, I think that the, the way that it starts is the robot handles the highway portion and then the driver does last mile. But that saves a tremendous amount of labor because you know, he can just do truck after truck after truck last mile. Fill it up, get it back to, you take it to the warehouse, get it back to the highway, send it mm. on its way. And by the way, the, the do, you, do you know about the, the woman who got killed by the like uh, a car, an uh, automated car hit a woman? Oh, I heard her? about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this, this was the thing, though, that like if you actually look into the story, this set this set automated cars back 
so far because people were like, look, they're killing him. But what really happened is this woman threw herself in front of this car. <laughs> and like, really? Yeah, and they analyzed it, and they were like, <clears throat> no human driver could have possibly have stopped in time. And you know what happened? The automated car did not freak out and then go hit someone else. Like, I mean, just... that's what they do against the gun industry, right? Look, that gun! The guy killed su suicides. Look, the gun just killed him. They do. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only... That's the only qualm that people have with guns, a suicide. And so the- <laughs> They lump uh, all the stats in with the murders. They, they, they lump it right <laughs> the into automated, gun violence. The, the automated, hey, you're on probation, Kyle. The automated- You're on probation with me. Be <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you don't be threatening a man like me at this point? Oh, shit, I'd rather be on, under federal probation He's than on Kyle probation. Kyle and I are yeah, designing I tats be... right now. Yeah, on Kyle, on Kyle probation. Or a lot to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what, what it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but the idea of like if let's say someone jumped in front of your car and mm. committed suicide, used you to commit suicide, mm. like do you think you would have the presence of mind to break safely so that no so that you also wouldn't cause a huge mm. car pileup? Uh and like I, I would not. I don't know. I five times not. out of ten. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I hit people. Sometimes I hit cars. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's that I, human I factor. A, I, I had a car accident once where the woman in front of me stopped short. And it was my fault for I was driving too close to her. You know, I, I will admit fault for tapping her bumper because it okay. was one of those moments. You hit the brake and you go, stop, 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 stop. Fuck. And I tapped her bumper. She slams on the gas and hits the car in front of her. Like just creams the car in front of her, nice. And to the point where, like, Damn I had man. virtually no damage on my car. It was, by the way, I was so upset. This is a true story. I was so upset. She got out of the car, and she was an Asian woman. And as someone who is very progressive and tries to rail against stereotype, I was like, "Why the fuck would you? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> did you have to? Like, yeah, it's one of the like. If I were if I were an Asian woman, I would be the best driver ever, just to fuck with people's heads." Like, I would drive a tow truck service around fixing people's flats just to be like, bullshit's over. You know, I, anyway. I think they're doing their best. I... <laughs> that's, so, that's a, what a kind way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, in, but in that also is uh, California, which is the person at the back of any accident is responsible for the entire accident. Oh, shit. And so her, despite the fact that she was completely stopped when I hit her, her jamming on the gas legally was my fault that well, is, that's better so than north carolina trouble. in north carolina whoever does the hitting is in trouble so if you guys remember pka dan his wife got hit in the back by another car she's in a car i'm not telling this right but she her yeah. car was hit so hard that it hit the car in front of her and they were like <clears throat> she was parked she was at a stop in traffic she got rammed and the ramming driver was responsible was for hers and then she was responsible for hitting the car in front of her, even though she wasn't even moving until she got hit. That's bullshit. I think yeah. wait, that's crazy because that's clearly not a separate accident. But yeah. I had a, I had one in the first accident I ever got into. I So I'd only been driving for a little bit, and I was going through northern Kentucky. And uh, it's a rainy day. I'm coming around a blind curve on the interstate, and there's a fucking cop parked halfway, like with the ass of his car, in the fast lane. Like, oh. the fuck are you doing? And so no no flares, no warning, nothing. And so I jam on my brake. Uh, I try to swerve around him. Uh, I spin out, you know, end up uh, end up in the embankment. 
and apparently it had happened to a couple other cars that day. He was there because another car had done that before, and yet he didn't use signal flares or anything. And I talked to when I'm talking to the police about the whole accident. I was like, "Hey, this can't. How the fuck is what he did legal? Like he's parked in the interstate. Like how is that legal?" And uh, they told me a story where the the way it works, you know, it's again, it's a similar. It's one party. It's whoever's at the back of the accident, where there was an off-duty cop who was coming up a hill. And there was a drunk driver parked asleep in her car across both lanes, like teed across both lanes. He jams on his brake, barely hits her, and he's responsible for the accident, mm. even though she is literally a drunk driver parked. She's a drunk parker. All right. She's a, she's a, <laughs> she had to get there somehow. Uh, no, Maybe just she a was drunk sober when she parked the there. Could have been. Yeah. She got drunk once she parked. <laughs> yeah, she started drinking. Uh, yeah, and it was, uh, and illegally it was his fault. The, I wonder the what the logic is behind. You know how if you're sitting in your car in a parking lot and your car is turned on, it's drunk driving. Yeah. I yes. I have often, it, not that this, I don't drink much, but like if I were to get too drunk at a bar, I might go to my car, turn on the heat and go to sleep. Like that would be to me a viable way to deal with the situation. Why passenger is that seat? You got to be in the passenger seat. <laughs> I can't believe I've never, I've never thought about this. A, a good because people use mine, it as a loophole. Yeah. A, a good buddy of mine. Wait, this was Kyle. years ago. He told me about it. Like he that. he was wasted driving, and he was he was telling us about this this later. He was in college, and he's like, "Yeah, I was coming back from this this club. I was wasted. I should not have been driving." And I'm like, I need snacks. And so I stop off at a gas station. And then as soon as I'm walking in, a cop pulls up, gets out, and he follows me in there. Not following me, but he comes in as well. And I am taking more time than I ever have in a quick trip to pick out snacks. <laughs> like five minutes goes by. I haven't picked out a snack. Ten minutes goes by. I'm just hoping the cop leaves. Eventually, it gets awkward enough that, you know, I pick up my Gatorade and my and I bought three or four snacks because I'd been accumulating them <laughs> in my arms. <laughs> so he went up and he's like, yeah, I bought, I bought like five snacks, a big old Gatorade, and I was, I was you know, the, the cop was still there. He's making me nervous. I, I, and I, I think he was on to me. And so I went out, got in my car, didn't turn it on, and he came out, got in his car, turned it on, and then we had a wait off <laughs> because he wanted me to pull out so that he could get me. And I said, fuck that. And so I spent the next 50 minutes eating all of my snacks <laughs> in my off parked car. Did you car. say 55 zero? Like 50 minutes. Okay. Like, That's yeah. how long he, sa he said he spent there just sitting there. And I just kept looking over at the cops still there. All right, well, I got one more thing of Doritos. I'll eat this. I'm running out of Gatorade. Could I, uh, no, I can't get out and go back inside for snacks. That's really suspicious. And so, and he said eventually the cop just got impatient and left, and he, uh, he made it out. This is the same guy I know who went to a strip club and said he spent $600 there. And the next day he woke up and was like, oh, that was crazy last night. What happened? He's like, I'm out $600. That's like all the money I have available to me right now. And I spent all of it at a strip club. And so I called my bank and told them that someone had stolen my my debit card and somehow knew my pin and they refunded me the money. And I was like, what you realize these, this is like a lot of crimes you're telling me. <laughs> right like this isn't a ha ha situation. It's like, 
No, you effectively just stole six hundred dollars from a from. People. And then my girlfriend up and got pregnant, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want a kid or a girlfriend anymore. Yeah. So one thing led to another. Are there cameras all over strip clubs? I've been to one strip club in my life, and I didn't see any cameras. But yeah, there are cameras at ATMs, so that's a pretty easy oh, way. Oh, there like, are a lot like of them. Oh, a, not, not those little ones. I had a business partner. I mean, most of them most of them have a camera built in. Like, I had a, I had a business partner who uh, re, he relapsed, and, like, he was a former drug addict, and he had been clean for a long time. And he relapsed, went on some bender, and took a bunch of money out of the business account. And Damn. like all of us that were partners were like, hey, man, you just got to we know what happened. You know, like y- you you took a bunch of money out over the course of three days in two hundred dollar increments, like several times a day. Like we know what happened. And he was like, yeah, someone someone took my debit card. <laughs> like, and you have it back now. So if we call the bank and we tell them that to roll back that footage, what is it that we're going to see? And like he refused to admit it. And we're just like, it's. There's, you're not going to get it. Like, you didn't go in there with a fucking ski mask. <laughs> like, you weren't, you weren't on, like, a, on what like a else crack could it like, have been? On. Like, what else would he do that would take multiple $200 with? Or could he just be addicted to jet ski rentals, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the parking in New York is really addiction. expensive. <laughs> what are you here yeah. for? Uh, no, I'm, a, uh, I, I'm addicted to crack. Definitely not renting ski jet skis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, there was, there was a guy speaking, speaking of like embarrassing real things. So the death threat stuff that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the, I mean, it was all, it was a neo-Nazi shit. And so uh, one of the guys who sent something to me, he sent it via his Facebook oh. and it was like a very, like, I'm going to murder all Jewish people message. It was like a and very, said, I'm starting with you. Steve. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, he sent it to me. I don't think he was just like, but you're safe. You know, like, I think. <laughs> He was like, but I saw this one clip of you, man. You were so funny. You're, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I was gonna get so, you, but the way you deal with hecklers, man. Yeah, yeah man. I don't want to. I don't want to be on your YouTube, man. You're fine. <laughs> so, uh, so I went to look at his profile because I was like, all right, this motherfucker. I can figure out who this guy is. This is his Facebook profile, and so I found, like, I found out his name and the small town he was from, and so like I looked him up, and he's a fucking child rapist. Like the dude literally had served 20 years for child rape and had been like released a year ago. And now he's, and so like, I think if I told everyone in his town, he was a Nazi, he'd be like, yeah, that's way better. <laughs> like they all think they all call Maybe me the child wasn't rapist. A Nazi he's like, before honestly, prison. I'm still pretty low on the totem pole, but I've taken a step up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much. Yeah. Like this is, I, I, I mean, he, he very well could have uh, converted in prison. Yeah, as it uh, as it were. And That's... by the way, for anyone listening and doing the whole shit, like, oh, people throw the word Nazi out, like, no, straight up, like swastika Heil Hitler Nazi shit. Like, Aryan this is... thing, like, I feel yeah, like Aryan like brother. Do we almost it... have to do that yeah. in prison to get along? I mean. I watched. I don't know. That's, I heard that's a myth. Like, <laughs> I think that that prison guy that that you've talked about, yeah. what he does the YouTube channel. I think it's he even or, or someone did, where they're like, yeah, that shit about having to join a gang right away. Don't believe that. Don't jump into a gang life because once you're in, you can't leave. So if you, <laughs> like, don't start. Well, they don't thing. want everyone. That's the other thing. Like, like you're, you're like, I guess it's just like you know, and 
in school when we pick teams for dodgeball. I mean, everybody gets picked eventually. <laughs> what if it's like what if it's like a fraternity and you just don't get a bid from your favorite gang? Well, it's over. The Aryan Brotherhood turned down my pledge. The lamp. <laughs> I guess I'll well, be I a the lamp. What the hell, man? Now I gotta go with this biker gang. God damn it. I don't even have a bike. They don't have good parties. <laughs> yeah, I look my, terrible in leather. My motorcycle. None of the guys German. pretending to be girls even like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, that is such a funny take that he's like, all right, well, I was a I'm a child rapist. I'm gonna. I'll, you're gonna get out of this hole, but you're gonna do it slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Step by First step. What's after Nazi? Nazi. And then I'm going to come back and and be that guy they'll put on CNN who's like ex-Nazi. Look, he still has a swastika tattoo, but he realized the folly of his way or that kind of thing. Then I'll parlay into that. And then maybe I get like a public speaking get in, like against hate or no, something. No, Taylor, and, and you're really you know ramping it, up. Totally I, forgotten about the. I feel like he goes to... from child rapist to Nazi, maybe the strong arm burglary a little bit, and then just some like threats and and before he, yeah, you've really made him a hero too quickly. There's lots of crimes in between. There's a lot of steps. By the way, those. by the way, uh, as someone who has done comedy on the college circuit, those lecturers, yeah, I would not call them heroes. I think uh, I, th I think those are uh, I think they're failed comics looking for a way to <laughs> still make money. I, I, I did a gig once. I did a gig once with a dude who, <clears throat> and it was uh, I, I was running late, and thank God I was because I was supposed to go first, and he was supposed to go after me. And this guy was, and I, I just like my flight was delayed, and then I got caught in traffic, and it was this whole thing. And so they had him go first. It's this college in uh, Macon, Georgia. Actually, it was in it was in uh, Mercer College. And he's this guy, he used to be a comic and it didn't work out for him. And then he got a bunch of DUIs. And so now he's a DUI speaker. <laughs> I like Steve's like, take on these speakers, Aww. like, like, like through the comic lens, you know, the guy is telling his heartbreaking story of heroin addiction. And Steve's like, that's not even fucking funny. What yeah, a failed it's, comic. <clears throat> well, no, but this is so straight <laughs> up. Some of the people on this circuit, some of the people, look, they're genuinely, there are good speakers out there. Oh. Some, some of the people on this circuit, it's such a gimmick in order for them to still, because you make a lot oh, of money. Oh, your septum's gone. Well, I'm a hard a, laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want, I want to be an undercover agent for the tobacco lobby that goes around and gives those speeches, and I'm like standing there, and I'm like, here's a picture of me back when I smoked. And I'm just like shredded. <laughs> I got like a cap on. I got like hot bitches all around, like smoking a, a, a cigarette. And I'm like, do you want this? No, yeah. nobody wants that. I'd smoke so many cigarettes, I'd black out. The next morning, 10 naked women around me. I could have an STD. You know, <laughs> so remember, no matter how cool you look to everyone around you while you're smoking, <laughs> no matter how cool you look, no matter how let's much let's money you make. Let's get a little more make. material up here. See, <laughs> yeah. th this is what I'm talking about. Let's look at some of these tobacco advertisements from when they were allowed to advertise. Look at these. Clearly, <laughs> cool guys. That's how they get you because they know. Do you want to be a cowboy? Do you want to be a cowboy? Do you want to be a gangster? Man, this, no. Even this camel's having three ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Camel got so much gash. And then <laughs> they, just, they just bring someone up and they're just like, look, this is a fine person who doesn't smoke. And it's just like the loserest person they could possibly find. Yeah. Now, the first thing you'll notice is he's very overweight. 
Now, yeah. <laughs> another neat little thing that tobacco industry will tell you is these keep you thin, they keep you attractive, and that may be true. It is true. But... <laughs> it's true. Nicotine raises your uh, metabolism, and I'm like, it's cheat codes yeah, it for body All right. uh, appetite as well. I still, <sighs> I still want to finish this story about this hack speaker. Yeah, go for it. So, man. so no, no, no. This was it was a, a welcome diversion. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, so he goes up and he's doing so he's supposed to do an hour, but he only has about a 45 minute speech. And it's all about how many DUIs he got and his like his brother almost died in a car accident and all this stuff. And then in his last 15 minutes, he's like, but I want to keep it fun. And so he goes into old material. No, but the material he used to do was about drinking. So oh, the no. last 15 minutes of his anti-drinking speech is about how much fun he had drinking. It's basically the parody that you were just doing, Taylor. But he was, <laughs> but like legit, he's like, yeah, you guys party? Yeah, I partied too. And like he just, <laughs> and that was, was the cool. last, yeah. yeah, and that was the last 15 minutes of it. And I'm like, that would have been, to, to follow an actual comic set with that would have been preposterous. Like it would have been, yeah. yeah, that would have been impossible. And I'm not saying I'm super hard to follow. I'm saying, any professional comic is super hard to follow for someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. That is hilarious, though. Just going into bits and material. That was what he did. That, that guy's was... pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see how he lives. I want to live like him, dude. I, yeah. I, real life stuff right here happening as we yeah. speak. My friend is having a heart attack. He's in the ER right now. He's Shit. sending me a picture, and he watches the show. <laughs> I kind of feel like we should bust his balls about this a little bit. Is this about his heart attack? <laughs> he would like it, I think. How it's... dark can humor get? Woody, <laughs> Woody, Woody, you just you just triggered Kyle for being too dark. You understand He's... what that means? You're tell... I know him better <laughs> than Kyle. My friend just had a stroke. <laughs> he might get the the left side of his body back, but until then, honestly, Kyle... it, it kind of it pretty much sucks. He said, Kyle, that. "Can you do that thing where you guys, do half your face dead?" All right, all right. This is funny because you all knocked me for this idea and then ran with it within like three seconds. Because we don't know him. He's not smiling in his phone. The man has a wife. Yeah. Does he? Does he have a wife and kids? Yes. He just became a grandfather. I told him to smile when he takes a picture. Wait, and you say he's having a heart attack. Do you mean like he had one? He's in the just hospital and not recovering. Just send back, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Please, just do an eggplant emoji. He has a uh, heart damage from a previous heart spray. attack. Do um, no, do the heartbreak oh, he's emoji. Had a previous one. Yeah. Oh my god. And, and he said, "Hey, quick update. I'm in the ER. I'm not going to give his location away. Possible heart attack. Oh. Okay. So, okay. so I told him to smile when he takes a picture because, you know. That's what you say. And look, there are. <laughs> and he said his dark, face is numb. There oh, are shit. dark people. Like <laughs> it's a stroke. I mean, you I don't know. Look, my my sister, uh, my sister got a Bell's palsy. Uh, um, is it from, gone now? Uh, it is now. And so it was. She, you know, luckily the recovery from it, if you recover, can be you know two three weeks, mm. and you know, and it's barely noticeable. But <laughs> it was basically from overwork, from too much stress. And so half her face was frozen and everybody else was just going to be like, I was going to be like, oh, you know, are you hopefully you'll be OK. Everything will be fine. I'm sure you'll get better. And just fucking trying to sweet talk her. But I know my sister. And so, like, I called her to see if she was OK. And she was like, she's like, it's horrible. I don't want to go into a work. I'm hideous. And I was like, yeah, but did anything change? 
And so, like, she had yeah, no gag reflex anymore. Yeah, ex exactly. I was like, what? So, what's the difference? And so, like, she laughed. And that was the first person because because she didn't want anyone, like, she was tired of the bullshit, empty yeah. platitudes. Like, she wanted someone to make her laugh. Now, when she laughed, it was pretty gross because only one side of her face. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that got me. That Everybody yeah. makes me feel different, but you made me feel all the same about I'm here to talk to you about Bell's Palsy. <laughs> um, maybe next time, don't FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just be like FaceTime audio. That's cool if you want. So one of my I'm other friends told him to work. shut up. I said my room was kind of warm and you don't see me bitching. We'll see where this goes. <laughs> this is a group, so this is like a group chat. It is, yeah. It's a. Well, I hope the man doesn't die, Woody. I hope the man doesn't die. I had two people I went to high school with die this week. Two people yeah. you went to high school with, you said? Yeah, one wow. had a heart attack in front of his kids, and uh, he was an asshole. It's fine. And the other one um, uh, was a young lady, and she had uh, some liver. She had a, she got a liver transplant, and then like very recently, things like took a turn for the worse, and she died. You said you went wow, to high school with him, so they were your age. Uh, she was about two years older and he was a year younger. Yeah. No, they're in high school right now. Kyle would just hang out at their high school. They're cool kids. So. What can I say? They're cool <laughs> yeah. kids. You know, really I, I died like... young, real tragic. How, yeah. how heavy was this guy that he had a heart attack at 31? Um, I hadn't seen him in years. It's, um, it's the guy that I, I told the, the, that, that story about, uh, Scott spitting on him. In, uh, in the grocery store parking lot. Like this is the guy who like challenged us to a fight and insisted that he fight both of us simultaneously. And and then we showed up and he was terrified and Scott was going to like spare him. And instead he gave him a humiliation spit and Scott dips tobacco. So he just spit that nasty tobacco spit right on the guy's <sighs> khakis. And uh, it, it was that guy. It was So that really, guy. Kyle, him dying was just you guys winning that fight. It just took a while. All over again. All yeah. over again. Well, you I mean, it, eventually yeah, won. That, well, we won that night anyway. He 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 took a he took an ass beating later that night. The spitting wasn't enough, I guess. But uh, not a nice, not a cool guy. I I wasn't too heartbroken about that one. But the but the girl you were <laughs> friends with. Oh, nice, uh, nicely yeah, done. Yeah, kind of a family friend too. Yeah, somebody that uh, that we all knew very well. Yeah, it's a real shame. Young lady. R I P. To her, that's sad. Yeah, not to him though. No, no, not not to him. Or I don't know him, and I I trust your your character evaluation <laughs> yeah i was just yeah. trying to be as inappropriate with it as possible when my mother texted me about it uh and uh and i, I just sent like a, an emoji that was like shrugging like eh. and she's like yeah. and she tries to like keep it serious she's like apparently it was in front of his two young children and i sent back the fat bastard from austin powers going she sent me one back like Jesus Christ, Kyle. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, what do you think the worst emoji is to send if, like, someone tells you, like, someone in your life tells you that someone they cared about just died? What is the worst emoji to respond with? Oh, um, winky face emoji. blowing a heart. Um, I think, I think the disco guy. Oh, <laughs> no. How about the one where it's How about just a ghost? Like... Oh, oh, that's yeah, a pretty that's good, a good one. one. Yeah. <laughs> or like a just one that's totally non-psychic, like the like, like a black power fist. Yeah, <laughs> or like or, or the Stay dragon, <laughs> like <Yeah>. just uh... <laughs> eggplant with the water spray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds pretty. Bad. However, they died. Like if it's a car accident, maybe something with a vehicle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, real, be real dark with it.
Yeah, that would be just because I mean, responding to bad news with an emoji is already insensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just, like, point. Think, yeah. Like, what's the worst? Honestly, the worst one might just be not the all the way cry, but the hmm, the sad face. And oh that's yeah, because that's then it's like, like eh. is he genuinely responding to this with a sad face? What about like, the upside down smile one? Because what the fuck does that even mean? You know, I like know when, I, when I get that normally, I'm like, I don't know what emotion you're trying to convey right now. Like, what? Uh, what is that? I, th- mean? I see it like, is it an? I think it's like an ironic happy. Yeah, I don't, I don't fully yeah, get what like, it is. Like almost an insincere happiness or something like that. Or the like, internet like smiling has so many layers of irony now. I don't even know where I'm looking. At. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it can be a little complex. It, it's a full time job to keep up with all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what about the? Uh, my favorite emoji is the is the guy with the super shocked face though. Like that yeah. one? Yeah, that one yeah. is multi-purpose. That's like a multi-tool right there. I, I use that in all sorts of scenarios. I'm guessing, I'm guessing one of them is shock and one of them is blowjob. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are the yeah. multi-uses of the guy. My friend uh, recovering from the heart attack said the poo emoji would be his his vote. I don't know. Well, he shit himself? I it just... I oh. would, Current conversation, the what's, the mo- what's the worst emoji response to your friend having a heart attack? And he voted poo. Well, now, and this is why he's not a guest on the show, not a creative guy. Along with, <laughs> not only is he in poor health, not funny at all. Yeah. I, I mean, I him. would think sending well, the heart emoji would be funnier than that. Yeah, the broken I heart. I, going said, to. I said the heart, I said oh, the heart with like, the line through it like it's broken. Yeah. Uh, Woody, humor is the best medicine, and fucking get him some. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm looking for a broken yeah. heart emoji. Yeah, <laughs> humor is the best medicine, but you just do insult comedy. I sent you it. Fucking yeah. loser! Like, hey, where all my where are all these assholes from, huh? Yeah. Dude, I love the broken heart emoji. We'll see how he replies. Man, well, ho- yeah. hopefully he. I almost said R.I.P. to that guy, but uh, hopefully he, he recovers and everything. Is there okay a tombstone one? Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, there is a tombstone emojis. one. I, there used to be. There used to be a lot of gun ones, but they they fucking all the services changed the gun. Now it's a squirt life. gun. Yeah, there's a yeah, squirt they gun the one. ray guns, and which squirt which guns became and very sexual. That became much more sexual. Hell yeah! What does the what octopus emoji represent? Oh, you don't want to know what that's for. Okay, because Johnson voted octopus, the dick one, the eggplant, hospital, red balloon, broken heart, black heart, which I think tells a death story. Is that like oh, yeah, yeah. it's like a tail. Yeah, it, it went from hospital think, yeah, to get well to broken heart to black. I don't know why the octopus and dick came in. But. If I if I had a heart attack and I was in the group chat with my friends, this kind of humor is exactly what I think I'd want, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah, like taking true. me out of it helps you kind of make a little bit of levity out of the mm. situation. Like everybody's different, yeah. but that's what I think I would want. Do you guys know uh did you guys know that the uh that the butt emoji can also be used as a peach? <laughs> no, I didn't even know there was a butt emoji. It's the it's a, there's a peach emoji that people there's a peach use that as the everybody butt. uses as a butt. See, I'm a I'm a poor person on Android, and so I don't get all the same uh, emojis. You, emoji. you have three emojis. It's like a happy face, a sad face, and a picture of an iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, like that's that's all that that's all that my friends in our group texts do. It's like we'll be organizing something different. They'll be like, "Hey, we're going. Where are you guys meeting up to go to the Blues Parade Saturday?" And I'll be like, ah, I think we're going to meet at my buddy or at this place. And then we're going to head down around 730. And they'll just be like, God, I'm so fucking tired of these poor person green techs coming through. And it's yeah. like, I don't get it. Well, one, Androids can be even more expensive than iPhones. You know, it, it, it folds and shit. And two, like, I, 
I, don't, I just don't associate Android with low income. Is it a also joke? They're just trolling. They're, they're, also, they're just by the way, around. right now, the Android for all of the race stuff and the sex stuff and all of the offensive shit you guys have joked about over the years, more people are going to be upset by the Android joke than anything else that has ever been on this show. Like people are so fucking passionate about that stuff. A lot of it's people ridiculous. really are, and I don't. The the only reason I got an Android instead of an iPhone is because it had the uh, headphone jack. That was it. Like that was the yeah. big reason. That's a. By the way, reason. my favorite emoji to send. There's a there's like a small gray box, and it looks like the emoji is broken. You know what I mean? Like it looks like oh I don't have that emoji. So like if oh. I'm in a group <laughs> chat with people, I like sending that one. So people are like oh what emoji did you mean to send? And then just fuck. <laughs> just just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just never tell them. Group uh, chat trolling is a lot of fun. There used to be a thing that you could do on an iPhone. They fixed it. But there was this crazy bunch of characters that if you copy and paste it, if you texted it to someone, it would restart their phone. Like oh. it would shut their phone down. This is not an urban This is not an urban legend. My friends and I would do it to, to each other all the fucking time. And, yeah. it was, uh, and it was a lot of fun because the key to doing it is not just do it randomly during the day. It's like you start having a regular conversation and you tell them that you're going to tell them something important and then you do it. <laughs> like that's way more fun. Like that's a much better way of doing it. That is so much better than my lame friends. Like I worked in IT, so some of them would stay on top of this like as an information security type thing. And they'd be like, look, yeah. I can do it to your phone. Huh, you did it. Like it wasn't, you're, you guys just did so much better. Oh, no, no, no. We would, <laughs> we would go to great lengths so to make it seem better. like we weren't going to. It's the same way of, the, uh, of getting someone to, uh, of doing the D's nuts. It's like that same kind of game where you like walk someone into where you where you could say it. Like instead of just walking up to someone <laughs> tapping on the shoulder and be like, hey, these nuts. Like that's not really that's not the fun part. Well, we're you an hour to, uh, into the show. And does that mean sponsor time? It could mean sponsor time or it but could Kyle's mean. Uh, Let me do a sponsor story. and then I'll, oh, I'll tell you about my day. Smart. All right. Do the sponsor. I want to hear about your day. I'm going to go feed my dog while you do this. Mm hmm. This episode of PK is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. And they make it so easy with their simple and intuitive, easy-to-digest app design. Now, with mo most other brokerages you could sign up with, you're looking at 10 bucks every single trade. But the great, uh, the great thing about using Robinhood is that they don't charge any commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all of those delicious profits. Whether you're a seasoned day trader or you haven't begun investing at all, you'll want to take advantage of this great offer right now. Robinhood is giving our listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. So go and sign up at Robin, or excuse me, go sign up at painkiller.robinhood.com. That's painkiller.robinhood.com. Uh, we've begun Ooh. using uh, using Robinhood. It's very, very cool. Uh, links down in the description below. Get your free stock. I'm like, free stock? I want Berkshire Hathaway. It's like $350,000 <laughs> a share. But Jesus I'm sure Christ. that that's not how they do it. Yeah, probably not. That that wouldn't be. Would, this is a, this company's smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, I I do like the idea of people you know putting some money aside and uh, letting it do its thing. Smart. Let your money work for you. <sighs> Everyone hates talking to someone with bad breath. That humid, awful smell keeps you, that keeps you focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. Yeah, I think that's worded correctly. Now just think about all the times that you were the gross, smelly one, and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't think of any examples, and that's because we rarely have an accurate read on our own breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with a trash mouth and not even know it. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. 
SmartMouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath, and then once before uh, bedtime so you don't ever have morning breath again. That's the coolest part to me, is waking up and your mouth doesn't taste like a cat shat in it. It's great stuff. Whether, whether it's the boardroom or the bedroom, have confidence in your breath that your breath... Eh. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, have confidence in your breath spells... So Having could... confidence in your breath, it spells success. What I'm trying to say here, Woody, <laughs> is if your breath smells good, you'll do good. Okay. Go to smartmouth.com slash PK now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com slash PKA. Check out Smart Mouth. The ad reads all about the mouthwash, but I also like the toothpaste. Absolutely, yeah. I've got the toothpaste and... The delicious mouthwash. I use the mouthwash that's for uh, dry mouth because uh, I like it better. I like it better. Mm-hmm. I like the clinical one. I feel like I'm <coughs> getting more clean, like from the dentist clean. But mm. but they're all good. And yeah, what he's right. The tooth. I like the the slick tooth feeling after the toothpaste. Like the, you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. It, you it, guys it, like that? Like when your teeth feel like I feel like those older toothpastes have been resting on their laurels for too long, and they needed a smart mouth to come along and kick them in the teeth. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little pun. Um, so, Kyle, I know something's been going on in your life recently uh, to do with the the legal situation. Yeah. Finally. Wait. 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 This isn't important. Can we talk more about Woody's heart attack, friend? Uh, yes, back to that. No. Yeah, <laughs> more than two. Do you know how many people watching this show have been like, how the fuck are they not talking about this yet? <laughs> yeah. There's timelines in the description. Use them, people. That is, because all the comments pour in about the first hour like of the show the most, that is going to be the biggest comment, Steve's driver. It's like, when the fuck are they going to talk about Kyle's legal <laughs> It's thing? in the title. You know it's in yeah. the title. It's going to oh, be guaranteed. one of the things. So Kyle, we, break, I mean, break it down for us, whatever you're comfortable yeah, uh, going yeah. into, as, the, as the, the pro- funny parts, the scary parts. But as a producer, we really should have held this to the last hour. <laughs> Kyle, can you do the fast okay. forward version of uh, what right, they accused you of? Because I still see a lot of people say, hey, wait, Kyle had a legal issue? Yeah, yeah. So um, the there were a bunch of charges at first, and most of them were nonsense. Um, there was a charge that said I had a, a gun with a... Um, with a like uh, destroyed serial number, that was a gun that had been uh, coated, you know, painted with like a pretty design on it, and two of the serial numbers were kind of hard to read. You literally scratch them and you get you could read them. But like destroying the serial number on a firearm is like a ten-year federal like mandatory uh, sentence. So like they lump stuff like that. In These there. were guns so you that, bought brand new from a gun store normally, and then had professionally yeah. painted. Yeah. So this yeah. wasn't like a wacky thing. This isn't one of those deals where I like paint a gun like green and red in my backyard. This was this was a professional job, uh, and they did a bad job at it. Uh, and and so like they, they lump stuff like that in with possession of marijuana, and and just made it so that I really had to do a plea deal and just and just plead guilty to uh, possession of marijuana with intent to distribute. And the intent to distribute thing, you know, we're, we're in, even the judge today was like, so was he selling marijuana? And they're like, no, absolutely not. This is, you know, the prosecution's like, no, he wasn't. No. Was he shipping it? Nope. Nope. Was he trading it for favors or 
influence? Nope, not at all. Never did that. Was he going to parades and releasing it over the crowd? Like what? <laughs> nope, nope. It's but the Joker shit. <laughs> but <Exactly>. we have, <laughs> But we're quite sure that women would come to his house, his girlfriend even, and smoke a joint with him occasionally. And so, <gasps> and so that was distribution. So, so the judge was like, so he was like a good host? Uh, that is not what the judge said, no. So you're saying he was a, a polite person. <laughs> I would go so far as to say considerate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to charge you with three counts of being considerate. Yeah, which is no, a felony um, in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, um, I, I was glad that that like that was part of the the hearing today, where he was like, he he made sure that she explained that, and uh, and she was like, yeah, no, he, d- he didn't sell it. He's not a drug dealer, but he did share it with uh, with women from time to time, and uh, and just so everyone out there knows, you know, if if you're if you're ever in a situation uh, where where there's some marijuana. If you share a joint with someone, you just distributed marijuana. So be this is a that's crazy. I, don't oh, what a great excuse for not giving someone your pot. You said it, not me. Um, <laughs> like nah, dude, sorry. So <laughs> I don't need extra uh, charges. Can you yeah. explain how sentencing works? Because I was very surprised to learn that your gun collection, they tried to combine it with uh yeah. with marijuana and make it a Wait, really before- worse thing. Before you do that, I like the idea that, like, she's basically saying, like, you tried to ply women with marijuana. No, that was not what she said. She was just, she's literally, it was just that, like, people would come to my house and they would smoke marijuana. But you would, like, yeah, but the idea, the idea is that she was trying to get at the fact that, like, you having marijuana is, is part of why girls came over. Um, like my, my, my lawyer yeah. essentially said that he, he was like, first of all, these friends were ladies. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I'm looking and at her. And the judge like, just you? gives you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 he's, you know, he, I really, uh, and, and just a little sidebar here, uh, a little core humor there for you. Uh, if, uh, oh, nice. if, if anyone finds himself in a similar, similar situation that I was in and they're in the Atlanta area, you know, hit me up and I guess I could refer you to an attorney. I really thought that my uh, my guy did a good job for me over the last year and a half that this thing's been going on for <laughs> seems um, like so long ago this started. yeah sometimes it comes yeah. up and i'm like they're still mad about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they're still mad about it yeah you know it, it's uh that's it's, part of the legal system if you wait long enough they just go eh <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know bygones in some situations they do with statutes of limitation but this that this isn't one of those situations at all that doesn't apply here in, in so, any way what's the statute so of limitations to fake pot charges <laughs> so um, kyle <laughs> the the guns combining combining with pot use became yeah. a, a right, weird so, thing. So there's like federal sentencing guidelines. We've all probably heard that terminology before. And it's like this sliding scale of like a point system. And it's like, oh, you did a good thing? Two points off. Oh, you did a bad thing? One point on. And uh, the things that took points off for me were, you know, I have no criminal history whatsoever. Um, what was another one? So wait, it's like First a time driver's of, test? Kinda, kinda. And the more points you get, the more time you can do. And, are there you know, like multipliers? Yes. Huh. On the left, there's there are numbers that go from like 1 to, mm-hmm. I don't know, 50 or something like that. And just to the right of those are uh, how many months that, the, that you're, that's recommended uh, that you do in prison. And so <clears throat> I started out at 31. Which and, is uh, 31 points? Yeah, 
I don't think people recognize how that? outrageous that is. That is a, a, a really, really big legal it's problem. Like th- it's like 35 years in federal prison. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, that's, <laughs> that is yeah, it's also... But did you guys did you guys listen to season three of Serial? You no, really going to interrupt his uh, story for the, okay? No, 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 because they they take you through the court system and how and how pleading how basically they they lump all these false charges on and not only that but they charge you twice for the same thing like they'll be like possession of a firearm and also possession of a weapon and it's like that's the that's the same thing and, and possession of a firearm by a drug user. It's like wait, yeah. am I getting charged three times for one gun? And yeah, and they do, th- and the reason they do that is so that by the end they're like, "You're facing 31 years in prison," and you're yeah. like, "All right, I guess I'll plead to two. And really, they just wanted you to have two in the first place. That's it's absolutely <clears throat> the situation. And and yeah. what it what it was in my case is is that it didn't make any sense to go to trial uh, and and potentially face all that craziness. You know, the 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 level 31 stuff. It made so much more sense to just plead guilty even though i i really disagreed with the uh the distribution charge that seemed wrong to me i'm not a legal yeah. scholar or anything and then um you know there were some there were a lot of inconsistencies in the in the whole case you know the way the search warrant was obtained and some stuff like that that i won't go into but uh, you know it, it wasn't i i could have won if i if i taken it to to trial but the risk was absurd it, and, and yeah and that you also could have lost and, and yeah, so you're you were FPS Russia, which meant that you owned a lot of specialty, interesting guns, silencers and short sure. barrel, all licensed, all ta- all completely above board. Yeah. But in this context, they became like extra big problems. Can you explain? <clears throat> well, at first, um, that was adding on like eight points, which is a lot um, for owning got, legal guns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that got brought down to adding on two points. Um, so, uh, again, like, like points got deducted for things like I, I'd never had a criminal history and it's like first time offense and, uh, uh, the possession of marijuana under a kilogram or whatever, I, I, under a pound, one or the other was, you know, X amount of points. And it all came down to six points, you know, from 31 down to mm-hmm. six points and the recommended sentence for that, which is what I've been saying kind of all along for like two years is zero to six months of prison. And when, and the, the last six months of any federal uh, sentence, you don't actually spend in prison. You spend it in a halfway house. So yeah, it's kind of like a dormitory that you sleep in at night with some other cool guys, I guess. And uh, you know, you have your, <laughs> with you all have the people your... you've been making fun of for years. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll make good friends there. And uh, yeah. you get your days. Heard to what you were saying on the podcast. but you get your days to yourself and you're you're not like locked up you just they're just keeping tabs on you for a little while and uh and it was a maximum of i think maybe ninety five hundred dollars they could have fined me and it was up to five years of probation which is pretty annoying you know that much probation it's it's that's that's a long ass time what does that mean does probation include drug testing yeah i think so yeah i think so and so we went in today and uh, I got there at 9 a.m. to f- Athens, which is like Rack a two hour drive. Kyle's world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got up at 5 a.m. I got up at early, 5 a.m. Yeah. I probably and, wouldn't know, have slept at all. I would have been so nervous. I slept pretty well, honestly. Like, like uh, I went to bed at like 9 p.m. So it was I all the be, pot that helped him sleep. So. Get out of here. Get out of here. Fuck off. <laughs> Not a funny one, Steve. Not a funny one. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Anything of the sort. 
was, it, it was it was my wholesome nature and my, and my love of Jesus Christ <laughs> that helped me sleep well. Hey, cool kids, get <clears throat> around. Let me tell you about Jesus Christ. Right <laughs> I've been taking I've been taking random drug tests for two years now. I'm clean. <laughs> and so uh, and so I got up at five a.m. Got there at nine a.m. and uh, and my lawyer's not there. And I'm like, and see, there's no way to really coordinate with the lawyer because as a lawyer, he won't answer the phone when he drives. I understand that. You know, he understands it's a, it's a crime to do so in this state. And also, and he's got a long drive just like I do. And I'm not going to call him at 6 a.m. And so he, I can't call him on the phone. I can't take my phone into the courthouse, you know, because I'm a defendant. One of the interesting things. I didn't that, even know that. Yeah, you can't. Um, yeah. One of the interesting things throughout my whole legal process is, is um, I've got a very nice suit um, I, that I had made, and every time I go into any courthouse, lawyers on the left, I'm like, no, it's, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. Really? <laughs> what are you doing here? Wait a minute. Are you that? You look familiar. <laughs> is that your hit that internet suit? guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what happened at, at the federal courthouse both times. The metal detector guy recognized me and uh, and, <laughs> and ended up, we, like, we ended up watching videos uh my videos with the metal detector guy having a having a good little chat. So I get there. So he's telling <clears> me he was like taking selfies of you and he's like, "But not with your phone. You're not allowed to have that." Yeah, yeah. Uh I, I get there and uh, I go up into the courtroom and uh and I'm there before they even open unlock the doors, you know. I'm 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 ready to go here. I don't want to be late. There was an incident uh, a few months back where they didn't notify me that I, I today's my court day. And so I just get a phone call at like 10 a.m. And they're like, hey, you're supposed to be in court. And I'm just like, what? What do you mean? No one told me. And I had to like rush and drive two hours. But but it, they were told that I wasn't notified. So it was all it was all good. So the, the court opens up and I go in there and. Uh, I'm going to be the last guy on the docket for the day. So that gives plenty of time for my lawyer to get there. And he, he does eventually, although I'm very nervous because court has begun by the time he gets mm -hmm. there. And today was mostly sentencing. And so there's this big chorus, I'll call them, of people in orange jumpsuits and shackles over there, kind of like a, you know, sitting, sitting in like a choir formation. Mm -hmm. I want them singing now like a sister act. <laughs> <laughs> Like about how many people are in front of you? Like 10, 20, 30? I would say eight, eight okay. or nine people. <clears throat> and so um, I get to watch each of their cases go. And the thing about it is like they go up and the prosecutor is like, they tell you what these people did. You know, they're like, you know, if the person pleads guilty, like the whole spiel is they go, if we had proceed proceeded to trial, we would have proved beyond a reasonable doubt that so-and-so did this on this day and then this happened and then this happened and they really lay out what these people have done so the language they use to lay it out is it half legalese like strong arm burglary or this or that or is it more like she was 78 years old he tied her to a chair with telephone cord like like descriptive they, language they tell a story uh they tell a story and so Woody, Woody wants to know how hard to get you <laughs> can't get any more and so this uh, this Mexican guy goes up first, and uh, and my lawyer is sitting next to me at this point, and he's pleading guilt. He has ple he's pleading guilty today, so he won't be sentenced today. But he's pleading guilty, and she starts explaining what this guy did. He had driven like a hundred and fifty gallons of liquid methamphetamine from Mexico to Atlanta in exchange for twelve thousand dollars in the diesel tanks of his big rig. 
And then he was having two associates separate the diesel from the methamphetamine at a residence. And they go into all this detail about like, like how the investigation went down. And, and I'm like, I'm interested now. Like, like this is this is some crazy yeah, you're stuff. Invested in the story. This is Breaking Bad level. Yeah, and, you're like, I, what happened <clears throat> season two? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I may have to go back and well, Javier doesn't get to appear in season two. <laughs> season two um, happens yeah. in prison. Javier is going to be see, seeing season two, season three, season four, season five, <laughs> season six. He's going to be doing ten seasons at least. Uh, and that's what she said. She's like, this This carries a minimum of 10 years and a maximum of life imprisonment. And the judge is like, you understand that, Javier? And he's like, see, you know, they got the they got the interpreter there. They're going back and forth. And I'm like, fuck, that's rough, man. And he's wow. like, and just so you know, I, I hope your lawyer has expressed this to you. You will be deported after you serve your prison sentence. Then there was this brief period of time where I think Javier and myself were like, when you're saying that maybe... Uh, you just send me back home? Yes. <laughs> I, I was like, can we just skip the whole prison thing? And I'll, I'll go home. I'll, I'll never go. come back. I'll yeah. go. <laughs> I thought that might happen. And I was like, I, you know, you feel bad for him, even though, you know, he, he was clearly doing a bad thing. But but like when he turned around to leave, his face looked rough. I felt bad for him immediately. And then two more illegals go up and they're just getting like time served. Undocumented. Fines. And well, that's not what they say in the federal courtroom. They refer okay. to them as illegals. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and and so they deport these two guys. Wait, then uh, that seems cool. Like, if I had a choice between ten years in prison, federal prison, I'm guessing, and deporting, I'd take. You don't have the choice, dude. You, if you, I commit a crime, it's not in either or. And I go into court, and they're like. Get out of here. <laughs> like, I, I want to be like, oh, oh thank God. I'm never doing that again. The two gentlemen who were just deported, their crime was entry. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. So uh, then, uh, then there's a, a black gentleman. He goes up and he was possession of a firearm by a felon. And, uh, and it's probably a serious one. It was pretty serious because of his criminal history. You know, he had an aggravated assault in his past. And the judge was like, ooh, I don't like to see violence. You know, I, that's no good. And there's like, a, oh, there's a six-point multiplier here for this aggravated assault. And I'm just like, ooh. And there, was there anything you'd like to say for yourself? And I thought he spoke I thought he spoke for himself fairly well. He was like, you know, I've been around a lot of guys recently who aren't going to get out again. They're never going home. And this is kind of op- – this federal thing has opened my eyes that – if I don't straighten up, one of these days I'm never going home. And and the judge is like, oh, okay, okay. Maximum sentence, five years. <clears throat> and and so it, it goes on like that for like four, maybe an hour. I would also of, love if that if the guy who had the possession of firearm, it's like, is there anything you have to say for yourself? And he's like, that FPS, Russia. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> big fan, big fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the gun guy? <laughs> <laughs> So and so another guy goes up and he and this is this guy's like the only one there who wasn't brought in in shackles and I was like my peer <laughs> well he gets up there and he's got like a history of methamphetamine abuse and he's a drug addict and he's got they they found like weapons and methamphetamine and he was also a felon and uh, and his lawyer's telling this sob story about how he is the caregiver to four children and his his uh the, the children's mother's getting a hysterectomy and 
And it's just this real sob story. And the judge is like, oh, okay, okay. 48 months. And I was like, God damn. And, uh, and, and they're like, well, Your Honor, we request that he not be taken into custody today. And, uh, and, and everybody else in the courtroom, the prosecutor and like whoever the assistant prosecute, prosecutor, it, it, they're just like, nah, we should take him today. And so they fucking take him. They go and they get him and they handcuff him right there and they drag him out of that place. And I'm just like, this isn't going well, man. (laughs) (laughs) We got Judge Roy Bean up there. He's laying the hammer down on these people. What's your thought about your own situation as you're watching that unfold? I I, I always knew, like, like, you know, unless like some sort of like we something unless something weird happened, six months was going to be the worst it was ever going to be. And that was going to be in the halfway house situation. So. I'm, but wait, I'm not but, all that. Yeah. But wait a second. Like the idea of having to go last, like having to, I feel like that's more nerve wracking than getting it out of the way right away. Because like you have yeah. to. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> the I idea, oh, I it's worse. Going to they were first. icing the kicker all day. Now, yeah. you got two months. Is that right? Yeah, I got two months. But we I don't got, know um, two months of what. It's almost, it, well, it depends. Uh, the, it's two months of the halfway house. And the only thing that would change that is if they don't have enough beds at the halfway house. It's this weird scenario where like my lawyer's like, I mean, we could probably just talk to the parole officer and maybe we'll just wait until there is a bed, you know, until you have to go and start serving that two months. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't really know. Like worst case scenario, I have to go to some kind of something that they described as summer camp, um, which, you know, that's I, I don't that sounds know. Sounds fun. <laughs> Does, not, yeah. not really, yeah, but it's it's Bible summer camp, Taylor. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it sucks. I was I was laughing to myself earlier today, thinking about it, thinking about the possibility of you getting house arrest for two months or something, <laughs> and just like them being like, "Now you can't leave your house. You have this this uh, anklet on for two months, <laughs> and then like three and a half months in, they're <laughs> like." We do need that bracelet back. <laughs> like you, you know, you can leave now, right? And you're like, yeah, I'll get around to it. You just, <laughs> just, just doing Postmates and and rest you all. No, the- there's a whole new season of One Punch Man out. I think uh, maybe next week. So, um, so does the wait? Does the halfway house have a sex swing though, or you uh, have to? I, I don't think so. I think uh, I. That's the you know in that scenario. So yeah, I got uh, two years of probation which is the minimum amount of probation that I could have gotten. You know, he could have mm-hmm. given me five years of probation. I was pretty thankful for that. The probation was the part I was most concerned about, honest, honestly. Like, like, how many years I would have to continue to do these, like, drug tests and and be under, like, the, you know, sort of have a babysitter to some extent. You've My probation of, officers, Kyle, you've been under probation, am I oh, right? Yeah, you yeah, it's, called yeah. Pre-trial, it's called pretrial probation. I've been on that for... Uh, and what impact does it have on one's life to be under probation? There's drug can't tests? Leave, can't leave the state without permission. Uh... I, my, my uh, parole officer calls me maybe once every two months or something like that. And he's like, Hey, I'm going to stop by, see how you're doing. He stops by and we, we talk for a little while. He's a big fan of, uh, of, of cooking as well. So we usually talk about YouTube. So he uh, goes he, to you every yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've only had to go to them the very, very, very first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have this like, like local to me, there's a place that does drug treatment. I had to go through a drug treatment, uh, situation. How many hours and, is that? Like a, a one day class or no, no, that was every week for what happened was I went and they immediately said, you don't need drug treatment. And, uh, they, they, they said, uh, but they did offer me uh, help for PTSD. 
So I went through this whole like PTSD treatment uh, situation with them, which was very helpful. And uh, and then the the lady who was doing that treatment with me, I can't remember. There's an acronym for it. It's like EDSMR or something like that. It's 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 a bit like hypnotism, which sounds a little hokey, but it helps. And uh, and so she retired. And so I was I, I, I took on a new therapist slash counselor and she was like, that's a crime. She was like, you, you, you go to jail for, for pot. And I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to be saying this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, the greatest, by the way, the, the, I mean, the greatest slash worst thing about this whole thing is that in four years, none of this would have mattered. Like yeah. in yeah. it's, it's, we are so close to the time where it becomes federally legal or when enough States legalize it or whatever it is that like, you literally would not have had a problem at all. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely around the corner at some point. I would say definitely in the next eight or ten years or something like that. We'll see who wins the next election. That that that's absolutely pivotal. Who wins the next election about how fast it happens? Because I think Sanders would do it rather quickly. But yeah, just to. Okay. to By the know, way, Glebe is a total stoner. Just so people know. <clears throat> okay, okay. So, don't throw your vote away, people. <laughs> Bernie Bros. Bernie, Bernie Bros. Get after it. And uh, and so yeah. Um, Two months of this halfway house situation. Don't know when I'll have to check in. They'll call me in a month, two months, maybe more even, and uh, and let me know. Some menial fine. Wasn't that much? Uh, it, like like back when it was like a level thirty one fence. It was like it was like a million dollar fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. So, uh, I didn't know what a halfway house was, so I looked it up on Wikipedia. It seems to involve a big therapy component. Do you know more than I do? Like, I think if you're there for a long time, then it does. But but I think with the this federal halfway house situation, it's been described to me as a dormitory that I check into in the evenings. I sleep there and then I leave the next day. Like I drive my car to this place and like sleep there. I've I performed in one once. Oh, but that was. What do you know about house. them? What's I the, performed in a, I performed in a halfway house. How yeah, many they had people like, were there? Uh, it was about halfway full. They uh, that was horrible. Yeah. It was uh, it was we're we're telling jokes, people. Anyway, no, but I really did. I really did perform in one, and it was probably about 50, 60 people. Um, oh, big. in you know, in some like function room thing, and uh, the the audience was very sweet. They were disciplined. I'll tell you that. Like no one was interrupting shit. Um, <laughs> it was a very like uh, it's it's uh, it was similar to performing at like a recovery show. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think a lot was. of the people, yeah, a lot of the people in halfway houses are in there for drugs. Mm-hmm. Everybody in court today was there for drugs. Wait, what about the firearm guy? It it, it was possession of I a think, firearm uh, drugs by a drug user. Were rolled into this whole right. thing. Yeah, yeah, it, right. was, it was. Everybody was there for drugs. Uh, every single one of them. Uh, it was and, which is and mostly methamphetamine. Which is crazy when you think about the fact that like. Most people who do drugs are doing drugs not out of choice, but out of like they're they were in a shitty situation and they got addicted. Like it's it's a it's a medical condition that we treat as a criminal offense. Uh, yeah, a lot of the times I would agree with that. Yeah, and then there's just some yeah, people who time, are just yeah. degenerates and they want to get fucked up. But you know, yeah. I, I don't I don't judge anybody. Uh, clearly, don't have much ground to stand. Yeah, but on. also if their if their life is so <laughs> shitty that they if their life is so shitty if your life sucks so much that meth makes it better. Like that's like I I'm not I I don't I'm not angry at those people. Yeah, I'm not angry at anybody for doing drugs. Uh, you, well, of you know, I, I don't know what you know. As long as you don't like spray them on me or anything. I have these nights. By the way, Kyle, where I, somebody I just, 
where somebody comes and rubs. I had this nightmare where someone came and rubbed a drug on my neck that was like that like soaks into your skin. And he was like, ha ha, and he ran away. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm gonna fail my drug test now. No, and I'm just thinking of like, 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 what am I gonna do? They're never gonna believe this. They're never gonna believe a maniac ran up to me and rubbed something on my neck. They're never the gonna way, believe that. That's a now funny that, like PTSD. Now that wonder you needed PTSD stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now that you've been sentenced and like you know the end of this all, I just really want to apologize for mailing you those drugs. I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you get in so much trouble. <laughs> I would have never played a part. I really just thought it'd be funny to send you drugs. You know what I mean? Like, I don't do drugs, so why would they come from me, right? <laughs> Real knee perfect crime. Yeah, Woody and I kept it a secret the whole time. The long con. <laughs> the long uh, con. How are your Jewish oh. jokes now, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, uh, Kyle, like what the, like you talked about the PTSD uh, therapy or training, whatever they, yeah. they call it. What can you go into what that was? Was it just talking yeah, it, it was, out, uh, like, yeah. like no, mental no, no, exercises no. to do? Um, they would just fire guns. Yeah, <laughs> physical exercises. Uh, I, I would follow her uh, her finger uh, left and right, and while we talked through things, and I would also do this thing where I crossed my arms and sort of alternated taps left to right uh, on my shoulders. Yeah, like that while following the finger. And uh, she explained how it worked, how it activated, uh, it alternated activating parts of your brain or something like that while keying in on bad memories and then like washing over them with good memories or something like that it helps a lot it, yeah it like i said i thought it was quite hokey when she described it and i was just gonna i was just like all right well they say i gotta do it so i'll do it but by the end of it i was like you know i think this helped i feel better about all what if shit. it was all what if it was all part of like wax on wax off Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> like at the end of it, at the end of it, you're just like, huh, huh, follow the finger, follow the finger. And like, that's how you get sentenced to less time. Like it's some yeah. carnival game. I, so, uh, but, but yeah, I'm glad the whole thing is over. Finally, I'll do some, like, you know, these, these two months of at, at a dorm or whatever, you know, I'll, I'll still, if that's the case, I'll still be able to do the show here. We'll just, I, I don't know when we'll record it. I don't know what the times will be, but I'm sure we can work around it somehow. Uh, might have to move the up the upload date even I don't know like like and have to record on weekends or something weird like that I don't know what we'll have to do or, or, or what we want to do we'll it's only a we'll, couple months we'll get through it yeah it's just a couple months um, and it'll be a couple of months most likely before that even begins but uh, but yeah everybody's uh, everybody's pretty happy over here with how things went um, we were surprised they got any time at all frankly you know um, it seemed like the judge was kind of understanding that the distribution thing was not standard distribution at all that it was someone smoked some weed at my house a couple times and that the um the fire he, he was like how are the firearms connected to the marijuana and she was like well they were everywhere and he's like well i mean we've kind of been through this he, he was a manufacturer of firearms she's like well they were everywhere and there was an enormous amount of ammunition and i was just like well, that's all true. You know, there, there were a lot of guns, you know, but but but, but he, it was sort of a sticking point, it seemed like, for the judge even to be like, I'm not sure how the firearms are related to the any marijuana. Or it's like, like pot. That. Maybe maybe the pot was touching one of them. So, uh, like, uh, uh, see, <laughs> they were just in the same room or something like that. And they sort of uh, and yeah, that, that was literally the connection, I guess. And, and by the way, from the first time I was on I, PK, I don't know if you remember, but I was like making fun of the fact 
that you had like a billion guns just behind you. Yeah. And even I am someone who's like, what the fuck do the guns have to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't have anything to do with it, you know, and, and that, that was sort of the, the, the case that my lawyer made in court. He's like, usually when we talk about this sort of like, we, when we add the guns to the, to the, the drugs, it's because the, the guns are being utilized in the drug enterprise. They're being used for inter- intimidation or, uh, or to procure the, the drugs or to protect the drugs or something like that. That's not the case here. And, and I believe the judge even used the, the term incidental that the, the, mm. the, the guns being there was just incidental to any drugs being there. And now so, that you've said that, I think I can say this. I was starting to lead to it before. Like silencer was a point. A short barreled rifle was a point if I remember right. But those were legal licensed guns. And it was weird to me that a, a silencer with a tax stamp on the records, everything above board was like even worse than another gun. And yeah, it's, it, that was, that was part of like, uh, the search warrant thing that that that's what kind of made things different was because there were some issues with the initial search warrant that had I not owned legal uh, suppressors and stuff that maybe the whole thing could have gotten thrown out because of the way the first warrant was written. But because I did own suppressors, there's this I can't remember the the the, the terminology, but essentially they were going to be able to get a warrant regardless. So even if their warrant was bad, the argument would be, well, we'd have gotten a good one I- anyway, just just based on uh, him having suppressors. So, which is that, such a bullshit argument. Like that's the point of getting a good warrant. You have to get it. And, well, and to the, me, it's the like they're legal. Warrants. Legal should be legal. You can't say they're legal, but you know what? Since he does have certain things that we've he's paid his taxes on and he's above board with, now he's like sort of illegal. Yeah. Well, I mean, the initial warrant said that uh, they searched my house because I was wearing shorts. I'm not making that up. What? Well, were you wearing shorts? I was, in fact, Your wearing D shorts. Your is charged. Yeah. Now, wait a second. Were they cargo shorts? <laughs> yeah, because that's a crime. They were yeah, basketball shorts. I'm not shorts. committing. I, uh, I was wearing basketball shorts. The what time was, was the weather, though? <laughs> Very hot. About 93 degrees that day. August. Okay, that's not a suspect. Look, if you're wearing shorts I in the winter, so. you did it. Look, you know, look, you know, this is the stuff that's been going through my mind and my family's mind and everybody who Can knows. Can you like expand the, on the shorts thing? Does it make no. sense if you add context? No, no, mm. no. It doesn't make sense when you add context. Um, how is how is that possibly? Do they misspell a word? No, no. How is Your Honor, we meant to convey that he sharded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had shots. Yeah, those drugs. Yeah, that's shots, what I was trying kinda. to think of. Like. They yeah, there were a lot shots. of things along the way that, that that didn't make sense, and that's part of why it's taken so long for this thing to come to its its conclusion. Was that there was a lot uh, along the way? It looked like this thing might get thrown out several times. I think that's part of why we went from state to federal is that the state wasn't going to be able to to really prosecute the case because of I think their search warrant, whereas the the feds would be able to prosecute a case because of that because of the guns. Now, um, Kyle, has this changed your view on law enforcement at all? No, I've always liked uh, like like police. I I, I think, it, uh, but that's my the, point. Yeah, all of the the law enforcement that I know personally, really nice guys. You know that I've always uh, liked a lot, and I I didn't feel like I was mistreated at any point throughout my 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 time in the system. There were there was a a sheriff's deputy or two who was just a kind of a jerk, but for the most part, everybody was really professional and uh, I thought was just you know doing their jobs. It's really the system that if you, if you have any qualms with 
the way things work. It's it's the system, not the individuals. This is great. Are, Kyle just got fucked over for about. doing nothing, and Steve's <laughs> like, "What do you think about the law?" You know what? I think they're spiffy. I really enjoy all policemen in this system, and you know, I felt like I was treated fairly and kindly the whole way. Like, it, wait, I, I, I mean, love my answer. I was wearing I think shorts. They are cool. <laughs> I think that they are neat. Taylor, blink if they have something on you. (laughs) Meanwhile, Kyle's just writing shit in a slam book. (laughs) (laughs) But Kyle, what I'm I'm saying is that, like, I'm not talking about, like, okay, were you mad at individual cops? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of them are, it's law enforcement. They are enforcing shitty laws. But, like, the idea of the trumped-up charges, the... Like the charges for shit you didn't do, the fake arrest warrant, the like the multiple charges for the same thing because, you know, b- because that way they get you to plead down the the bullshit that this is even illegal in the first place. Like there's so much of it that if I were in your situation would piss me off. And so what I'm saying is you're fairly politically, you're fairly conservative. And but do you think that this system that we have is bullshit needs to be overhauled or you going through it did not change your did not change your mind about well, it at all? I've always been very um, sort of progressive, socially speaking, whether it came to marijuana or, uh, you know, gay rights or, or whatever, anything like that. Really, socially speaking, I'm, I'm, I'm rather progressive. Um, I, I, I kind of if anything, I, I feel like I'm more of a sort of a quasi libertarian or anything. You know, I always say that. Not only do I uh, believe believe in abortion, I believe you should be be able to use a gun to do it. You know, I. I, I <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah. So so like yeah. You, Another should... death from the new and terrifying bullet method. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that cause two deaths? Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna need special baby killing guns. Uh, now so, it was a huge. It was a resounding success. Uh, uh, until the bullet reached the mother's brain. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, politically speaking, I'm kind of across the board there. You know, obviously, uh, I like the guns. Um, obviously, I like the the, the marijuana. Uh, but but at the same time, um, you know, there's not really a candidate that's on board with all that. Bernie Sanders is all, honestly the, the closest one to it, but and he's a socialist, so uh, you know, it's not like I can vote anyway. So hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I mean the, but I just mean the court system in general. Like the yeah. problem that I have, like I like a lot of what Kamala Harris says, but the problem that I have with her and the reason I wouldn't support her is because of the bullshit she did as a prosecutor, and the sure. stuff about like the idea of railroading someone. It's like, well, we're pretty sure he committed a crime, so let's just find a way to make it look like he committed a crime. Like that's that's an impressive yeah. system. And well, so what I'm the, saying you know, is, having gone through it personally. You know, my lawyer explained that to me like from day one. He's like, you know, these people are in the business and it is a business of of locking people up. You know, it, it's 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 a it's a machine that that puts people in jail. And uh, and so you kind of have to treat it that way. Um, yeah, I don't like it. You know, I, I didn't enjoy my, my my time going through it or anything like that. But at the same time, I guess I see the necessity for some parts of it, you know, the same things that that we're sort of deriding here and saying, oh, that's that's BS. I don't like that they did that to you. I don't like that they did, did did this to you. Maybe there's a child molester out there or some guy running a pedophile ring, and you're like, oh, they charged him for possession of child pornography under eight and possession of child pornography under twelve years old. Good, good. They, they doubled up on him. So but I yeah. actually don't. But I actually don't say that. I think that the penalty for one of them should be just 
You know, like the penalty yeah, for sure. a child pornographer, you know, you don't need to charge them double because the penalty for one should be enough. But the yeah. idea of yeah, like yeah. someone putting someone in the system in a way that like it's completely unfair, it doesn't that doesn't seem like justice to me. Well, I, I um, you know, I I don't know what to say. You know, I haven't, I haven't quite finished my stay with the state or, or uh, yet yet. But um, but but yeah, I, I didn't enjoy my time throughout the whole thing. Uh, at all I, I i but at the same time i didn't feel like again i i felt like everybody was professional and that i wasn't really mistreated and i wasn't uh um sort of <clears throat> it, it felt like they were trying to make an example out of me at times for sure but um but i don't know it worked out in the end and, uh, and damn I it kyle how come your life doesn't fit my narrative <laughs> you know i'm sure you could find a whole <laughs> lot of people who it, it, it would fit right in there nicely uh there yeah. was about eight or nine of them there today and I, I couldn't be a judge. I'd be the most lenient judge ever. Like, like <laughs> these people had sob stories, you know. Like one, the one girl cried. One girl cried. He gave her two years. Oh, I was, but was oh. she also drug related? Because yeah, I this was her more. third methamphetamine offense. Her three children are there sitting in front of me. Her mother sitting in front Probably of me. Probably just a little meth, though, right? Not a whole diesel truck. Five point eight ounces. <laughs> it was. It was actually so much meth that it came out in her tears. That was the. It, it, she was crying tears of of solid crystalline. <laughs> yeah, it what, what was, is, what, is that a lot of meth? Five, five ounces sounds yeah, like a lot of meth. It's a lot of meth. Yeah, not as not twelve thousand gallons though. No, those <laughs> guys. That that was a li- like when my lawyer heard that he went. He, <laughs> he Do went, you remember? He looked at me. He went. He's going away. <laughs> remember, uh, uh, Nate Newton. He was a football player, and he got arrested. He was a guy in the Dallas Cowboys, and he got arrested for transporting. It was I think it was four hundred and thirty pounds of pot. <laughs> and I like did the math on it, and I was like, "Pot's made of leaves. How the fuck much pot is four hundred thirty pounds?" And he couldn't uh... just take ten less pounds for the memes. The, <laughs> <laughs> the last think of the memes, Nate. Slap. Think of the memes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. A... That that's a that's a lot. That's like a that, that's a whole whole lot. Like like yeah, that's, that's, that might be a box truck. Four hundred and like when I when not I quite a box truck, more hedges. like uh, the back of a pickup truck, maybe though. Okay. Four hundred pounds. Like like oh, just, yeah. you know the bottom of the bed, uh, it's a it's a lot. Uh, yeah, Jim imagine Ballard, trying to fill trash bags with leaves until it hits four hundred and thirty pounds. How much pot did Bill Burr get? Or not Bill Burr? Bill Murray get caught with back in the day? Let me let me see what his charge was because it was not a small amount. Bill Murray. It's so insane that you can still get in trouble for pot. Oh, sorry. I uh, it was two hundred thirteen pounds of pot, and then another hundred and seventy five later. So it was uh, it was about 400 pounds, but it was in two different stops. Bill Murray had 10 pounds of marijuana at the airport. <laughs> at the airport? Yeah, he was trying to fly with it. He, he was trying to fly with 10 pounds of marijuana. Uh, I mean, this is probably like in the 80s, right? It was the year was 1970. 1970. Yeah. Do you guys know about... You know how he got caught? This is hilarious. He made the mistake of telling one of his fellow passengers that he, quote was carrying two bombs in his suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking, doing, testing some improv out on the fucking, hey, I got two bombs in here. Like, you don't say that if you've got 10 pounds of marijuana well, in there. Do you know about, like, flying at that time? By the way, Woody's wearing shorts. Arrest that man. Uh, Woody doesn't own a pair of jeans. So, uh, back in the day, there, there, was a, there was a podcast I listened to about hijackings were so common that 
they actually had a fake Cuba airport built in Florida. Holy shit. So that so that when someone was like would hijack a plane and be like, take me to Cuba, they would just land at that airport in Florida and make it seem like they were there. Like that's how common it was. It that's was brilliant. It was I, I think it was like hundreds a year. It was crazy. Like when when you think about what air what air travel is now, like hijacking was just a thing that people did. Yeah. <laughs> like and so the idea of Bill Murray flying with that much pot in nineteen seventy, it sounds like a thing that like people just treated air airplanes is like flying buses like yeah it wasn't. i want to say tim allen got caught with an enormous amount of cocaine yeah you're 100 right and tim allen the weirdest part about him being super conservative now is that it was government programs that prevented him from going to jail forever because he yeah he he actually that's when he was starting comedy he got arrested for like tons of cocaine and he flipped and ratted out everyone and so he was stuck in the state of Michigan for a while. And then he was just doing stand up like within Michigan because like Kyle, he could not leave without permission. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So that's how he got his career started. That's pretty hmm. cool. And then yeah. just like a, you know, cool guy of the week, 15 years. <laughs> like, he may very well be cool. Guy of the week. Yeah. But uh, then just 15 years later, he's doing uh, he's doing home improvement. Toy Story 4 know? coming soon. <laughs> Everybody hyped. <laughs> do you know? Uh, do you know who Roy Wood Jr. is? No. Roy Wood Roy, Jr. I'm now Roy know. Wood, one of the, I mean, just an amazing, amazing comic. And he's he's one of the correspondents for The Daily Show now. But he's someone who's going to absolutely break pretty soon. Like, his stand-up is unbelievable. It's like next-level shit. What's he look like? But he, uh, Roy Wood, he's a, he's a black guy, has kind oh. of a round face. Heavy uh, guy. Smile, smiles a lot. Not really heavy. Um, he, But anyway, he... Uh, yeah, totally not. The way he started was... Uh, he was in college and he was doing like all these like petty crimes where like he and his friends were committing like credit card fraud with uh, like they had someone help them at a department store where they would like take some of the jeans and return them even yeah. though they hadn't bought them and like all oh. kinds of shit like that. And like I think passing bad checks maybe and like a bunch of like small crimes that for college students gave them more money than they'd ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Not violent crimes, not violent crimes. And he uh, he got a victimless crimes, except the people they stole from. But the uh, he got arrested. And in the month or so, he was waiting for like to find out if he, he, his sentencing. He basically was like, well, I've always thought about doing stand up. Fuck it. This is my last chance. So he did it a couple of times. And then the judge let him off with probation. And mm-hmm. by then he was like, all right, I guess I'm a comic now. And that's how he got to start. That's interesting. Yeah, he yeah. decided to use the time the time he thought he had, the only time he thought he had left. So my point is, Kyle, what is it you're going to do with your probationary time? Um, well, I've, I've been doing it. I've been getting very good at video games. <laughs> oh, it's, see? It's, yeah, I, I, I'm i pretty excited about PUBG. Like, like this is completely taking a left turn, and Steve probably has no idea what PUBG even is. but I do not. Huge update to PUBG. Just I'm just just lots of stuff's coming soon. It's a video game that I like to play, so so real excited about that. What yeah, kind of video game is it? Uh, first person shooter. Hundred people drop. It's a battle royale. Hundred people drop onto an island. They they quickly loot and find guns, armor, weapons. They fight until there's only one man left. Oh, I played I played one of those. Uh, probably played Fortnite. Fortnite. No, it wasn't Fortnite. It was uh, it was probably Call of Duty. Two, two, no, two years ago, it was the thing that like everybody Daisy, was. It was a uh, not Daisy. You but scramble the, for you scramble for stuff, and probably uh, PUBG. It's probably what I'm describing. You did you drop out of an airplane at the start? Yes. 
Yeah, it's PUBG. What what are the uh, what are the other names for it? Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. What's the H one Z one? That would have been two years ago ish. No, nah, that's even farther back. PUBG oh. PUBG's two years ago. Okay. Um, it's called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Um, or just what, Battlegrounds. whatever it was, it was fucking fun. Yeah, it's real fun. I play on PC. Um, you know, I I got into PC gaming late in life. A lot of the guys who are really good at it, it seems like they've been playing since early childhood. Like their dads have set up land centers in their basements and shit like that. But uh, I really enjoy it a lot. Um, I, I think I'm going to go back and play some more Sea of Thieves, that pirate game that I was playing uh, a couple years ago that I shit all over and talked about how bad it is. Apparently in the last two years, they've improved it a ton. I've been watching Summit uh, play that on Twitch a lot, and he's just hilarious at it. He uh, he boards enemy ships, stows away, waits until they collect all this treasure that's really difficult to acquire treasure, and he's like hiding, literally hiding on the boat. And and he's like talking to his friends who are following in their ship just out of sight, like over the horizon. And at the perfect moment, he springs his attack and like sinks their ship with explosives and takes all of their loot. And his friends show up just in the just at the perfect time. And they just take all the things from these children. And it's hilarious. It's so real it's fun legit, to watch. It's like legit heists. Yeah, it's like piracy. It's and, and like a lot of the times you can hear the enemies like discussing what they're doing um you know and talking about what they're doing and there's like this it's a pirate ship so like there's this map on the pirate ship and he can go over and look at the map and he can determine what mission or quest they're out on and there are some quests that like you only get once or you have to earn the right to do and and they're very very profitable like it might be many many hours of someone's time that they're only allowed to attempt once and he'll wait till like they finish it they just finished all of their work and they've got these three glowing green chests of gold sitting on the floor. And, and the whole time he's been literally laying down under a table or behind a chair and he just springs into action and like blows up their ship and steals all their things. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch. So I'm going to play some more of that. That sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's a pirate game. It's called Sea of Thieves. It's on Xbox, but, uh, and that's the other thing that's, that's interesting. There's a big skill gap. With a mouse and keyboard, you can be very precise with aiming, and you can you can do a lot of things that you can't do with an Xbox controller. And this is a cross-platform game, so the PC guys are beating up on the Xbox guys. It's 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 a lot of fun to do. But yeah, I haven't acquired any new talents or anything other than patience. Which um, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> is a good one. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm is. very patient. Um, you know, just, just sitting around and waiting on, on, uh, all this to be over for the last two years. Uh, well, congratulations. Yeah. How I'm big is the it's... relief? Like when you heard two months, were, were you I dancing was pretty inside? Were you, uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty happy. I was pretty happy. Um, you know, I went in prepared for, to, to get the full six months or whatever, potentially, like I sort of mentally prepared myself for that. And, uh, but also knowing that it could be zero, but also knowing that maybe they throw some curveball and they try to like railroad me or something like that i you know you never know um so I, so yeah i was uh i got sued um for someone someone else broke a contract and then sued me for it and i had never mm. been through the legal system before and it was ridiculous and i was talking to the lawyer and i was like we have all this evidence we have all these emails all these things that i was like desperately trying to get him to sign a contract he never did and now he's suing me for breaking a contract he never signed and the, the lawyer basically was like, well, you are probably going to win, but people have lost and won at, at better odds. 
Yeah. Like he, yeah. and you never know if you're going to win. You never know if you're going to lose. And what ended up happening was the judge basically threw out all of his claims and said this is preposterous. And then was like, but you should probably pay his rent for three months. Oh, and we were wow. like, but, but why? And she's like, you know, cause it's folksy and we're in Tennessee. Like it was, it was so ridiculous. I and sentenced you to be his butler. <laughs> that's what it was. That's, that's what it was. Because he's my butler. Because he's my yeah. butler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can. It, I, I'm, I'm about to sue someone myself. I've been waiting for for this whole thing to wrap up. I can't talk about it for obvious reasons. But, oh no. But 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 we've been. Yeah, that's oh, right, Steve. Me. I've had enough of your oh, defamation of my character. Yeah. <laughs> Under, and we'll be suing you in the state of California. It's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, someone, uh, someone, we're going to sue someone um, who, who, who uh, didn't do a good job at, uh, at something they were supposed to do. And, uh, oh, don't give too many details. <laughs> of course not. I yeah, know. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm, I'm the tight-lipped one. I, I ain't going to spill any, yeah. any details about this pending lawsuit. Um, but, but that'll be good because I'll probably profit quite considerably from that. While you're, nice. while you're in the halfway house, is Wings going to co-host or who's going to? I will, co I will host. <laughs> I don't care if I got this fucking satellite phone in. No, Wings is not going to co-host. I would no, love I... it if you could bring your computer to the halfway house and just have... I don't think. Do you remember when Wings of Redemption had a random cast of characters behind him? <laughs> Here's Crazy Joe. He's living me with this. He's living with me this week, but he stole all my Coca-Cola. I'm not sure it's gonna work out, right? Like, <laughs> you know, the random. Guy, remember the guy came by. He was just dressed in a con uh, Confederate like soldier's uniform for some reason. I thought that was a Marine Corps uniform. No, or something like no, that. I, I, there was a I, Civil I, War reenactor right. in the background. I think there was a Civil War reenactor behind him, and and like people would just show up, and they'd have like random guests with no mics screaming across the room. <laughs> And, was uh, he doing yeah, like great. the worst ever Howard Stern's whack pack? Like <laughs> yes, was... yes, yes. I and, have and... wanted a whack pack for so he long. Yes, but you're going to go to a half, half halfway house. There could very well be whack pack material there. There probably will be. I will see if uh, you know. Maybe I. You know, I don't want to bring those people necessarily back to my home. But uh, but but you know, they but, live uh, there, uh, Kyle. I mean, <laughs> they you're live on there too. The you're on a nice <laughs> luck streak. So like. <laughs> I say go for it. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's roll the dice. Keep Andre, coming. bring the amigos. We're going back to Mikasa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I see, I don't know what a halfway house is like, apparently. I picture something like a hotel where there's a hallway with lots of doors on either side and everyone re retreats to their own room. I, I, I have no idea. Um, I think you have I think you have roommates in most of them. Yeah, I, I may have a roommate. I, I it may be like a, a full metal jacket scenario where it's just a big room full of beds. I don't know. But but again, two months, you know, it'll be. I, I'm I'm interested in like you know, it'll be good stories. You know, I'll come on here and I'll be able to tell you guys what's going on at the halfway house. I'm sure I'm going to meet a lot of interesting people there. You know, I that's you where know, they go. Sure. That's where they that's go. Where they they're accumulate. all going to be. They're all going to be drug offenders based what on what are you in here for? Size. I was too interesting for the outside world. <laughs> you know, there, it's going to be a lot of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, looking forward to getting my paying my uh debt to society and uh and moving on i'm looking at pictures by the way and like they range from everything from like oh wow that's a really nice like castle looking thing to like look at this fucking shack on and so yeah hopefully you, know, you get oh, a good one on wikipedia it kind of looks like a church i'm having a hard time 
resizing there's the one uh there's one i see with a picture where it's like one bed per room and there's one with like a full metal jacket situation where there's yeah. like or or a southern fraternity house and, uh, where it's like sleeping quarters. Let, let me read this to people. Just, it's not long. A halfway house is an institution that allows people with physical, mental, and emotional disabilities, or those with criminal backgrounds to learn the necessary skills to reintegrate into society and better support and care for themselves. And then it goes on to talk about how a big component of halfway houses seems to be a, a therapy. Um, yeah, that's I don't think all I know. Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a different thing, but 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 I don't even know. You know, like I said, I may. Um, and you know which one already? No, no. And oh, again, so they get, you don't. Yeah, we don't even know if they'll be able to find a bed for me. So so like, there's a whole there's a whole like we'll see what happens next type scenario going on right now. I'm so, crossing so. my fingers that two months goes by, they don't find a bed, but they figure that's, you know, it's, it has been two months, <laughs> and your time is served. That uh, well, I mean, I think the lawyer said that like he's like you got two months, you won't do two months, and I was like, really? Well, all right, you know, just, just you know, it, so so again, like time off for good behavior. Like I have no idea. He he just explained that it, the system is so crammed full and overcrowded. He's like, if they if if you went to prison, well, they could take you today. They they always got room in prison, but uh, but but you know, not in the halfway. House. If you aspire way... to be cool guy of the week. I would love to see a Tinder date back to the halfway house, right? That takes a certain level of... I know for a fact that's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could pull that off, it'd be so legendary, right? Like, like it's hard to get a Tinder date when you live at your parents' house. But if you could do it from a halfway house, I feel like uh -huh. that shows a level of charm just, that's rarely seen. You just have to find... And, and by the way, no loopholes. No, like, finding the ugliest girl there. Mm -mm. She needs to be like, your peer. Yeah. The uh, by the way, I'm looking at some of these pictures. Some of them look like just like the shittiest garbage dorm rooms, and some of them look like bed and breakfasts. It's it completely depends on which yeah. one you get. I think it, it, so. Yeah. Probably. This is also a quick read. A quick read. New patients are admitted in individual room in individual rooms, providing one to one services and programming. As they become more independent, the dorms become bigger so that by the time the patient leaves, they're living in 50 to 100 person dorms. According to Wikipedia, I, I, I just going by. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm going to be staying for such a short period of time. Uh -huh. Like, like it's, yeah. it's, it's going to, things are going to be different. You. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would imagine that I'm going to be in a full metal jacket scenario, hopefully without the soap beatings and, uh, you know, just sort of a big open room with like a dozen beds it in it. Is this, it almost seems like, because you get, a, like, halfway houses are necessary for people who are sobering up, for people who are, ah. like, try, for people who are trying to acclimate back to society well, let me explain in prison that. for a while. So the way it works, uh, and I think I've explained it on the show before, but any federal sentence, like, like if, if they let Timothy McVeigh go, they killed him, though. Yeah, that, that's not a good example. If Any they hadn't killed him, <laughs> um, you know, the last six months of any sentence, whether it's rape or kidnapping or whatever, you spend in a halfway house. Uh, you know, it, it's it's makes it, no it, sense. It makes perfect I, sense for like if you've watched Shawshank Redemption, it just doesn't fit Kyle. Right. What I'm saying it is it doesn't here. make sense as a it makes sense. It makes sense if you need to transition. That's why it's called a halfway house. That is yeah, what yeah exactly. Comes like uh -huh. like if there's a transition, like if you if you do five years, it's like all right. Well, let's 
let's give him four and a half years. And in the last six months, we're going to transition him, ease him into the real world. He doesn't even know the new emojis. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know the new emojis. This guy doesn't know shit about eggplants. He, he hasn't gotten onto the crypto uh, scene yet. We we, we got to re- reintegrate this guy. Anyone has ever actually used an eggplant emoji to be an eggplant? Like, they're like, hey, what are we having for dinner tonight? And it's like, oh, eggplant. eggplant. Oh, dick. I hate dick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no, we're actually having eggplant. Yeah. I, so, that's uh, not any better. <laughs> <laughs> I like eggplant. I do too, but I yeah. still like to joke. the main course. <laughs> yes, eggplant parmesan. It's delicious. Eggplant parmesan is great. I can't think of anything, but I think that's just because parmesan is great. That's that's, abs- that's good. It is the lowest tier leaking over into <laughs> because then the eggplant is merely a vessel, a parmesan ship into your mouth. Yeah, it yes. is the lowest tier of the parmesans. My favorite being chicken parmesan, which I'm amazing at. But but veal parmesan is also great. Uh, um, potato magnifique. parmesan is also awesome. Yeah, we're gonna have a little party tomorrow night uh, to celebrate my uh, the end of my 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 uh, my legal situation. We're, we we killed a fatted calf, so uh, so you know we 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 sacrificed him to ball, and uh, nice. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, gonna happy. be lots of drugs at this party. Are you insane? Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> Strike two. <laughs> I'll tell you, I thought of four no jokes man. like that and said none of them. <laughs> you know, <I> like, <laughs> there will be there will, yeah, be, there will be guards outside keeping even if a skunk wanders too close, <laughs> shoot it. It's <laughs> funny you that. that smell. Around. I was at a gas station like eight months back. I get out to pump the gas, and I needed gasoline. This wasn't just a routine gasoline trip. I was like, shit, I'm glad I made it, and I went. <laughs> That pot. Yep. Nope. Nope. I hung it back up and left. I hung it back wow. the fuck really? up and left. Yeah. I was, I was like, no, can't. By the here. way, the reason I'm making these jokes, aside from the fact of all the jokes Kyle has made at my expense, <laughs> yes. uh, is also because I only have to do this with you guys every couple of months. You guys have to face him next week. So like <laughs> all the shit, all the shit that you want to say, I could just say because in a couple months from now he'll already be out of the halfway house, so it'll all be fine. Yeah. He'll be good to go. It's you'll not be, just about free, the relationship. A free man. I censored myself <laughs> on this topic because, like, I don't know, what if I make a joke that the wrong person listens to or takes the wrong way or doesn't get the context? You know, we just made fun of my heart attack friend. They, they might not understand that kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be a, it'll like be a very wholesome, <laughs> a very wholesome family friendly party with some with some family and friends. Uh, uh, you know, obviously parents have been pretty. The only substance the being thing. consumed there, alcohol, legal and. The Lord. The Lord and will the be Lord. consumed there. Yeah. Yes. Throat deep with the Lord. <laughs> I'm not. No. No. Balls on Being the chin. teabagged by the Lord. Yeah. You know how it is. Um, I, I don't go to church. Am I getting it wrong? Or? Uh, that's Catholics. Uh, not, not, we're, oh, we're sorry. Protestant. We're Protestant. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. I'm going to have a good time tomorrow night. I, I, I went and got some steaks. I'm really happy for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty happy myself. I'm, I'm just glad it's over. It's just taken so long to do. Uh, you know, just so long to get it over with and uh, hanging over your head like a guillotine for years. Could, I can't imagine the stress like that. was. It was suck. actually six months to guillotine. Is the- yeah, it, it was it was <laughs> it was more frustrating than anything. It was like, you know, because there were several times along the way where it seemed like today's the last day. You know, today we'll, we'll sort this out today. There were a couple of times where that happened. January, not this past January, the January before that. That was supposed oh. to happen. Today's the last day. We'll go in. They'll say this, and we'll say that, and we'll agree to this thing in the middle. 
probation, state probation, no big deal. And, uh, and, and then it was like, ah, we'll come back in March and we'll be all done. And we come back in March and it's like, well, might be another year. <laughs> you know who you should have got as your attorney? That Johnny Cochran. But no. He's dead. Hutchinson. The dude that flips cars that was on the show. What was his name? Uh, Vin Wiki. Vin Wiki. <laughs> we'll meet in the middle one day at a halfway house. Yeah, uh, not not much negotiation. Um, mm. You know, I, I did get to speak before the court. You know, I, I quite a bit. Uh, this know, time too. Yeah, yeah. Every time. Uh, you know, no panic attack this time. That was good. Uh, I I didn't pass out or anything. I wonder. Um, I, I, did you do that? Did you do that in the past? Maybe that'd yeah. be a good look. I wow. don't know. Yeah, I have panic attacks. Um, uh, I, I I don't know if it'd be a good look or not. Um, the uh, and you clearly cannot use drugs to help your panic attacks. No, so. of course not. <laughs> yeah. That's what they were for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the idea that like you get arrested for that. The and by I the just, way, I know I know I'm giving you shit for it, and I know also like over the I guess what two years or so I've done this podcast, like I know we butt heads on stuff, but I genuinely when I saw that your sentencing wasn't jail, I was really happy. Yeah, like well, I I did I did not think that you should go to jail for this shit. Uh, I, I, I think that it was a railroaded garbage thing. And I, and I think it's so gross that like, this is for a thing that everybody knows is not even going to be illegal in a couple of years. And it, 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 you know, it was, it was crap. And so I'm really glad, uh, I'm really glad you just, you know, get sentenced to hang out with people you'd probably hang out with anyway. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like we butt heads. Most of the time, me. I'm just playing double. <laughs> like Woody's, I like Woody's look on I'm that like, one. Am I the only one that got that? Okay, I don't yeah, just go yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would never voluntarily, voluntarily butt heads with you. First of all, it, it, death sentence right away. Absolutely, but, I would yeah. destroy. And, I thought you were talking to Taylor. <laughs> Uh, well, either. Oh my God! It, it goes without mentioning. I am. I am a titan of headbutts. I would love to see that, like face off, like like, like that would be like Taylor a, against an anime a ram. Headbutts only. Um, yeah, an immovable time. object versus an unstoppable. Force. Yeah. yeah, most of the time bowl. I'm just playing devil's advocate, and I and I like to you know argue no, the side no matter how yeah. poorly. I thought you're gonna meet some cool cats in that halfway house. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm, just I'm sure I'll meet some interesting. <laughs> I'm sure I'll meet some interesting people, like like that little stint I did in uh, in jail, you know, for those three or four days. Really interesting people in there. Yeah, the real, a lot of good the real sentence. And the Kyle, real sentence that was, was on a show night. <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole journey. We had a show that night. If only you could have brought your gear, we'd have done a you know collaborative episode to jail. Mm -hmm. My gear to jail. Yes. I had a I had a situation. Wi-Fi where... sucked. I bet. Uh, I had a situation where uh, a distant family member that I was like kind of helping with uh, got, uh, you know, some ridiculous fake assault charges where like someone pulled a weapon on him and then said he did it. And so he had to go through central booking, even though he got completely acquitted. He still had to spend a day in central booking and he uh, has Asperger's and it was, you know, this was not a good situation. Mm -hmm. And so I did all this research on what central booking in New York is like, by the way, spoiler, fucking terrifying. And so, uh, was I, he all by himself through the process all by himself. And so, I mean, no one could go in with him. I don't and know. So, yeah. yeah. So basically one of the things I said, like he's allowed to bring in a couple of books. So like I got him some books of stuff he'd be interested to pass the time, but he was also allowed to bring in quarters for phone calls and so I got him a fuck ton of quarters and basically was like, anyone who needs a quarter, you give them one. 
Like anyone who wants to make a phone call, this is how you're going to make friends. And so uh, there was one guy, I, I got to talk to him d- during the day. Like he, he called me and he said there was one guy who was being kind of nice to him. And I was like, can you put that guy on the phone? And so he like gave that guy the phone and I talked to the guy and I was like, hey man, thank you for looking out for him. Can I send you 50 bucks as a thank you? And you, you know, just kind of see him through this and make sure he's okay. And the guy was like, yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. You don't need to do that, but thank you. I was like, all right, where do I send it? And the guy just goes, well, I'm not getting out of jail for a very long time. So uh, (laughs) here's, here's a lady I know. And like gave me Western Union information for some lady. So then I try to wire her the money and it doesn't work. So I call the number he gave me and some other dude answers. And so now I'm like, oh, fuck. What, what, what the hell am I in the middle of? Funny like, story. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend Carlo. Carlo? Yeah. Diane, you've been talking to Carlo? <laughs> Get That's your ass over here. That's what it was. That's what it was. And I'm like, how the fuck am I in the middle of this right now? And I'm you like, have no attachment to Carlo. in the background. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know, Mr. Carlo. I'm just trying to. <laughs> you just say, Carlo's a bitch. You tell him I said he's a bitch. Yeah. Be like, you know what? You can have the money, sir. If you'd like it, you can just take it. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I a, it's it not Felix. A... <laughs> so did the quarters thing turn out to be a really good idea or something that didn't go anywhere? A really good idea. It actually helped him a ton. That's how he made friends with that guy. Mm-hmm. And that guy kind of because, look, he's he was younger, but he also looked a lot younger than he was. And and he also like there's functional Asperger's and mm-hmm. then there's like pretty Asperger Asperger's. And that's what he has. And so he is someone who like if you know what you're dealing with, he's very easy to talk to. But if not, it could be he can be incredibly socially awkward. And so I think that once he helped that guy, like the guy was like, OK, this guy is going to be like a little brother. And he helped take care of him. So the quarters thing worked in that situation. I don't know if it would work in every situation. I don't know if there'd be a situation where someone would just be like, give me all your quarters. And he's like, well, that's over. Yeah. Uh, in our but, situation, like, like when I was in jail, we had these bracelets that had like your prison, your jail. What was it? Your, your, your jail number, whatever the fuck. And you go over to the phone and you put your jail number in and you can just use the phone. I think the phone was free. Uh, but you also use that jail number to like, was it an inmate your, number or yeah, something like okay. that. But you're in jail, so you're not. I think it's the wrong terminology. I, okay. You know, we're we're in the South. They call they they call it a jail number. Um, one one guy has sixty nine four twenty, and he's like the coolest guy in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my jail number was smudged and didn't work. Not even. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, who do I talk to about getting a new jail number? Can I see a supervisor, please? And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, but the jail number and your cot. so what were the living arrangements like in jail did you have a room to yourself did oh no oh no it is a large open cavernous room with two levels um where you know you go up some steps and there's there's another landing duplex (laughs) um and little alcoves if you can imagine that like 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 everything it's concrete block construction so four cots you know bottoms and and uh, top bunks uh are in each alcove and then there's room in between to like put your cubby everybody's got like a plastic tote with all their shit in it you know everybody gets like a towel a washcloth some tooth toothpaste you know that basic shit when you first uh, said four (laughs) bottoms and tops i was like oh they match you guys up yeah (laughs) you fill that out when you get there like like an an open floor (laughs) an open floor plan and you go in there and some people you're close to and some people down the way but you can see across the sea of Bunks. It's 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 a weirdly shaped wow, room. It's this very guy, 
This guy's it's a very twink tall. versatile. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twink. this is like the work environment at Cisco, except it's bunks instead of uh, cubes. Yeah, cubicles. You know, yeah, yeah. And you don't uh, even get paid to be there. <laughs> you know, there, there, there's a bunch of there's a couple tables as soon as you And also there. you have no freedom or view of the outside. No, that's that's oh, the, the, the window. Yeah. The window was so barred up and like gross that you couldn't see the outside world. Uh, mm-hmm. But we had cable TV, which was great because the North Korean missile crisis was going on. So like everybody in there was glued to that. Was it? How many nights and, did you stay? Uh, three, maybe something okay. like that. I slept the whole time. Got got real rested up. Lost like fifteen pounds. It was a good stay. Did and you you have to like shit in front of everybody. I didn't shit the whole time I was there. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I didn't shit the but whole time. Hypothetically, you would have had to. Uh, well, not I don't think in the I open. Go you days. got like a curtain. You got like a. There, okay. there, there's like some privacy. Like, like uh, actually, no, no, no. There were uh, there were stalls. There were like two or three stalls with toilets in them. Um, and there was a uh, like a shower with like 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 one person could get in at a time with a with a shower maybe two showers with shower. Hypothetically, curtains. could two also get in? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, top if, and the bottom. If, yeah, I, I don't think it, nobody was really interested in uh, in joining anybody uh, in in there. Uh, everybody, honestly, it's the first day. They bunch were a bunch of cool guys. For me, it was the first day, but for some of them, they'd been in there for. So look, it, no, you know, you get arrested, and as long as you didn't like do something crazy, they'll give you bond. And the way bond works, you often hear it on on uh, <coughs> the news, like, oh, $50,000 bond. And you're probably like, who has $50,000 lying around? Maybe not everybody. You know? bond, like, like, bail bondsman, right? Bail bondsman. You pay like 10%. You know, it's yeah. all you have to come up with. And he foots the rest of the bill. And you can, you can do property bonds. And sometimes it's just a signature bond. You're basically signing and saying, hey, if I run away, you can sell my car. You know, that, that sort of thing. But and, if you have uh, fifty grand, you could just give them fifty grand, then they give it back to you when you go to court, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, is it like a security? It's like a security deposit. Security deposit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But for people, and that's it's what. That's actually a similar amount called? of. That's but, um, a similar bounty, bounty hunter. Yeah, that's what yeah. bounty hunters do. You know, they, they people put it up fifty grand. You only put five in. They're making sure you go to court. They're forcing you to go to court so they can get that fifty back. That's their yeah, business. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're yeah. on the hook for that for that. And if you run, they go find you. They 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 come and get your ass. Yeah, for sure. Or they at least attempt to. And uh, and so there was this one guy in there who'd been denied bond because he had fled the last time they gave him bond, and he was a real numbskull. This guy was maybe 23, 24 years old. His teeth were rotted out of his fucking head from methamphetamine, and he was like, "They won't give me bond. They know better." He's like proud of it. He's like, he's like they know better. <laughs> Last time they caught me, I was almost to Boston, Massachusetts. You know, if you can make it to Boston, they can't bring you back. And I'm in, <laughs> yeah, in my know, head, Boston, I'm like, Boston doesn't have an extradition treaty. Yeah, if we were, <laughs> that's, that's what right? he's about to explain, right? <laughs> if I, if if we were in the free world, or if he were on this, or if you said that shit to me, I'd be like, uh, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Unless you go to a country without extradition treaties with us, they'll just drag your ass back. Dude, I'm tired be- of all these fucking criminals ruining the city because of the no extradition <laughs> thing. It's a major, it's a major oversight. But yeah. we're in jail. But That's we're in jail, where the Patriots so- fans come from. Yeah. <laughs> we're in jail, so I'm just like, ah, oh, really? 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah, like I almost made it last time. They best or not turn me loose again, or I'll gone. The, the, I was the like, well, when's your court date? Oh shit, four more months. I was like, how long have you been in here? He's like, a month and a half. Four more to go. And I'm like, you could have been at home with your mother. For, for the, yeah. And instead, you're in here trading fucking boiled eggs for you Snickers. Could, you could have been at home <laughs> doing mess with your mother. Well, that is <laughs> that, probably That's the happens. hard part about me hypothetically being in prison. I, I, I daydream about this and wonder how it would work out. I don't know if other people do that too. But it's like I would handle a guy like that right nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten, I'd bite my lip. Or bite my tongue, whatever it is, and, and just not say what I'm With thinking. With the teeth that you have, which makes you different. <laughs> right? Like, I, I, w- I wouldn't explain what an extradition treaty is and how stupid he is. But one time out of 10, I might. And I don't know that I could do 15 years with that kind of problem. I think uh, I couldn't do. I couldn't do. I'm good a at day. making friends. Like, you are. Like, Steve's with me though. Steve, was, come on. I was so I tight. Totally. I have no poker say, face. I didn't <laughs> tell this last time I, I talked about this, but I was so tight with the black guys. I used the N-word. They were cool. Yeah. <laughs> that I, is... I tried that three weeks ago. Not not good. In a, in, in, and in there a, was in no a, R. And now, now just You be could fair. have been the token white guy in the black guy gang in prison. You could have been a crip. And then you would have had even better stories when you got out. He, he was, we were talking about music. You could have fought he, against white supremacy. He, we're talking about music. <laughs> and, and I was like, I really like Jay-Z. You know, I we're talking about rappers. I like Jay Z. He's like, "What's your favorite track?" And I was like, "Well, (laughs) 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 all of them. They're all so good. (laughs) It's hard to narrow it down." (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "I'm trying not to say it." And uh, and he's like, "He's like, well, how does it go?" (laughs) And I'm like. Well, <laughs> and it's that one song. Let me just find the title. I'm making it easier. So 99 Problems. I think he's saying that, and that's probably... No, it, the, the one I like is... He's like, like here's a hundredth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me find the actual title. <laughs> it's called The Story of OJ. Now, I'm just going to copy, paste in, like, one line of the lyrics, all right? Just so you guys are getting a sense for what this song is like. It's called The Story of OJ. Oh, no, you can't sing that in prison. I sang that in jail. You sang this in jail. I'm about to show it to everyone. I I mean, if you you feel like comfortable with that. We're not going to say it. Well, I I don't know if you should show it. He asked me. I I mean, I I probably shouldn't have said it in jail, but but he asked me. I I told him. Light and bomb, dark and And bomb, slow and bomb, real and bomb. Rich and bomb, poor and bomb, house and bomb, field and bomb. And so I'm just sort of like singing this for this gentleman. <laughs> he's, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's just tight. And I was like, oh, man. Do you know? <laughs> I mean, he, Kyle, Kyle is right that if you get asked what your favorite Jay-Z song is in prison, if you lie, you actually have to spend three more days in prison. Yes, so, that's true. Yeah, you couldn't, like, just, you couldn't just say any of his other songs. You had yes. to say that one. And so, like, you could have taken someone safe. I'm a big Bruno Mars fan. (laughs) (laughs) No, because then he definitely would have gotten beaten up. And you know how human nature is. Like, immediately we had to identify who the other was. I felt like that was important for me. It's important that I'm not the other. There are some socioeconomic disparity in, in this in this jail that I'm in right now, and I could potentially be seen as the other, and that's no good. But I found a child molester. And we made him the other. And I was, they, they, were, they were just like, you know what he's in here for? And I was like, what? 
what's that motherfucker in here? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if they were just like pot and he had guns from his YouTube channel and you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> I've heard of him. Let's yeah. get him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're hanging out with you. Just a normal ass child molester. <laughs> and you have to pretend Hell to not yeah. be the YouTube guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Hell funny. yeah. And so I, I was like, what? He's like, he got caught with an eight-year-old girl with her pants down. And I was like, fuck. He's like, yeah, I don't like that shit. And I was like, I don't like that shit neither. My, like, like, like as we go, my, my voice is, become, is completely changing. I, I've, I'm, I'm no You're longer... code switching. Yeah. That's I'm crazy cow! <laughs> you just start becoming an extra from Do the Right Thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and by the end of it, I'm gonna be honest. I had made some friends in there, and I, I, I was like, you know, I, 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 I was like, hey, do, do you need some money in your commissary? Like, yeah, yeah, I could really use a little. I'm gonna be in here. All right, I, I'm, I'm hooking people up. I'm putting money in everybody's commissary. Um, that could we, be a we, mistake, according to the YouTube channels I watch. But he was leaving. So why yeah. is that? Oh, because then they'll need maybe they keep milking more. you for money or something they keep like that. Milking you, you shouldn't even let them know that you you have, extra have that money. kind of capability to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in this scenario, it, again, it was jail. Everybody was oh, in there for light offenses. I, you know, I, I knew a lot of these people. Like, I don't run with a rough crowd, but I know a lot of people. And I imagine like, you getting so comfortable with them that by the end, you're like, all right, see so you guys. Actually, can I sing the song one more time? <laughs> 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 also, I'm not going to see you guys later. You are all stuck in here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I literally recognized one, two, three, three people in there. I knew three of the guys that were in there with me um, to let different extents. You know, one guy I played Little League Baseball with. One guy was uh, the boyfriend of my friend's sister, if that makes sense. Like, like I'd seen him around. I'd hung out with him a little yeah. bit before, maybe two or three times. I knew him. I knew him to speak to him and everything. He was he was pretty cool. And the There's guy that a... the, the, oh, the guy that I was singing to, you know, he was he was the biggest guy in there. And, uh, and, and, and he and I became pretty good friends. I like that guy. Like, like they were all in there for like nonsense for, you know, not all of them. There was the child molester. You had, um, you spoke today in court. Yeah. Can you tell us what you said or is that not a good topic? Um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I said that, you know, this was a, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Um, uh, you know, this was, uh, you know, I explained the hardships that this has sort of put on me and the stresses and, and how it's affected my family and my friends and how they're stressed. And I explained why they weren't there today. I, I asked everybody, nobody, I, I didn't want anyone to come. A lot of people wanted to come and I, I told them I didn't want them there. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, went, went so, sort of explained how this whole process has uh, affected me and, uh, and, you know, showed some remorse remorse for for sort of what i'd done and 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 that you know i definitely regret what i what i did and and uh and and uh you know explained you know what the future was going to be you know I, I, that i wanted to get this over with and move on to the future and that i you know i accept whatever ruling that you you give me but just so you know i feel like i've been punished quite a bit already you know so uh it's it, something along those lines i guess um the and, and again didn't pass out this time that was swell uh, held it together well enough. Uh, Good for you. I wonder yeah. what if impact because if I'm a judge and the guy passes out, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Well, we cannot be sending him to prison. But, yeah, they don't give a shit. I passed out last time. They're like, they just got me a chair. They don't fucking care. Okay. Well, yeah. you'd like it better if I was and, your judge. I mean, like, he's before, just a sweetie. You know, yeah, he's not built for yeah. this. 
Yeah, I, uh, I I passed out uh, back in uh, what was it, two thousand eight, too, when in in court that time. That they had to drag me out of the courtroom that time. They had like grab me by my belt and like drag me out for that for that charge. That was a concealed weapons charge that I was acquitted for. By the way, I was arrested, even though I had my uh, concealed carry permit for having a concealed weapon. So you uh, got you carried a concealed weapon while being a concealed permit holder. Yeah. You yeah. devil, you. If that had happened a few years later, there would have been quite the lawsuit. Um, uh, that was a, that was a absolutely false arrest. That was, that was, that was a nonsense situation and I, that I was acquitted for. Why but, yeah. a couple of years later? Cause you would have had the means to sue or because I'd have had the connections to, I'd have, I'd have had the connections, um, to, to really make something happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. There have definitely been times in my life where like, if I went through shit now, I would have handled it differently. Like you, you, because you have resources as you get older, you have, you know, you, you, whether it's connections or whether it's money just to not be screwed over. Yeah. I defended myself in court on that one. I didn't hire an attorney because I thought it was such an open and shut thing. And plus I was 21 years old and I didn't want to tell my parents that I was, that I was in trouble. Um, so I just defended myself and, uh, I, I, not to brag, but this is, is kind of like that thing I do with the doctor where I diagnose myself online and then go, I did enough online research to, to, to effectively get Scott and I out of prison. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, because the judge didn't know the law. He was like, well, this was carrying at a public gathering. And I was like, Walmart is not a public gathering. Like, yes, it is. And I'm like, according to the Georgia Attorney General. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and like, like, if I hadn't brought that paperwork, I think they'd have railroaded us back in fucking 2008. You know, it God was, damn. uh, it was, I also like the idea of like you going to the doctor and be like, clearly I have vaginal cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong. Well, page. let me wrong take page. a look <laughs> pervert. Just yeah. give me the med. According to the attorney, ge- wait, wrong pamphlet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be like, I've been through a lot. Okay. Where's yeah. my manipulate doctors into giving me things pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, we, we we probably talk about something different now. I think I think I have a topic. Bases. Oh, do we have yeah, an yeah, ad sure. maybe before the topic? Yeah, yeah let's let me, hit let that before we jump off to the next one. Turo. Um, shit. <laughs> Turo is a peer-to-peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Turo is available in over fifty-five hundred cities across the United States, Canada, and the UK, as well as Germany, with over nine million users worldwide. Choose the best car for you, often at a lower cost than traditional car rental agencies, and customize your experience for whatever your adventure demands. Turo has over 850 unique uh, makes and models available, including Tesla, Porsche, Mercedes, BMW, Ferrari, Subaru, Toyota, and more. Whether it's a luxurious, uh, whether it's a truck to help on moving day, a swishy sports car for a luxurious weekend away, or a vintage van for a picture-perfect road trip, Turo lets you find the perfect vehicle for your next adventure. (sighs) Turo has more than 350,000 vehicles listed globally, and many hosts offer to deliver the car right to you. Uh, Insurance options are available on every trip. Skip the rental counter with Turo. Download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store or Google Play, or just visit Turo.com. You can get 25 bucks off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and use promo code PAINKILLER at checkout. Terms apply. I wish this ad read was like one. I'm picking up my first Turo ever tomorrow. I uh, So I don't have much of an experience to share. I, I, I picked the car I picked because it was a preferred host, and he would take it right to the airport for me, and we'll see how it goes. But yeah. That's convenient. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. It right should be to cool. the airport. So nice. 
topic. Uh, can I, before you change topic real quick, is no one going to comment on my sweet studio that I built? I no. liked your name on there. Thank you. That's my, uh, I made it for, uh, for my YouTube shit. It looks very uh, nice. Thank you. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, All right. Just, uh, no, no so, I just I uh, I built the whole thing with the wall, and I got the <laughs> shit die cut and all that, and I'm very. What's happy. that to the left of your name? I can't see because of the angle. It's just all cup? shiny. Oh, so it's a uh, it's my my logo is a YouTube play button with my glasses on it. Oh, so okay. It's, uh, it's a, but it's an orange one instead of the red because you know because of the orange hair. Yeah, because I like to eat oranges, so it's a. Uh, right, well, no, that's we all that assume in, right? that. It's, yeah. Yeah, that's why. It's uh, yeah. So this yeah, is a really nice. patron AMA question. Ask me anything. There's a level. I don't know where it is. $10 or something. 10 where, bucks. Okay. Where people can ask us questions and we answer them on the show. So here we are. Ooh, this like is it. mainly for Taylor, but Kyle can c- chime in. Long story short, recently single from a five-year relationship. I had a glow up. Was ugly. Now I'm sexy as fuck. I'm dating two girls whom I both have a connection with. Do I cut one off or should I keep playing it out to see where it goes? Keyword dating for you guys out there who don't know what that means. If you want to <coughs> see how sexy I am, then he gives his Instagram handle or just roast me. I don't care. So I looked him up. Yeah, let me. Uh, I don't need to know what he looks like. I can start I do. roasting already. Well, I need. Bef- bef- <laughs> this if- isn't a roast. Where, where did you get that? He said the words. <laughs> he, he said, oh, he said, he said uh, if you want to see how sexy I am or just roast me. So. Did he say both dating them or dating both of them? Which did he? Oh, uh, he didn't mention that he was. I am dating two girls whom I both have a connection with. I both have a connection with. So good looking guy, lifting heavy, good for him. Like what you're looking for is both of which. That's positive. <laughs> he kind of I knows. I got a little dog there. there. Look at that little dog. So, oh, it's a little dog. I don't know how. Did he say how old he is? Uh, he looks like no. about 20 he looks like he's early 20s or 25 i would yeah. say don't rush yourself into anything you know d- just keep enjoying yourself and then if one of those girls strikes your fancy a little bit more maybe you go exclusive with her but you're you just said you just experienced a glow up which means you used to be not desirable now you are and so don't don't cash that that check too early you know, look around, make sure you, you're happy with who you're with. You know, don't go, ah, I can nail this down right now, because then you might later be like, oh, damn, well, that other girl. Yeah, I didn't really give her a fair shake, did I? You know, so, th- that's what you want to do. I'd say that. Wanna, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What you want to do here? Uh, I'm sure we've all seen Power Rangers, right? You know, they. they get oh, yeah. Money. Yeah. Yeah. They get in their suits. They fight the putties. Then maybe yeah. then then the bad guy would like supersize himself and you putties, <laughs> the putties. That's what they were called. I know. They, I forgot about that. Want to see where this is going? You know, and then uh, each of the characters would turn in would turn into their like uh, not turn into, but they'd get in their vehicle and and you know there was a bunch of vehicles, and then they would all combine. Right? What was the thing mm-hmm. called that they combined into? Voltron. Uh, cheap. That's Voltron. a different thing. <laughs> Yeah. Meg- Megatron is Transformers. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't Tron combine thing. into Megatron. Wait, maybe they yeah, did. It, it was a uh, cheap knockoff of Voltron, even though it's the same company. It's Saban. It's it's vital to this joke that I know. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Power Rangers? I thought this whole thing was going to lead toward you telling him to fuck Megatron the Pink Ranger thing. Was it um, the Pink Fi- Ranger? No, did Megazord. Porn? Megazord. She is the a Megazord. Board. Uh, Pink Ranger did porn. If you want to look that up, I think she's dead now, though. So it's 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 well, kind of she like... was wonderful. So it makes and the joke a little bit 
funny. Yeah. What was yeah. funny is that if you think about how racist that show was, Asian Ranger, yellow. Yeah. The Red Ranger, Native American. Yeah. Black Ranger's black. Pink Ranger's the girl. The White Ranger was a white dude with a ponytail, like a, like a traditional douchebag. Anyway, was he in yeah. charge um, too? I, I think as yes. for kids, that was a, that was kind of helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was. All right, kids, we're gonna show you a few life lessons today. Using the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where they go like where you spin it and they go. The cow says moo. It was that, but for people, <laughs> the Red Ranger says how. <laughs> in the, the background, there's a non-fighting says, Jewish ranger shoot. pulling all the strings. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's there's a, a non-fighting there's... Jewish ranger pulling all the strings. Oh yeah. God, is it wearing is it wearing blue and white? That was the, yeah, he's got a, a big star of David on there. Well, they oh, had that. Funny. They had that. Remember, so, so you had. Well, I um, wish you guys the best of luck. Yeah, like Zordon or whatever. <laughs> Remember the little robot that was back in the fucking base all the time with that big yeah. dish-shaped no, head. That this. was the Jewish character for sure. So what I'm getting at here, my friend, you don't pick one girl. Or the other. Oh, right. That's what this was about. You don't <laughs> date. You don't date two <laughs> girls. You you create a Megatron. You're gonna. You you want to combine these women. Plug bitch one into bitch two's pussy. That's gonna be Let part of it. Stand up. Oh, I'm gonna. That's have gonna to be part of it. Or an uh, that. <laughs> you want to work on a three way type scenario. So mm. what you're gonna want to do is sort of, and you got to be kind of smooth to pull this off. It's but, not gonna happen. He didn't even know how to use the word both. <laughs> I'm assuming that your ladies them? are on a similar similar reading level to you. <laughs> you, you all, uh, you he's all like, I want to both fuck of you. <laughs> watch, watch American Psycho. He is okay because with he is, Because that guy is alpha as fuck. You get you you invite both those gals over. Right? You don't tell yeah. them that another one's coming over, and then you have one of them naked by the time the other one arrives. Then yeah. you get the other one naked because she'll she'll feel the energy. A natural little competition will build Fuck with yeah. the girls, and then, then you make her go you take can, a like, bath. You can start staying lines directly from the movie, <laughs> yeah. And then also be like, "Do you like Huey Lewis in the news?" and like stuff like that. It'll be hilarious. They're, but, pro they're probably too young to get it, and you yeah. can be like, you know, get when, naked on all but fours. When you get Don't out, just stare at it. Eat it. Yeah, that, when, I like the idea that, that wire coat hanger. They're going to know that you mean business. I like the idea These that he quotes all... lines from the movie, but not from the right scene. Like, why has he been talking about business cards for six minutes I now? was just <laughs> 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 uh, I was just thinking that, but I, but I didn't know the fucking line. So, <laughs> it's embossed. Um, my, real, my real advice to this guy, my real advice to this guy is, all right, you, you genuinely like both of these girls? No. Uh, think about like if one of them got pissed at you for finding out you were dating the other one and how you would feel if you would feel, Oh, well, well then you don't need to worry if you would feel, mm -hmm. Oh shit, I don't want to lose her. Well then that's the one that you should be dating. That's, but if you that's don't feel, good advice. If you don't feel like that with either one of them, then just fucking keep doing what you're doing. Even better advice though. Have a cook off. <laughs> <laughs> I can they see why he said mainly a, for a Taylor. This thing. is genius. What yeah, about you need a, a cook-off for a it, and then you can Olympics. go around and yell at him. What about a girlfriend Olympics with multiple categories? Oh, so now I have like to a watch Dave women Busters. try and play sports now. You do it at a Dave You have Busters. to carry the flag out the whole way! <laughs> <laughs> 
they both each, American they flags. Each get to pick, e- they each get to pick each other's game. <laughs> like that's it. Make it fair. All uh, right. So question for the forum here. Or this the quorum. E- either works. These are good ideas. Back when I was young, you mostly dated one person at a time. If you were dating two women at the same time, then you were kind of a two-timer. Like, like yeah, you were cheating on one. Literally. It, it, oh. <laughs> is it super normal now that you just assume not yeah. to be exclusive See, like what you need to know yeah. about the way he's yeah, saying definitely dating, assume not to be it, it's not that it's an exclusive thing it's more like oh i there are two girls that i'm going out to dinner with right now and doing that. i'm sure he's maybe he's fucking them. maybe he's not like he hasn't he didn't specify that i'm sure he is but like there he wouldn't be saying it the, unless he's a real he scumbag. A he wouldn't be saying it the way he is unless there was an established understanding of not being exclusive. See, that's yeah. the thing. I feel like I, f- I feel like it's flipped because way back in the you know the Roman times, it, you had to sort of lay out that you weren't exclusive. really going back. Yeah, that my childhood <laughs> in, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the orgy times. <laughs> I'm trying to pretend I'm extra old, but anyway. Yeah. So when I was young, you would have to Civil almost War. be like you know, of course, that like we're still just trying people on for size and seeing if this works. If you didn't say anything, then it would be assumed to be kind of exclusive. I feel like that's flipped around. Now you have to say something to assume that you're not dating anyone else. Yeah, that's that's like yes. the next step. Yeah. There's a that, that's a that's an entire step in relationships and dating is the the statement of exclusivity. And yes. uh, and it's and it's a mistake. Um if you if you <laughs> if you've taken that step, you've essentially tripped. So <laughs> You've fallen. Yeah, like, 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 I don't know why you're looking for that, you know, necessarily. Like, like, what? Ideally, you want some sort of free love type scenario where you got several ladies. You know, I, I was talking to my therapist about this a while back, and she's like, "There's a lot of different ways to have a relationship." And I was like, "Tell me about it." No, no, really, tell, tell me, yeah. tell me about it. And she, well, I mean, sometimes like. I, I fuck my patients. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of different ways. When I was, uh, when I was in high school, uh, and just the, just the naivety of this, looking back on it, like I didn't know you could date multiple people at once, mm-hmm. and so I was a junior in high school. It was like the end of junior year. And uh, there was this girl. I went to this party, and there was this girl I just ended up talking to pretty much all night. And we like made out a little bit. And so then like two days later, we're talking and she's like, so what are we? And I was like, well, what do you mean? Of course we're, or, of course we're, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And like she <laughs> took it as like confidence of being like, of course you'd want to be my girlfriend. And thus was impressed by it. But really it was just me being a total idiot of me being like, what do you mean? You kissed me. Aren't we together forever? Yeah. Like, that's all I knew. And it ended up working accidentally because she misunderstood me. Yeah, I, I have a video. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you, if you, if you had more to expound upon. You have a video of this? <clears throat> this is a good video. All right. Is this the fighting one? This is one of the fighting ones. This is okay. Give me found this. the guy who stole his bike. Um, you will want some audio for this. What I like the most about this is that this gentleman knows the value of stretching out before combat. <laughs> gotta gotta respect that. Yeah. All right, I'm ready to watch people get beat up. Is All right, I'm opening it up I'm right looking... now. It's right above. Hell yeah. All right, I'm ready to start it. I'm sorry, I'm the slowest one this time. I'm, I'm working on it. That's All good. Okay. We're in a happy mood tonight. Our boy Kyle... Free is a well, not free is a bird. Pretty free. Free, free is a bird that's in a halfway enough. house. Free enough. Free enough. 
Free as a bird in a cage. Free For as people a watching, there's about 30 links, and I looked at them all three times. I don't know what I'm... It's called Found the Guy Who Stole His Bike. Car! Car! For... Here, I'll, Wait, I'll, I'll link it again. it again. Oh, LOL, this guy gets his bike back. It has to be that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <clears throat> a whole subreddit called Fight Porn. Fight Porn. I think it's adorable. How many, how many people in fight porn? Sorry, go ahead. I think it's adorable how unreddit savvy Taylor is. It's He's absurd. Like, what do you do you with your free time? There's, there's a subreddit called fight porn. <laughs> there's like five of them that I like a lot. And then when I've looked at the new post for the day on that one, I'm done with Reddit. What is so like Saint, adorable. I like r slash St. Louis blues, yes. r slash blues, r slash STL blues, r slash hockey, r slash... Yeah. Nature is metal, r slash nature is fucking lit, and then uh, there's at least one other one that's funny. Like, that, that's I think there's I think a whole of. one here for people who doctor their Instagram photos. Yeah, it's that's different. hilarious too. That's a good one. I forgot about that until just now. I am ready. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I am I'm ready. ready. Ready, set, play. I put the recorder on. Baby in the car. Makes it better. A little backup in case the fight goes wrong. Oh, motherfucker! Look at him. Stretch it out. Stop. Just stop right here. Stop right here. There's a couple of kids. He's getting out on the side of the road. Oh! The homeless guy going into a defensive fetal position. Oh my! Let me set it. He's kicking the shit out of this guy. And he's wearing sandals. He did the ass buster. He's he giving up the most double time. hammer fists. <laughs> oh, he's giving him that Captain Kirk. <laughs> What's the guy saying? Alright, I'm sorry I was being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's going Mario Brothers 2 on this dude. Oh man. <laughs> he gave him two ass busters. Now for the non-visual side of our audience, let me describe what an ass buster entails. This homeless gentleman is lying on the ground in the fetal position, not because he got hit, because that is what he he goes to in a self-defense scenario. Not a good idea with a man who's actually pissed off at you though and and just wants his bike back. He is jumping into the air and falling ass first onto this homeless man. He does it twice. Can I just oh, point that was out fun. also, the footage is being filmed from the back seat where the kids are. One of the kids is filming this. Daddy fucking him up. That, that is... kid's got a steady hand. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I there's uh, I hear I hear an echo. I know if someone's uh, mic is picking up the show. It's got to be Taylor. My bad. Yeah. It's, it's because Taylor can't uh, wear his uh, headphones on both ears because of the size of his skull. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, understandable. It, as a fellow, as a fellow uh, four-headed individual, I completely <laughs> five-headed individual. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're trying. We, to, we're see, trying to stretching. Back. That's my favorite. We understand part. each other's struggle. Yeah, dude, the stretching. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he sees the guy and he starts doing like the hype up, yeah. like moving around, stretching, almost like he's you know dancing. That's funny. Kyle That's pointed it out, funny. and I didn't see it, so I, I've been going back looking for it for the crowd, and and now we've watched it several times. The stretching, we we miss I, it. I have another video to watch. I want to find another good one on this subreddit. Fight porn. I, here you go. Um, oh boy. I, I don't know what this even is. I watched. Oh man, it's it. So you, you want to click it really quickly and then and then 
Oh shit, is it just gonna autoplay? Click open or god damn it. Do I click open original on it? Yeah, hang on. Don't yeah, click open original. That way you get like a a, a links thing you can are spoopy. Pause. This link goes to gift cat something. Are you yeah, what is the link called? There? I need to this get is is this a drunk person that they're trying to help? What is this? Does anyone know the link? Did he put it in there? Yeah, he, he pasted oh. it in there. I'm looking through the list. Okay. So, so you want to click the blue part, like the hyper. What is the thing. context of this shit? I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm. That's why I linked it because I'm so confused. Are we ready? Yes. Ready, set, play. Okay. This so it looks a like the redhead girl. has knocked out the small girl. Maybe. No, Bow! I think the redhead is trying no. to hold her up. <laughs> Dude, oh. bitch slaps oh, the no, redhead. Oh no! Oh, so he. Oh, okay. So the redhead and he picks up the out. little girl like she's a a doll. Is oh. it possible she's drunk? Is it and possible he's she's not a human being? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. oh no. The backstory I made up in my head is that he holds the redhead responsible for the drunkenness of the brunette. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Oh, that might be. This is bizarre. Because the redhead oh, he had doesn't to seem her. to be He's carrying her like, a, like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I've carried my kids like that, they love it. <laughs> you also dislocated your daughter's arm. I did not. My wife did that. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's Is he right. just like dropping her off at where she lives? He's like, uh, you got one bird. Yeah, I don't think, I think the redhead is trying to hold her up. I don't think he hit her. Can I just say these girls look like they'd be fun to party with? Yeah, but this guy, it's weird. He's like both being chivalrous and horrific at the same time. Yeah. Dude, that little casual step over the passed out bitch and slapper is... Magnifique. He slaps so her. So funny. Like a, it's like a sniper shot. It's pow. pow. I, do, I mean, I pow. can't really. I, I, I know the theme of this show and all, but I don't really find <laughs> the funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you're missing out, man. <laughs> You'll catch up. Oh my god. The yeah. I just think, and also like the danger. Like she's passed out, and he's like, let me just risk her breaking her neck. Dude, like the thing everything that's worse, about this is wrong. What what he does that's way <laughs> worse than the little slap, which she sold the slap. Like he he didn't wind up really big, but him grabbing her by the back of the head and like dragging her shins across the concrete, pretty much like that's that's the brutal part. Of that's it. not even a good way to carry someone. I felt like that was punitive. You know, if he just wanted to move her, he'd have grabbed her by the belt like he did in the end. Are you to pick her up punitive. like like you carry a woman? You know, yeah, by her vagina. <laughs> Not just yeah. by her vagina. Can't you, you bowl? You get your thumb in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For stability. You hold it like a six pack. You know? the, the idea of like you, you do like the like the sack carry. Like yeah. if someone's passed out, you throw them over your shoulder. Have you guys like, ever had to do that for someone where you had to sack carry someone because they were so drunk or otherwise fucked oh up? Oh my god. I had to do that at Lance Bass's house. This is a real story. Lance so, Bass at Lance Bass from NSYNC. Yeah. Uh, so before, like I had just started being a comic. I, the, the, I was invited, <laughs> I was invited to this party through like four people. It was like Lance Bass went to space camp. No exaggeration. Went to space camp with a girl who was, uh, best college friends with another girl who was dating my best friend and so it just became this whole thing where we ended up at his New Year's So party. you and Lance Bass are pretty tight. Yeah, we're super tight, super tight. 
no, I mean, not in that way. And so uh, we're at Lance Bass's house, and my buddy, who is six foot seven, uh, gets super drunk at his house because he was talking to this girl all night, and like they're grinding on the dance floor and everything. He thinks he's, you know, getting with this girl, and then she randomly just brings up her boyfriend, and he's like, "Oh, oh the worst." Well, this is. What was all this then? And so he goes over to the bartender and he goes, hey, man, you see that girl I've been dancing with all night? And the bartender's like, yeah. And he goes, she's got a boyfriend. And the bartender goes, oh, hold on a second. And just pours him like a pint glass full of liquor and just hands it to him. And he's like, here you go, buddy. And so he gets wasted and he's he's fucking six, seven. And that is hard to handle. And I'm trying to get him not to fall in the pool. And at one point, like, I'm trying to get him to walk down the hill Cause like, it's pretty difficult. Like uh, Lance's house. I don't know if he still lives there, but he was like on the top of Mulholland drive uh, in LA, which is like, there's like a fucking cliff. Yeah, and so, the movie. yeah. And so I'm trying to get him to not fall. And at one point he throws me off of him and just yells, don't control me. And then face plants in the concrete. And nice. so then I had to, I had to like pick up a six foot seven guy and drag him to a cab. And that was a, a very difficult thing to do. That sounds shit. I've never had yeah. to deal with someone who's six foot seven who does that. Thankfully, the only time I've had to do it, it was for one of my smaller friends who's probably like like five eight, five nine at the absolute most. Very skinny, yeah. also small guy. And this was back in, I think it was over some kind of break, our freshman year in college. And we were back in St. Louis, and we went to a buddy of ours, uh, his house. And his house is like the backyard is like the little patio area and then a giant hill down like just grass just straight down so it's slick and it rained earlier that day and my my skinny buddy never drank like he had not he drank i think twice in his life up to that point and we're like dude we're gonna get you fucked up tonight we're gonna have a great time and so me and like five buddies head head out to this this uh this party and we get there and i was i was sober driving that night and so I, I couldn't have anything to drink. And uh, we we get down there. My I, I keep like vi- basically like vicariously drinking through my buddy who doesn't know how to drink. Oh where all the time I'm just like, hell yeah, dude. Like I can't take the shot, but you take mine and th- that kind of shit. And after like shit you not like 35 minutes at the party, like he is beyond blackout like not making sense like we were playing pool at one point and he was just like holding the cue like leaning all over the place like not not even able to play and and so we have to leave pretty fucking early so i grabbed my buddies that i came there with it's like uh i was in i had a jeep at the time and so i had myself uh three buddies and then this the skinny guy and we're all leaving and as we're gonna leave i'm helping my my skinny buddy out the door and he gives me the drunk guy shake of like, get off of me. I, I can walk yeah. myself. Immediately falls down the hill and rolls barrel roll style. <laughs> like, like 30 yards down there. 30 yards doesn't sound like a lot. It's a lot on wet grass in tennis shoes having to go down there. And so I go down there and I'm like, hey, That's you're good, buddy. Cool you, you fucking got it. Like I'm giving like the pump up drunk speech where it's like, dude, you feel bad right now. You're going to be fine in an hour. You're going to be, fi-. he was not going to be fine in an hour. You'll be fine in an hour. Just come on, stand up. Let's get up there. Let's go. I'll, I'll <clears> stop <throat> and we'll get food on the way home. And he just is like, Mah! and so <laughs> I was like, okay, fuck. And so I, I picked him up potato sack style and I carried him up there. It took me probably 10, 12 minutes to get up there. Cause I would get up. And then I would feel like with both my legs 
totally still like the traction give out and I just would slide back like five yeah. feet trying not to fall with this fucker on my shoulder. I eventually get him back up to my car. We could throw everybody in the back and immediately my other buddy who's sitting next to him in the middle goes, dude, he, be- dude, you better not fucking vomit on me. You better not fucking vomit on me. And I'm like, dude, honestly, honestly, please don't throw up in my car. He's not <laughs> nonsensible. Like, nonsensical. We get, like, two miles down the road, there's a CVS, and maybe 200 yards before we get to the CVS, uh, I hear a... (laughs) in my back seat, and then, like, there's a two-second delay, and my my other buddy, who was still drunk, but not that fucked up, goes, Oh, fucking gross, dude! Fucking gross! What the fuck is... He's screaming at this guy, and then we... I, I pull into the CVS so I can get shit to clean it up. And me and the two other most sober guys who wasn't the yeller or the vomiter get up and start going inside. And the the guy who got vomited on was so frustrated, he pushed the drunk guy into the door. But I was already out of the car. And so I was going to open it up to give him some air. I open up the door and he falls headfirst into the concrete in a CVS parking lot. There's a guy walking in. It's two in the morning. I don't know what the fuck he was getting. And he just like, rough night. And I was like... <laughs> piece of shit so i went in spent like four yeah, like you had to shit. comment on that he mm. had like yeah he had blood on his head jesus because he, he hit the the concrete so hard i didn't know he was gonna <clears> fall <throat> out i thought he was on like the middle of the car but no he fell right out and uh i don't think he drank again for like a year after that so we really ruined it he's never gonna be an alcoholic so there's that so you know so thank the god point for small of the miracles. story is that you saved this guy well it was you more the funny himself the funny journey if anything i harmed him by trying to get him to drink too much <laughs> at the party i was trying for him to get him to have a really really fun time because he was a buddy of mine from high school had to move yeah. away in like freshman year and live in this tiny little town because his dad was a pastor and so like when he finally was back and we were all hanging out it was like fuck yeah let's get let's get shit house so anybody a have a mine, story like that yeah a friend of mine uh you know so the movie coyote ugly was actually based on this bar called hogs and heifers it was not based on coyote ugly And it's this, you know, it's this crazy country bar in New York City. And uh, a a buddy of mine was this like country DJ. Like he loved this was in college. And uh, so he like he loved this bar. This was he would just swear by it because he's like, yeah, girls take their bras off. It's the best. So uh, we went there and he was getting me pretty drunk, but he was way drunker than I was. Mm -hmm. And we managed we take a cab back. We're both pretty drunk. I managed to like, I'm drunk enough that I just like go to sleep on the couch downstairs. We, we were in a brownstone in a fraternity house, but that's the fraternity houses in New York, brownstones. And so he stumbles up to his room and gets completely naked and goes to bed, except the rooms, the floors are kind of all the same. So it was <laughs> not in his bed. Yeah, <laughs> It was the bed of another guy and his girlfriend. So they were just sleeping together quietly at like two, three in the morning. And then this other guy gets completely naked and gets in a bed with them. And boy, did the other guy have some explaining to do. He just like <laughs> shoved him out of bed with one hand. And uh, and then he like tried to get him out of there, but he was naked. And you don't want to carry around a naked guy. And so he, he like left him on the floor and just threw a blanket over him and went back to sleep. That was nice of him to throw a blanket on him. Well, it was more actually that was probably his for dick. his own. Yeah, it was for his own. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, "My girlfriend's right here. Let's cover this guy up." This is more more of that. I'm trying to. That think guy's got a wife and shit. kids now. Like that's the weirdest part about like all these stories. You're just like, and that guy's a doctor. Yeah, like at all. <laughs> and that guy, he's actually a normal dude. Pays his taxes now. And then yeah. the more of those stories that pop up, it's like, huh, maybe everybody was kind of like this. 
Yeah, you, you're kind of a honest. retard, you know, in your 20s, and it, eventually most people grow out of it. A lot of retards in their 30s, though, so everybody doesn't. Yeah, they're I mean, definitely... I'm, I'm almost 30, and I'm retarded. So, mm. that's a strong, strong counterpoint. I never... What is this uh, What is this story that you linked, Kyle? Or is this... Uh, way... I, I, I'm so confused by it, I don't even know. The title says, Florida Man Arrested for Covering Sleeping Girlfriend and Ketchup. But when I clicked it, it was a whole video of, like, a high-speed chase. And, and I, I'm just very confused. I like how the title is, Florida Man Arrested for Covering Sleeping Girlfriend and Ketchup, colon, quote, That's what you get, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay new front runner for cool guy of the week right here that well, the, the thing is the girlfriend was cheating on him with a tomato so mm. it was a guy whose murdered... last name was hunts yeah <laughs> yeah he murdered the tomatoes whole family if you use hunts ketchup you are worse than a nazi dude <laughs> it, it, I'll, I'll take a hot take right here that just like steve said with like all the offensive shit we say nobody cares about that because that's funny but like the Android thing and the ketchup thing, people will hate on this ketchup take. There, I cannot tell a difference between store brand ketchup, Heinz ketchup, Hunt's ketchup. It all tastes right about the same. Well, like, you don't do have you, much of a palate then, do you? It's ketchup. It's like tomato no. paste, sugar, and vinegar. Okay, like, and, and tell, other spices like, and in different quantities. 57 Taylor's herbs like, and spices, when you I animal. Cover, a woman in qualities of yeah. I can't even tell the difference between which brand I use. I get generic. <laughs> I buy it in the gallon thing from. Uh, I don't actually do that. I don't. I don't eat a lot of ketchup. So you I know what I value a lot. Doesn't. I don't use ketchup much, but it needs to have the pour thing on the bottom and be stored upside down all the time. Otherwise, yep. it pees on your food. So yeah, you gotta shake it. True. You always shake yeah. it, or you get the ketchup precom. Um, I I love ketchup. I. I only eat it on French fries. Some people will eat it on like everything, and I don't get that. Dude, but look. you eat you eat a ludicrous amount on your French fries. Here's a here's I dip a, every French fry in the take, fucking ketchup because I like to taste it. But here's you you do the take. Oh, go ahead. I do not eat French fries that need ketchup mm. because if a French fry needs ketchup, that's not a good French fry. I don't drive cars like, that need gasoline. It's <laughs> a, that's not. Ketchup can't get to my mouth, or French fries can't get to my mouth. I think without what ketchup. Kyle's saying is that the purpose of a French fry is that it is a ketchup shovel. Negative. What I'm saying I don't is care for that take better, you have on French fries French and ketchup. Fry. Okay. That's why it's a hot take. I'm more on Steve's take with than like I, I, I like fries without ketchup too. I like them with ketchup, but well, you're not. Well, it's better with ketchup. Okay, I'm honest. Well, you're just wrong. But the best, but the, but if you have really good fries, you don't need the ketchup. I like Steve's on this. I you never need ketchup. It's not like fucking. <laughs> Fucking protein or it's or not like gasoline for a car, like the metaphor I just <laughs> used. <laughs> I don't need them. All right. But you want them. It's it's like I don't need ice for my water, but it's well, better ketchup, with the hold, ice. Hold and second. I only want water if it has ice. But you guys are like 10 years younger than me. And the yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. As, yeah. as you get, what do you as you get older, <laughs> as you get older, well, I'm 39. Uh -huh, so as adorable. you get older, the like the the idea of I don't like eating healthy, but I'll make little changes that don't affect my enjoyment of life too much in order to stay healthier. Mm -hmm. And one of those changes is ketchup, because to me, I find that if you have if you eat better things that you don't need to bathe in ketchup, then you don't need to just have the mouth full of sugar that ketchup is. Yeah, I, I don't I like eat... ketchup on hot dogs or burgers either. No, I mustard. never on a hot dog. Never on a hot dog. It's it's that's that's low class. Um, if you ask me. <laughs> It really is. Google it real quick. Um, All you need on a hot class dog. When, I, when a hot I am dog. eating my beef anuses, I go yeah. high class. <laughs> uh, I, I only eat 100% uh, Angus beef 
hot dogs. Thank you very much. I don't care Ang- for the Angus fake- anus. Angus beef. No, <laughs> Nathan's no, no, no. rank one hot dog, all beef. Nathan's bun length. Rank two, uh, Hebrew national bun length. Also I, solid. I invert those two. I I, th- I like the Hebrews over oh, the Nathan. Now you like the Jews. I like their hot <laughs> well, dogs. Well, they make some sick dogs. I Googled it. Can I read the answer, Kyle? Yes. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council has recently come out <laughs> in disapproval of adults using ketchup on hot dogs. That's right. In a guide to hot dog etiquette, the organization declared that for those 18 years of age and older, acceptable wiener toppings include mustard, relish, onions, cheese, and chili. So Kyle is in alignment with the National Hot Dog and Council Society. I am about the like vice sauerkraut. president and chief <laughs> operating officer of the Hot Dog Alliance, and we will no longer have our good products sullied by ketchup or any other childish ingredients such as mayonnaise. What I put I, on a hot dog, I put mustard, usually chili. I like chili. I like I like fresh white onion, and if I'm really getting fancy, I'll put some relish or sauerkraut. Or this is the this is the the real the pimento cheese. Not on the list. So, on a hot I, dog. I, <clears throat> National I Association for the Advancement of Cow Parts <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Nice. NAACP. I do agree. <laughs> I do agree with Kyle on the HDA, but the <laughs> the idea, like, so me, I actually missed out on relish most of my life when I was a kid. I didn't understand that because I've always loved pickles. I don't yeah. understand that relish is just basically cut up pickle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like I didn't I didn't know that until one day, like someone put relish on a hot dog for me accidentally and I was hungry and I was like, all right, I guess I'll trip. What the fuck is this magic? And yeah. uh, and now every time I'm at a ball game, every time, you know, like that's what I cover my hot dogs. In. Do I you like to do the same cheese? thing with the oh, go for it. Do you like pimento cheese? No, I don't like pimento. cheese. Have you ever had um, jalapeno pimento cheese? I'm not a big fan of spicy. Oh, I love spicy. That's my number one flavor. Yeah, I'm not a huge. See, I, I've, like, I'm on the same pickle boat where I've never disliked pickles, but like, you know, when you get half a pickle with your sandwich when you go out somewhere, I always was doing it wrong to where I would eat my whole sandwich in my salad or my chips or whatever, and by the end of it, there's just a pickle there, and I'm like, well, I'm full. I don't, mm, I don't yeah. know why they have this pickle. I've recently figured out you're supposed to take the bite of the sandwich and then a bite of the pickle, and it's revolutionized my sandwich <laughs> eating. Yeah. revolutionized it, it, that nice like bitter not bitter but like i don't even know how you would describe the vinegary taste kind of <laughs> cleanses your palate and then next time you take a bite of that sandwich it's like that first bite again it's great if you go to the grocery store <clears throat> there's a brand of pimento cheese that has an old black woman on the jar it's a plastic container there's a black lady on there she's looking at you like oh no you didn't pimento and Kyle is willing to get is, it anyway Kyle's been accidentally is. putting maple syrup on his hot dogs this whole time. <laughs> that's Aunt Jemima and she also is full of delicious the sweetest pickles you ever did taste <laughs> um, but yeah this, uh, this pimento cheese and it, uh, they have a jalapeno variety it is delicious and I like to put that shit on a fucking hot dog if I'm going all out I like hot dogs if I'm gonna eat I never eat one hot dog that's ridiculous ridiculous if i'm eating hot dogs i'm like all right tomorrow's hot dog day let's get so ready have you have you guys been to a, a shake shack yeah it's yeah. not very good i've heard of it you, you don't think it's very good no i mean i thought uh, it was pretty good i, I love i love oh, shake excuse shack. me i'm thinking of in and out in and out's the one that's overrated no no, no. Shake, shake shack shake shack it was uh it started in new york and now it's like everywhere mm-hmm. and i i fucking love it but when i go to shake shack 
And people will be like, all right, well, I'll get a burger and fries. And I'm like, no, I'll get a burger and a hot dog. And they're like, what? That's so bad for you. I'm like, French fries? Hot dog and French fries are the same bad for you. That yeah. This way, I just get to enjoy both of these things. And at least yeah. you're hitting your protein macros. Exactly. I, I only have French fries got, if got I like the restaurants. French fries, like like Steak and Shake has those uh, those little thin-ass uh, shoestring fries. I don't eat those. I don't want that mess. I want no, big, shake, fat, shake shack sexy fries is, like five guys. Yeah, Shake Shack is it's so fucking good. And also, the there are only a few in airports, but the airport ones are the only ones that have breakfast. Mm, Shake Shack ah. breakfast is it's like this egg and cheese, tons of salt content, but so fucking good. It's just the best egg and cheese I've ever had. Salt's and good for you. Salt yeah, isn't even bad def- for you. A study came out, <clears throat> I've been told, <laughs> that, <laughs> that salt isn't even bad for you. Unless you have blood pressure issues, load up on the salt. Have as much as you want. You're I, mostly made of it. I loaded up on salt today. I had pho. <laughs> Does anyone know what pho is? It's, it's like oh, Vietnamese yeah. soup. Yeah, Vietnamese soup. Yeah. Oh, it's a really say, good soup. It's I got say, meat in it. I say pho. You're it's and so so do so I used to say pho also and then I was eating with my friend his wife is Vietnamese and I said something about pho and like she laughed and I was like what did I say she goes well it's pronounced pho and then I thought about it I was like oh it's funny because so many fucking stores have a name based on it being pronounced wrong yeah like there are so many places like there's a chain a huge chain in LA called 9021 pho yeah. But it's really 9021 pho. For people so that, that don't it know. It should be. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this, this word is spelled <laughs> no. P-H-O. And it's I pronounced open a F-A. Place called, called pho king. Ah, like you're, you'd be you're the, the king, of, ah. king of pho. The pho king. Dude, that's... All right. This is going on the PKA list of ideas that are, are, aren't bad. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I did uh, one. Anyway, Kyle and Taylor told me that the inside of the pepper was the hot part, that with the seeds and the whiteness. The, yeah, the seeds is the spiciest part. Yeah. So I yeah. pop them out, and then I put the outside of the pepper in there. Game changer for me. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually like the spice, but what I don't like is the public embarrassment that comes with my tears and runny nose and all the shit that, that, that just exposes how I can't handle it. Dude, I had a, I had Thai food once with, uh, with this comic, and... He, he led me to develop a theory that there there are outliers at every little skill in the world. Okay. Whatever, whether black that skill swan is theory. How, what? The black swan theory. This already exists, but carry on. Okay. I'm sure I'm not the first person to think of it. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. But the, I didn't mean but to. The, no, but the idea of like whether it is tying your shoes fast or like or perceiving an oncoming car, whatever the fuck the skill is, there are people who are amazing at it and there are people who are total shit at it. And most of us are in between because mm-hmm. this comic you know, I don't like spice. So they come to me and they're, you know, I order, I order my, you know, pad CU. And she was like, uh, you know, what spice level do you want? One through 10. I was like, do you have a zero? I'll take a zero. (laughs) And so then she goes to him and he goes, I'll take a 10. And she freezes. And she's like, (laughs) no one's ever taken a 10. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll take a 10. And she goes, the most anyone's ever had was an eight. And that guy, we had to call an ambulance. (laughs) And he goes, what a fucking loser. He Why goes, do you offer fine. the nine and ten then? <laughs> yeah. Well, he said he goes, it's fine. I'll take a ten. And so <clears throat> the cook came out, the manager came out, and I like double this. everyone double checked. And so then finally, so they give him the ten. He eats it. Doesn't even fucking break a sweat. He's fine. He says to me, he's like, I probably could have gone to a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, twelve would probably be a bit much for me. They come out. They take his picture. They comp. <laughs> They comp the entire meal. Wow. And they're just like, they're like, we've been in business 10 years. We've never seen anything like this. 
And yeah, the and prophecy I, and I, always says someone would come in and all that. And and uh, yeah, and I, I just like in that moment, I was like, I think you might have that palette, like the one of the most in the world. I was like, we're going to a wing contest tomorrow, bro. Like oh. we're we're driving somewhere yeah, where they have some yeah. sort of hot contest, and we're making money. I felt like it was uh like Paul Newman. In the you know, in like the color of money. There like, was a Thai restaurant near me. Uh, they were they were known for two things: <laughs> good Thai food and and human slavery. And uh, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it came out like I didn't even know. Fans I'm glad were like, you specified human slavery. <laughs> fans, yeah. uh, a bunch of monkeys working back there in poor conditions. <laughs> <laughs> back to work, Chippy. They're like, Woody, check this out. They show me an article from the local paper called the News and Observer, and and yeah, they were like guilty. They were bringing people in from other countries, taking their passports, and forcing them to work under oh, misleading. You can taste the misery. Oh, it was no so wonder, good. No wonder the Thai food was so good. <laughs> Because they had people to work there for free, so they could spend money on developing the food. So I'm there, and I hear someone come in to order takeout, and they're like, oh, they want it spicy. And they're like, whoa, whoa, really spicy? And they're like, nah, they're white people. And they give them this, like, right, 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 they're all on the same page. So they tone it down for the whites. When uh, When I order Thai food, they ask, spicy? Or Thai spicy, mm-hmm. and and I, you would never hear that in any other type of restaurant. You'd never go to like a, a fried chicken place, and, and you're like, yeah, I want an extra crispy, and be like, crispy, or black crispy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going there. Black crispy. I've, a, I've actually. Uh, I want to ask you as fuck. Took our picture on. No one's ever had black crispy chicken before. How do you make it black crispy? We fry it in lard. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it in a chitlin first. You ever had chitterlings? Yeah. I'm not I'm sure. Not, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. It's fried pig intestine, which which yeah. I really scoff yeah. at until I consider that the best hot dogs and sausages are wrapped in pig intestine. So I don't know. I guess I'm a hypocrite. But yeah, I, I, I usually ordered it hot, but not Thai hot. And hot Penang curry would have me crying, and I'd have to blow my nose a couple of times during dinner. And then one day we were getting it to go, and I was like, "This is my opportunity to get it Thai hot. This, I won't make a scene this way. I'll be back at mm. home with this Thai hot." Took me an hour to eat a plate of Penang curry because I would I would take maybe five bites, and it, I would be overwhelmed by the heat, and I'd have to like take a break, take a break. This is too much. I, I like a, that burning feeling. Me too, mouth. but but when I was it, in uh, it builds. When I was in Japan, uh, I was with uh, I was with another comic who spoke Japanese, and like there was a we were you know we were at some place and they were just bringing us a bunch of food, and I like I said I was like I can't I can't eat spicy, and so like he tried to tell that to the waiter, and like the waiter seemed to kind of pause, and I just said to him I go how do you say white American in Japanese. Because that's what's going to communicate this right now, of like how little I can take, and like they totally understood, nothing was spicy. Yeah, it should have been like you know how you are when you try and drink milk. (laughs) 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 That's where I will be if you give me a a real spicy dish. The Thai restaurant I like so much got replaced as a Jamaican restaurant, and I'm like, all right, I don't really know Jamaican food. Let's check this out. The fuck is wrong with Jamaican food? It's got all these broken bones in it, and it's not like. 
Chicken with bone, chicken with broken bones. They just take the chicken, smash it up with a hammer or knife or something, and and there's like shards. It's it's mangled chicken. It. Woody, gonna, that, that gonna... like, sounds awful. I've been, I've eaten Jamaican food, and I think what you just said was like, you were just like, what the fuck is wrong with American food? I went to this Shoney's and everything was crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had Jamaican. I went food. to Applebee's. I, <laughs> I found the jerk chicken to be like dry, gross. Uh, but but it was fine. I, like it's not my favorite kind of food. But this this story of broken bones in your compound meal, that's fractures that's a, sticking out the side of the chicken. That's a, that's a health department issue, Woody. You, 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 that's not yeah. a. I never Woody, went I think, back. I think that, that location is just cursed. First, it's human slavery, and now they're actually killing people Don't and hiding. Don't knock my human slave cooks. They were outstanding. <laughs> it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. <laughs> there was a guy up in South. Sa- there was a guy up in South Carolina. Like, like Woody's describing a scenario where, like, you import like a Thai, a Thailand, a Taiwanese immigrant, and uh, they gave him the false hope that they would someday own the restaurant, and they yeah. just kept him slaving forever. So that's one thing. Oh, like bad. middle management. Yeah, yeah exactly. like that. So that's bad. But then we had that one story a while back in South Carolina where a white man was running a barbecue restaurant and he had a mentally handicapped black man as a literal slave in the back cooking and doing dishes and stuff. And when the black guy would get out of, I guess he wouldn't do a good job, he'd sling hot grease on him and stuff and beat him with a belt. It was crazy. Mm. The guy was on like, apparently there is a, a... a slavery charge that you could slap right. on somebody to this day. I want to hear his defense. Like, I gave him room and put, board and food. You know, like, what's wrong with They put slavery and human slavery. They charged him with both. Shit. <laughs> yeah. That just hurts the black guy's feelings. Ah, they're only half right there. God damn. The, uh, um, there, I actually know a good version of this. Um, where, you know how there's like, in every small town in America, no matter how little the population, there's always like a Chinese food place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was in a. I was in a. Well, I was in a Starbucks. Yeah, but it's like, how do they know that there's not one in this place? And I was in a Starbucks one day, and I was overhearing the guy next to me's conversation, and his job, Mm -hmm. he would basically find immigrants trying to come to America, and they would set up a Chinese restaurant for them, and they would pay like a fifty thousand dollar fee to do this, and then the people would come over and they would work and operate the Chinese restaurant. And, but there was like this this fee for these guys to set it up. And it was a way to get immigrants over like legally, yeah. technically. And like that was his job. And I was like, oh, that's huh. why there's a Chinese food restaurant in every small town. Because this company literally finds places where there isn't one yet and then goes and sells it to immigrants. Dude, there's so there's no good Chinese food near me. It's so upsetting. Like that's I, almost hard to believe given where you are. There's none. Like Atlanta has shit Chinese food. I've, Are you I've, in Atlanta or outside Atlanta? I'm outside Atlanta. But By how far? Pretty far. 30 minutes. But yeah, I mean that's like, yeah. Dude, that's, that's three miles far. in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. time a day. <laughs> like it's LA. Like, oh, so you're in Alpharetta? LA, uh, that's North Atlanta. Yeah. I, I've uh, I used to live in uh I used to work in Alpharetta and live in Sandy Springs. But the um LA and New York have such amazing Chinese food. That yeah. it's like you're eating a different kind of food when you eat fucking Northeast Georgia Chinese food. Mm. Like, like, well, that's why I was laughing at the Costco pizza. It's the same kind of thing. It's like <laughs> technically was... named that. 
I was Costco, bring you up get pizza. high off the flavor because of how cheap it is, too. <laughs> I think New York pizza's not that good. The, you know, with the bubbles and the inaccuracies in the cooking and the slime, the, the, it falls forward and the grease drips off. Compare that to, people That's, are going to hate this, but like... A, you're describing the pizza from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even really watch them. Dude, but, well, I, I like a nice flop on my New York slice. Yeah. And, and also... And it's over-greased, you, you, and I think you it's hold bad. It in half, you hold it in half, the oil drips out the little crease that you made, and, mm-hmm. then, that's, and then you're you good. You just blot it. I, See, I like, like every what, kind no, of pizza. Is I like suckers. all of the pizzas. My as crazy as kind. this is, the Pizza Hut with the stuffed crust, I think is better than that. That sauce is too sweet. That's fucking insane. Woody, <laughs> that is the worst thing anyone's ever said on this program. Uh, people oh, just insulted around. Android four hours ago. This, I, uh, <laughs> how dare you? Pizza is great. Like every kind of pizza, even Chicago style. Which, what do you mean, is, even Chicago style? I'm saying because I don't like pizza that you can't eat with your hand. Like, you can if you try eat, to eat a Chicago slice with your hand, you're going to get it all over yourself. There's sauces on top. By it's lasagna. Way, get a fucking it's napkin. Delicious. Get a fucking napkin, you barbarian. I truly believe that Chicago style pizza is wonderful, but it's a different food than pizza. Yeah, it's yes. the same. You got New it York be called style. like yeah. cheat, like cheese marinara pie, or something like that. You know, perennial Chicago uh, underrated would be closer to the truth. Is uh, is yeah. Detroit style like the square pan pizzas yeah, that yeah. are deep, not yeah. too much sauce, so you can. St- I like the sauce, but like if I eat, like if I have two slices of Chicago style, I'm gonna have acid reflux. But like, also, I'm, did you guys see? So much did you guys see that that food abortion that was bagel sliced bread out of St. Louis? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know about that. I I think no, it's a, it's a smart point. way to serve a large group. I think right? that is. You would also probably horrible. hate St. Louis style pizza because people who aren't from here don't like Provel cheese very much. What's, yeah, what's the, uh, bagel Provel sliced cheese. bread? They take a loaf and cut it down the middle lengthwise. No, it's they take a bagel and they slice it this way. Oh, we get we so can get they, that here. That's that is fucking ridiculous. How See, do you know why, you know why Panera bread does that? It's because it's well it, everywhere, but here it's called Panera. But here it's called St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis, Louis Bread Company, which is Panera in different pants. Yeah, well, I mean, it started here as that, and then they became Panera because no, it, nobody in like Boston's going to be like, dude, let's go to the fucking St. Louis Bread Company. Like nobody, no, nobody would. Think, yeah, that, that's terrible marketing. That sounds like such to something that sounds French or Italian. Oh, or Italian. I saw, I saw a place. Uh, I was in New Brunswick, and there were two bagel places. And I, I was like deciding between them. And like the first one, it was called like Bagel Nosh. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a good bagel place. And the second one was called LA Bagel. And I was like, fuck off. No way. Yeah. New York That's Bagel the worst is where you market. Want to go. There's one here. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a New York Bagel here. And everyone that works there is obviously either from New York or New Jersey, which is pretty cool. If I yeah. like the, like if I saw a place called like Israeli Bagels, I'd be like, this is going to have the best bagels on earth. Like there's no, no doubt. Because, or wait, is bagels a thing from Israel? No, it's a, it's a New York Jewish thing. For oh, the most part. okay. Yeah. Well, then uh, I rescind it. I didn't know. I was giving uh, giving Israel too much credit for bagel manufacturing. Can we do yeah. an AMA it's question? A... Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, wait, before we do, uh, I had so much fun, but I got to go. It's actually, oh. uh, it is Ben Glebe's birthday. So oh, tell him happy birthday and nice. good luck on the run. Celebrate. Yeah. And also, uh, so before I go, can I plug real quick? Please. Yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it. Sure. Yeah, a couple things. First of all, if anybody's interested in getting a comedian on the debate stage, go to Glebe2020.com and you can donate a buck and that helps a whole lot because it's number of donors, not total donation. Um, But also, if you guys want to see me live, um, I'm doing my first ever show in Hawaii uh, on Sunday. Nice. Congratulations. So I'm really excited about that. And then I've got all kinds of stuff coming up. 
uh, Boston, Denver, Salt Lake City, uh, LA, New York, uh, all kinds of places. Um, and as always in the subreddit, I do a discount for PKA people. So uh, I do a tis- uh, ticket discount whenever I can. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me on, guys. I, I missed y'all. And uh, Kyle, I'm really, I'm really happy that you're not in jail. Thanks, buddy. Really? And a quick note, yeah. uh, I went to Steve's show and I really liked it. Thank so, you. Check it out. And uh, quick check note, out. quick note, I, was, I just did a show in St. Louis and Taylor did not come. Wow. <laughs> that was on a so. Thursday night. <laughs> it was. It was the same. Yeah. It was the same night as PK. I it remember totally you DM me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Hey, come to my show," and then you're like, "Oh, I'm busy tonight." I was like, "Oh, right." Right. Yeah. The the thing you do. But yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever. Um, well, all right. Bye, guys. Great having you on, man. Later, Bye-bye. buddy. Thanks. So you have an AMA question? I do. If you had the ability to shut down any company, which would you choose, and why? Thank you. Hmm. Okay, I'm glad you said hmm because I wasn't sure you were still here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm having a hard time coming up with a company that I dislike enough that I want them. I mean, Dick's Sporting Goods mistreated me one time. Mm. Never do business with them again. The first Never. one that popped into my head was Facebook. I feel like they're a social bad that they just they create more harm than good. And if they were gone, what I would predict would replace them would be better. Like forms from yesteryear and such um yeah that's that's a decent one i guess i i have no connection to facebook really i mean i'm not a fan of people who use facebook necessarily like, like i feel like it's like, like it's almost an old person thing now interesting um, it's really falling out of vogue um i you, you everybody's know what on twitter speaking of that i got a twitter topic in a little bit you probably know what it is i'll just wrap up on facebook to me is replaced web forms you know that, that we're a big thing a while everywhere and like um if you just want to have a there's group like one wheel it's like a kind of electric skateboard or electric skateboards in general mm-hmm. the group will be on there'll be a raleigh one wheel thing and that's where people organize and meet up uh, every group of every interest you could think of anywhere lands on facebook and yeah, I actually yeah. hate my Facebook feed. I've stopped going to it almost entirely. And I just use it for the groups. And it's a shitty version of forums. So. Makes sense. Yeah, that's understandable. But but you're not using it as a social media platform. You're using it more to organize, you know, events and stuff like that that have to do with a particular category, which is... Like I'm not it, using that, it as Facebook, but I guess that would still be social media. Yeah, I suppose so to some extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> they're sharing content as well. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have anything against any companies. That, that's kind of a tough one. Um, the, the problem with eliminating a company you don't like is you sort of eliminate competition in that marketplace. So like, I'm not a big fan of Pepsi, but if I take Pepsi out, then Coca-Cola probably doesn't do as good of a job. You know, mm. like if I, uh, uh, by the way, uh, Steve's new podcast, uh, it's called failing forward. And, uh, he interviews successful people about times, uh, when everything sucked. That's a neat idea. Uh, so that's a good concept. There'll be a, there'll be a link down there below in the description. Um, yeah, I don't know. Taylor, can you think of any companies that if you could snap your fingers and just blink them out of existence, you would do so hunts catch up. But again, I'm eliminating Heinz's competition. Maybe they go to lower quality tomatoes mm. now. Don't want to do that to them. Does the NHL franchise, the Chicago Blackhawks count as a company? I think no. it should, <laughs> but don't you like that they exist in the world? I do like that because it's fun to have rivals. I, I, uh, I don't even like watching the Yankees win, but I like it when they're in the playoffs. I'm trying yeah. to think what like what company I just want to get rid of. What company makes terrible 
terrible food or snacks or drinks. It's hard to think of because usually I buy those things once and then realize it's not good anymore. <laughs> you know, I guess maybe like I was going to say something like like Monsanto or Google or one of the. Oh, it'd be fun to get rid of Google just to see what would happen. Oh, my God. How would I? F- the Internet would stop working. That's what I'm saying. It'd be, it'd My be, alphabet it'd be weird stock. to see. First of like, all, there'd be no boom. more YouTube, and I kind of use that more than TV now, and there'd be no more searching, and that's a problem, and my maps. Uh... It'd be neat to see, though, because immediately a huge vacuum would open up, and like new people would have to you know. Ah, Maybe in. that's the play. You blink them out, and then you swoop in and fill the void. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was Google, and now, now I'm going to have my own search engine. Where no matter what you try and find, it it only Vladimir Tarasenko comes it, up. It, it only catalogs <laughs> videos of animals fighting. <laughs> That's all yeah. that it is. Is this a dangerous kind of spider? No, no, it doesn't. But watch this video of a bear attacking a moose in Canada. It's like uh-huh. this is new. Google isn't helpful at all. <laughs> uh. It's actively unhelpful. I don't like this. Yeah, what were you? What was your answer for for snapping one out? Mine was Facebook. I think they do more harm than good for society. I agree. Just, I can say I think you can say that about every single social media platform in the world. Ooh. I wouldn't say Other that about some, YouTube. Yeah. I think YouTube's fun. I don't see YouTube as social media in the same way think, I do okay. like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff. The Twitter I'm not educated on. Instagram I watch it from afar. It just seems like people misrepresenting their lives, right? That's Instagram. Well, yeah, you just summed up social media. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Facebook could be that too, but it's more opinionated. I don't know anyone going on Instagram, like pushing their politics and yeah. Sputnik Instagram news seems to be shit, more but... like silly, fun based. But I also barely ever. I, I haven't even looked at my Instagram page in months. Again, talking about shit I don't know about. TikTok looks fun. Yeah, I, I followed a, a Twitter account called Ironic TikToks, and it was really funny. And then out of nowhere, it got it got banned. And oh. so that, that was all that was my entire TikTok experience. It seems like a Zoomer uh, platform where like all the the Gen Z, the Zoomers, oh, you know, like the Zoomers, called? there's the Zoomers. I, I heard it once and I'm like, that's hilarious. I'm sticking with it. I don't know. It, and no, all the all the Zoomers, they use that one because like kids that age or adults that age in, in some instances now do not use Facebook. Like they may have an account, but they don't use it because everybody now is like, "Oh, Facebook, that's totally a boomer thing." Like it, it's mostly old people, and people, people have moved on to Snapchat. So and uh, like it's every because Gen Xer is become, a boomer now. It's like, become a meme. You know? <laughs> like <laughs> boomers anyone. are literally seventy-two, dude. I'm not a boomer. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, boomers are actually really fucking old. <laughs> but I do like that when like someone on on Twitter they'll be like, like say some stupid take, and people will be like. You know, some some sixteen year old kid will be like, "Shut up, boomer!" And they'll <laughs> respond like, "I'm forty four. My dad's a boomer. My mom's yeah. a boomer. I think my mom might be too young to be a boomer. And they're only is she? Was she? Uh, they're two uh, years apart. And I want to say she just missed the cut, but I could be wrong. Is where boomer. Ends. Oh well, then she would be a boomer too. Okay. Yeah. And then what was before boomer? Silent or greatest? Great. Silent. Ooh. The greatest had the boomers, right? And is the silent the I don't know. The one in between? Because like the Gen Xers had the the Zoomers. The boomers boomers had, had the Gen Xers. The 
Gen Xers and millennials, some millennials. And then I don't know who who's you know how we heard that there's like a sausage fucking uh, council. council or yeah, something? yeah. Who's the guy who's deciding when generations start and stop? Oh, oh no. what's that? And who's council? naming them? Well, I guess lately it's just been X, Y, and Z. I don't know what follows. Gen Alpha. We're gonna flip it around. Yeah, probably Alpha will have to like switch it to the, and then there'll be Beta. Ooh, and that'll suck. Imagine being Generation Beta. Gen B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know what it means. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking losers. Generation you know? cuck. <laughs> you should have not been, you shouldn't have let your parents fuck when they did. <laughs> <laughs> you should have chose your parents better. Yeah. Are, yeah, I, I think. You guys, oh, go for it. Have you guys seen that OJ is on Twitter? And have you seen the video that the juice uploaded? I saw the one where Apple, at the end right? he's like, I've got some vengeance to go about or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. Do you see what Norm MacDonald tweeted at him? Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked that on Twitter. It's hilarious. He's like, hey, uh, you can kind of tell by the background there what uh, golf course you're staying at. Uh, I wouldn't do anything, but you never know. Lots of crazies out there. He's basically saying like, hey, everybody. You look closely, you can tell where OJ lives if you want to go get him. <laughs> That's what he's saying. This is literally saying, he goes, hey, OJ, it's Norm. Listen, be careful about the videos you put out there. I recognize the golf course behind your house. I know the exact street and could easily print your address. Of course, I would never do that. But other <laughs> be careful, Juice. Like, be, careful, <laughs> juice. <laughs> be careful is my favorite, like, threat. You know, like, like it, it could mean two things. If your mom says be careful, then she cares about you. If your enemy says be careful... He's telling you he's threatening you. Yeah. He it uh Norm McDonald is a national treasure. I, I, love I was that talking guy. to my dad about OJ today. I um I was talking to him about that this whole thing. We were talking about the trial and everything, you know, the 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 Simpson trial. And uh he was he was like, you know, I saw I, I saw something was on TV about that the other day, and I was looking at that whole thing. He was like, That was a good looking guy that 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 she was running around with that uh that was returning those sunglasses it was like it's like what a damn shame that he killed both those people he's like those were beautiful people and i was mm -hmm. like yeah you don't fuck with that's juice. a hot take <laughs> you know like I, I, their lives had a lot of value they could have been models they they could have yeah I, I i think you know look pretty people are more valuable they just are um a ask any taiwanese auctioneer okay so I, all i and i was like i was like you know what <laughs> That was if, an underappreciated joke. <laughs> if if OJ's current girlfriend were to wink at you, you'd look the other fucking way. Dad's like, oh, hell yes. Hell yes. Absolutely. I was like, he's old, but I bet you the juice can still move when he has to. He's scary. <laughs> when he's angry. Remember how we've talked about these uh, mafia guys who are tougher than they look because they go straight from zero to 100, right? Yeah, they just We know you, what the juice you. does, right? Yeah. We know what the juice does. He decapitates you in Brentwood. The man went, first of all, he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. Like, there's no getting past it. OJ was an incredible athlete. I, believe but, I, I think it's. I think it plays into how scary he is as okay. an assailant. Oh, I see where you're headed with that. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm not, I'm not like praising his skills as a I running back. I thought you were like, you know, athletes have more value too. He ran for so many yards in a season, you got to overlook a murder. I thought no. that's what you were doing. No, I was saying that like you might be this isn't this isn't your average upset ex-husband. This is this isn't just a professional athlete who's mad at you. This is one of the greatest human athletes that's ever lived. Easily top 250 athletes. Think so? 
ever. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he still has records. The, the man the man was incredible. He, he incredible athlete. Um I would I would still be afraid to have any kind of an altercation with OJ Simpson even at the age of 75 or whatever he is at this point. 71. He's a, yeah, he's a big boy and and he's clearly like ready to do some do some violence upon you. He it, that that the whole thing was such a weird chapter in American history him getting away with that thing. But yeah, go follow OJ on Twitter, boys. He uh What's he up to I, now? A million yet? God, he had he pick up 250,000 today. Yeah, the juice is loose and he is tweeting up a storm. Uh, you know what he, it felt like to me? It felt like he had fallen back into the old Nordberg character from The Naked Gun. You ever watch The Naked Gun movies yeah. that with Leslie Nielsen? Oh, I really like those movies. I, I, I really do. I like Leslie Nielsen a lot. Um, rest in peace. He's dead. Uh, but The Naked Gun movies especially were some of my favorites. Um, oh, I, I was going to say this. This is completely, this is mildly connected. I was talking about what a great athlete OJ was and how he would still seem dangerous. Do you remember, Woody, when Herschel Walker fought in the UFC? No. Did he fight in the UFC? So Herschel Walker was, uh, he's from Georgia. Um, he was a running back, uh, Heisman Trophy winner. I want to say he was like 50-something or but late 40s or something like that. He looked 25 and it's not an exaggeration like i'm not and i'm not just talking about his physique his face he looked he looked younger than us and he was 47 or something like that and his physique was insane and he just made this transition to mixed martial arts and started knocking motherfuckers out he's just, just such a natural fucking athlete it's it, incredible how old was he i want to say 47 let me let me try to like he looks badass. Looks like he had two fights. Did he win them both? Yeah. And he fought in Strike Force. Okay. He's saying recent uh oh, he said in 2016 he wanted to do another fight, but you know, that was 2016. Yeah. Um, what I know we talked about it on PKN. I'm still stuck on Chael Sonnen retiring. 57, I think, when he fought, maybe. <sighs> look, Chael needed to retire, man. Ch look, Chael was Chael was over the hill. Um, you know, he Ch Chael's greatest gifts are uh are his mouth you know his his analysis skills are, are up to par his his insight into the business is good but he's an animal from a, a, a from days gone by you know uh, I, I saw there was an article that michael bisming reacted to where they referred to his tarnished legacy as one of the biggest cheats of all time in mixed martial arts and michael bisming's take was yeah top two or three you know you have vitor you got Chael and you get he named one other person I can't might recall. have been Dan Henderson I think I saw Dan it Henderson was it yeah and, and it's like <clears throat> yeah yeah we only forgive Chael because he's so charismatic and again that's I'm his fucking full on hypocrite there because I look at every other fighter and say that his record is incredibly tarnished Anderson Silva's record is tarnished you think he wasn't on steroids the whole way um, I don't know on Anderson John look, Jones record is tarnished you know he was on steroids before he got caught I'm sure and he's on steroids after he got caught and they let him fight anyway and I, I this is the way that I keep laying it Pico Grams right and this is where I keep laying it out and then there's Chael Sonnen my favorite steroid abuser and uh, by the way, he was on shit that I don't know if he got caught for. You know, he, EPO, he, HGH, and, and testosterone. There were six, I think. Of. I think there was so because there's a tweet. The guy said, um, Chael Sonnen got caught for four things. And his reply was, it was six, and it's still the record. 
right? It's just fucking awesome. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm sure he was on all sorts of like like uh, things to deal with the t- enhanced testosterone and coming off a cycle. But you know, probably definitely he was doing um, EPO. He's human growth hormone steroids and uh there's a and, real and, chance if people don't know you take performance enhancing drugs and then sometimes you take performance enhancing masking agents yeah. or things that keep your natural production going even though you're on steroids and and those things are illegal too because they're a tell that you're on the first thing mm-hmm. so he might have only been on three performance enhancers and a couple more yeah and he like, looked in great the back in the day he had an excellent physique um not, and it wasn't like that it was deceiving like, Vitor had a physique that was just like unnatural, like TJ Dillashaw's mm-hmm. physique. I find TJ Dillashaw's physique to be unnatural. Like he's just packed on so much muscle on such a tiny frame. It doesn't look real. It looks like a, a caricature of a strong person. Um, John Jones, I think, looks real to me. You know, he doesn't look like a caricature. He looks like a very muscular, uh, powerful man. But Chill. Man, you're you're right about TJ Dillashaw. I just looked up a picture of the guy's five six, and he looks like he has as much muscle as someone who's, you know, six one. TJ Dillashaw Bit. doesn't do it for me. Um, like Shit. it's something about small people don't stand out as outrageous as much as big people do in my head. I think it's more but difficult. Look, look at these steroid traps on him right here. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. Now he is, of course, dehydrated in that picture, cutting down to yeah. one. But look at his traps. Like that's a telltale it. sign of of steroid abuse. Is that muscle grip getting huge? I said, yeah, it's also a sign of somebody shoulder. who has an incredible I, work ethic. Um, I, I think he's course. been on, I think he's been on drugs for a long time. Um, the EPO he claims was just to to make the one twenty five, uh, weight cut, um, because his system was failing. And he said he was basically unapologetic for, for doing it. He said he, he didn't regret what he did um, no, because that was the only way he was going to make way. Yeah, that's recent. Like after the Chael interview, he, he said this. Oh, um, that's so, super recent because the Chael interview yeah. was like two days ago. Yeah, this is like yesterday. Okay. Um, I, I watch a lot of MMA news. Yeah, obviously, you do too. We watch pretty much the same sources. I'm a lot sure of YouTube times, recommends yeah. us a lot of the same stuff. I watch all the MMA insider stuff and I'm on Bloody Elbow, um, even though I'm supporting that bloody elbow <laughs> that degenerate uh bjpin.com oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh and, and you know i like to stay up to date on that stuff i really enjoy the videos I, did you see the new facility uh that that they have no it keeps Incredible. getting pushed at me and somehow that's not interesting to me i think you should take a look because it's, okay. it's really good it's really cool they built an enormous facility i for people maybe to train in right i think it's for the tough stuff as well i think mm-hmm. all the uh the, the tough stuff is going to go there. And they just built two of everything. People don't know you, the Ultimate Fighter Tough is a TV show where people compete and then the winner usually gets a contract. And a lot of UFC stars have come out of it. You know, like like there are reality champions. shows where like champions, there are reality shows where they propose like, like American Idol, for example, they, the, the idea is that we're going to come up with a new pop star every year. They don't. They come up with like three or four or something like that in like 15 years. With the Ultimate Fighter, Almost every season, you're getting two or three guys who are going to be career guys. Like Brennan Schaub was on there, um, Joe Lozon, of course, Na- um, th- uh, uh, Nick Diaz, uh, Nate Diaz, uh, uh, lots of big name guys. Boris Griffin. Um, I'm blanking on the black. Guys I couldn't even name champion them all. at 205. It, it, it's, it's so Sugar many. Rashad. Well, oh, that's the boxer, I think. Mm, Rashad Evans. 
Rashad Evans. Yeah. yeah, and Sugar was his nickname. Um, yeah, just so so many. And, well, they, they built two of everything because the idea was like, well, we can't have the blue team training next to the red team. We can't have the blue team boxing next to the red team. So like, they just doubled everything. On the and outside, Dana, it's funny how territorial they get, isn't it? I mean, the, yeah. there's no elite. There's like, it's not a team sport at all. You you train together, I guess, as a team. But dude, three weeks from now, if your team beats that other team too much, they'll just put you on it. You know, it does, like there's no. You don't get anything for the allegiance, but somehow, yeah. if you take people and put one in yellow and one in blue, they get, they they turn like racist against blue shirts and become, you know, tribalistic. tribalistic it's our nature. It's our nature. Uh, I think it's our nature, and it's um, I mean, it gets serious. I want to say, I want to say, I'm trying to remember who like flipped out and went crazy, and like like they, it's a good reality show. Like like you could watch it purely for the MMA. But they hang out at the house and shit gets wild sometimes. Like you got to keep in mind, these are guys who have chosen for their career, their voc- their vocation to be fighting each other and with their with with four ounce gloves, with no so clothes like, in a cage. Yeah, and then they the UFC does things to make them crazy. For example, you can have all the alcohol you want for free all the time. You, ooh, sorry about that. Who was it? Who was you yelling at the other fighter? T- Where are your kids? Where are your yeah. kids right now? I think Tony Ferguson was the guy it getting was, yelled at. It was yeah. Tony. Tony's and, yelling at the guy. Where's no, your no, kids I think right Tony's now? being yelled. Am I crazy? I think you're right. I think you had I it backwards. Think you might have I, it right. Yeah. Tony's the one who's yelling at this guy. Where are your kids at right now? Where's your kid at? And 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 I don't know the backstory, but maybe this guy's kid had gotten taken by like child services, or maybe he was just feeling the disconnect because he's on the show and the kids at home. But that guy is losing his goddamn mind. You, you can't, talk about my children. You can't have a book. You can't have a television. They take your phone. They take away anything that might be entertaining and just force these people to interact with each other. You you can leave the house, but you can't leave the yard. So they're like prisoners in this place. And like Kyle said, they've all chosen professional fighting as their vocation, which in itself often leads to like a type of personality. And it just leads to drama. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, the new facility is sick. Uh, I don't know how much it cost. Hundreds of millions. It looked like to me. Wow! Like it's crazy. The 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 fuck going to any UFC event, frankly, because the seating is just so poor for the amount that you spend. Even if you drop five thousand dollars a ticket, you're still in a bad seat. Watch watch Joe Rogan when he's as close mm-hmm. to the ring as a man can possibly get, and look where his eyes are. They're on the monitor in front of him. He's looking at a scale down. He's looking at like a, a nine inch screen. I'm at home with 75 inches of 4K, motherfucker. How is it not how I'm getting a much better viewing experience than Joe Rogan is getting? Now I, he gets to go in there and talk to him after, but that's I, not in the cards for me. I wish you were wrong, but I don't think you are. Yeah, that that's... cage obscures the view so much. However, at the new facility, they have much nicer seating. You're very close, you're elevated a little bit. I would pay money to sit in there that's the thing um, if you put a an octagon in the middle of like a hockey rink you know you, the seats are flat for so far by the time you get any elevation you're 300 feet away from it it's no good seems like a bad sport to watch live it's a bad sport to watch live and, um and, I, and I, the I, I think i every sport live right like if you're watching football or hockey or baseball you can kind of tell what's going on from a thousand feet away at like a macro level when you're yeah. trying to figure out you know where the guy's knee is or what his hand position is or something like that's so small whether or not a punch connected 
Like you can't tell. Replay is very important in mixed martial arts. You know, the, the commentating is so important to me personally. Like I've often said I wouldn't be near the fan of mixed martial arts as I am if it weren't for Joe Rogan. I really dig his take. I really find his expertise on the subject and his honesty. Like when shit is like, like go back to the ice incident where they, they spilled ice in the ring and he's just like, well, they're just spilling more ice. <laughs> uh, well, they spilt it again. You got to get the ice up. You got to get the, you know, he's just, and it's just like, yeah, this guy cares. Like if there's a bullshit call, like when Durandamy is fucking hitting Holly home after the bell two rounds in a row and the ref isn't taking a point, and he's, he's like, next time you almost KO Holly after the bell, I'm going to take a point. And it's like, what do you mean next time? you got to take a point now. Well, you know what you, I like about Joe? I think he's still comfortable in his job or doesn't care about his job. One of those two like doesn't need yeah. it. That if a fight's boring, he'll call it boring. And I don't know that Dominic Cruz or Chael Sonnen, hypothetically, or any other like Daniel Cormier can do that. I don't think Daniel can be look at these boring fighters barely fighting. This is a record for low punch. He's apologized output. to the crowd before. Like, really? Like, he, he, yeah. He, he's like, he's like, they should be, they should, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to the fans. Cause this one was, that's ridiculous. I can't remember who it was. It wasn't, he enjoyed the, um, the wonder boy versus Tyron Woodley fight. No, you know, he, the guy I'm thinking of, it might've been blades versus Ninganu, Maybe. Oh, it was, it might, I think it was Derek Lewis yeah, versus Ngannou. Yeah, I think it was too, yeah. And uh, where they threw like a total of like 46 punches or <laughs> something like that. Combined over 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It worked out to like three or four punches around or something retarded. It, it was just, it was awful. And and you went into it. I, I paid for that fucking event too. Because it was like, holy shit. Derek Lewis, Lewis versus Ngannou. That's going to be a bomb match like this this is not getting out of the first round somebody's getting knocked the fuck out i i like a lot of sports you know i I, I, i've gotten into the nba lately i like to watch hockey but only the ufc do i think oh my god oh oh, oh, boy they're really gonna do it i almost didn't believe this was actually gonna happen this whole time like when they told me that Fucking Conor McGregor and uh, Khabib were going to take their shirts off and get in a cage and actually fight. I, I, I had my doubts this whole time. And here it is actually going to happen. Once they both make weight, that's Dude, when my excitement ran. This is going to be a great year of fighting. This is going to be a great year of fighting the rest of this year because the lightweight division is, is, is about to really shape up and we're about to see the cream rise to the top. I, I predict Conor will come back. I think that uh, Conor broke his hand. Uh, and, and sparring. He had to have hand surgery recently. He's left. Mm. Um, yeah. His big hand for people don't know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, I, I want to see Tony, Tony do his thing, but Poirier versus Khabib could be huge if Poirier wins it. Um, either and it way. Could have, yeah, either way, it's huge. Um, but, but I'd love to see Poirier knock him the fuck out. Somebody will. Somebody's going to catch Khabib. Khabib's not the toughest guy in the world. He's just great on offense. Wait, not, I thought I thought he was your main man in the sport right now, right? I I I think he might. Be, I think he's the best lightweight, but I despise him. Oh, okay. I, I maybe so mixed I like up. Khabib. There are so many names. I like Khabib, and, and I remember I was telling you he's the guy that uh, does. He speaks English well, but he's like a little literal, maybe not jokey about it. And you were saying there were some hockey guys who, who appeal to you for the same reason. Yeah, I, I don't care for his sex. It's very funny. I, I love I love barely speak English interviews regardless of sport. It's what's one of the best things about sports. So, I don't like his sexist takes. I don't like um I, I don't like a lot of the things about Habib. 
his what? sexist takes that yeah, bothers you. Have you seen he's our not, show? He's, he's not doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I respect and love women. Uh-huh. Khabib wants to dominate and like and subject women. You know, I actually like, don't know like, that I've seen what you're talking about. Oh, you, you do a little digging. You see, you, you should see Misha Tate's take on the whole thing. Um, Wait, I is like he really Misha that Tate. offensive, or is he just saying like? He's like, Muslim. Is, is Islam has a lot of harsh beliefs about women. Is he is he just parroting that, or is he going even further? He's going. Well, I guess further. all you would do is say what they believe, and and that's why yeah, that'll that'll get you there. And you know, his specifically when it comes to mixed martial arts, he do, he doesn't like there being female fighters. He says they should stay home and finish their husbands, um, stuff like that. Um, don't care for any of wow that at all. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you, Taylor. That's not I bad. I love that. They, that they, is so fucking Stay funny. home and finish their husbands? Does he mean yeah. what I think he means? This yeah. guy's this yeah, guy absolutely cool, does. dude. <laughs> no, he's a piece of shit. This is um, my main man in the Don't UFC. care for that guy at all. Oh, yeah, uh, but when I, I think I did hear him talk about... Your husbands. <laughs> I heard him talk dude, about how he didn't like women. But I thought it was more of a... I don't think women should endure the hardships that we go through in the cage. That was the no. spin I had it in my head. Ah, uh, yes, Islam. They want to protect women. Don't we don't want you to have the hardship of driving a vehicle or having the rights of a man <laughs> who knows what sort of incidents you'd might. It's my distortion. I'll distort it the way I want to, Kyle. You know, you know what the you know what the coolest thing about when Saudi Arabia said women can drive now was is that they still need a male escort. Mm. Which means that you just gave every guy in Saudi Arabia a, a designated chauffeur. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, it's too funny. It's too it's funny. Great. That's, and then, yeah. you know what? And they're one of our closest allies. You know. <laughs> uh, I, I I I'm looking forward to this year fighting John Jones. Of course, going to fight again. Uh, probably I don't know how many times he's fought this year. Maybe two. Wouldn't be surprised if he fights four times this year. Love an active champion. Say what you will about yes. the man, but he's getting out there and he's putting on a show for it's the like fans. It's like he has super hearing healing somehow. Well, it's it's like he's dedicated and he just took a couple of years off to recuperate and to get powerful. And he is the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. Hmm. Um, say what you will. Say what you will. What about um, the Karate Kid? That guy's. Now, are you talking about the the um, the the fictional <laughs> no, Karate I, Kid? No, he's I'm literally talking, talking about, about the guy that trained I'm, I'm under talking about Wonder Pat Boy. I'm talking. I'm talking about the documentary from the late <laughs> 80s. <laughs> he took out Johnny. Yeah, he took out Johnny. Like that. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I was not impressed. I like the wait. Was that a went... fiction? <laughs> I think no, the Okinawa that was, part was real, though. That, that was oh, a documentary. Okay. Uh, sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. Yeah. Uh, Big year of fighting. There's so much going on. And uh, don't forget fucking um um what's his name? Um um funky Ben Askren is uh is fighting again. When yeah, he, he should might be get a soon, fucking right? Yeah, soon, like a month or two. And he may get a title shot if he wins this one. Like, like well, I think it's a title eliminator. Like whoever wins, I think is, is the... it's gonna be so I love that guy. I love that guy. I love that guy. I like his Did opponent too. Shit he's been talking. I feel like he's I've been talking the last couple shit. weeks. Every every second of every interview, he's talking shit. I think he's fu- he's fighting Masvidal, right? Yes, Jorge, Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal. Yeah. Oh, he talks so much shit on Masvidal. It's hilarious, and he, Masvidal legitimately dislikes him. Dude, um, it's there's an IQ differential between these two fighters of at least thirty huge, points, as right? Donald Trump would so, say. <laughs> you've got huge. Masvidal, who's just like animalistic rages at man making fun of me. And then you've got Ben Askren just like cleverly jotting, running circles around him. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to watch. It's fun to Askren's watch. Askren's a very but, smart, quick-witted guy. He and is, Masvidal but is literally gonna, a street thug. 
but both of them are going to walk half naked into a cage and settle their differences. Hell yeah. And and there's something about this sport. Like I'm just, I, I'm amazed it's going to really happen. And like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but, there's, but so much, the, there's, when, there's so much shit talking in every other arena of life, whether it's politics or sports, like, like, you know, people say, people talk a lot of shit. They say, I'll, I could do this to you. I would do this to you. And they're like, I'm going to do this to you. And then they fucking do it. There's something about meaning what you say and saying what you mean that just is a truism of mixed martial arts and fighting in general. Boxing is certainly included in that. Muay Thai, any combat sport, we're going to fight. We're not going to knock a ball around and see who can get it through a hoop the most. We're not going to run up and down the field in a, you know, 15 of us facing 15 more of you. The the salary cap doesn't fucking matter because I'm going to punch you in the face until you're unconscious. And 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 people want to keep mentioning the shirt off thing. It's a thing Chael Sonnen says, like it is a sort of reality, like all the bullshit gets stripped off. And and yeah, like, but I don't know what it is. Like when the hurricanes play the blues, I'm not like, oh my God, it's actually happening. But in fighting, sometimes it has that effect. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Um, well, in team sports, event. you got to wait till the playoffs for let that. Let me see. Let me see who the next event is, uh, or who's fighting the next event. Next, and the Canes are just impossible to hate because we play them twice a year, and <laughs> I loved how they embraced that bunch of jerks thing where yeah. they just like they they rolled with it and were like, "Yeah, we're going to be gaudy and annoying because it upsets people, and that's oh, funny." Shit, that's champ. Yeah, I'm not buying this. Wait, no, you got to look at two thirty nine. Are you looking at the wrong one by chance? You're buying that. Uh, I absolutely am looking at the wrong one. I was looking at July Fight Night 154. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. You go uh, forward to July 6th, which is a while away. Though, John Jones know? versus Diego Santos. So I'm not that excited about, but John Jones fights always capture my interest. Nunez versus Holly Holm. Both fighters were like watching. Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren, who we just talked about. Who else is on this card? Fucking Diego Sanchez versus, versus Michael Chiesa. Ingano yeah. versus canceled. Dos Santos. It's a stacked fucking Ingano card. Ingano versus Dos way. Santos is canceled on my screen. Uh, Luke Rockhold uh, fighting Jan Blackowicz, a guy I'm not familiar with, 23 and 8 fighter. Uh, good card. Every, good, really, I, really good card. I'm definitely psyched about all three of the main uh, card, top three five. fights. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, and and Gano and, and Sanchez fights, I'm definitely into. It's just the the Rockhold fight. If he doesn't have an opponent, I don't know what's going to happen there at light heavyweight. Who's going to step in? At Every light time I see Chessia, I, I I instantly fixate on his Joe Lozon fight. People don't remember Joe Lozon hit him, cut him open. The the term we kept using was like he had a vagina on his face. Like that's the size of the gash he had, and he felt like the doctor stopped it too soon, and he could have kept going. But he was also just losing. You know, he was he was losing that. It wasn't like. He was winning but got a cut. No, he was getting his ass kicked. He got his face sliced open. The doctor stopped it, and he feels like he was a bitch about it, and I thought it was fun. I love seeing John Jones operate, so very psyched about that. Amanda is the the best who's ever done it, Um, and I I predict Holly is going to take a real beating because Holly is tough as nails. She's going to stay in there with her. It's not going to be a round one destruction i don't think but by She's, round two i think holly makes makes it off the stool for round two but i don't think she returns to that stool she's a professional boxer who should avoid damage right she should be very clever and see these things coming that like these bombs that nunez throws having said that i haven't seen her do the kind of thing that would hurt nunez she's a beast i don't want to see the fight 
Holly, Holly's almost like, a, I mean, she does hit hard, but she's almost like Holloway in that she needs to accumulate punches over three or four rounds to really put someone away or kick them in the fucking skull and end their career. That works too. <laughs> but with Amanda, she's just tough as nails. I mean, Cyborg was hitting her. Cyborg was hitting Amanda, and Amanda just shrugged it off and threw five more bombs of her own, and she cut Cyborg down like a fucking oak tree, just concussion, 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 until (laughs) she was face down on the fucking mat, that oaf of a fucking gorilla woman. Has she fought again since? I don't even remember. No, no, she has not. Amanda has, but... but, um, Yeah, Cyborg. Oh, I don't think think, uh, Amanda has either. Uh, I don't think either of them have fought. Uh, Cyborg's going to test free agency after her next bout, she says. She's pretty upset with how the UFC have treated her post-loss. I, I don't think Dana wanted anything more to do with her. I, Amanda's so much more marketable than that thing. Oh, by the way, you're right. Neither of them have fought since they fought each other in December 2018. Champ, champ. Yeah? Oh, are they fighting at 145 or 135? Um... They're fighting at bantamweight. Okay, so that's um, that's one thirty-five, right? I think featherweight is one forty-five. Yeah, they're fighting. They're fighting at, at one thirty-five. Interesting. What's lightweight? One fifty-five. Yeah, well, that's, that's not even anything. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <sighs> Call it a wrap. Do we have yeah, any post rolls? We do. Um. Turo is a peer-to-peer car-sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want wherever you want it. From a community of local hosts, from exotic sports cars to practical daily drivers, you can choose the best car for you, whatever your budget. Download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store, Google Play, or just visit Turo.com. Get 25 bucks off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and use promo code PAINKILLER at checkout. Terms apply. All right. PKA 444.